Hastings College football is on the air, and this is Countdown to Kickoff. We begin each game day with the Tony Harper pregame show, brought to you by Glenwood Telephone. They've been serving central Nebraska for over 50 years. Call 866-756-4746 or visit online at shopglenwood.net. Now, here's the voice of the Broncos, KHAS Sports Director Mike Will. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to Hastings College football action here this afternoon on 1230 KHAS. The Broncos closing out their 2015 season here this afternoon in Lincoln as they take on Nebraska Wesleyan, the Prairie Wolves, as we spend a couple of minutes with Hastings head coach Tony Harper. And, coach, the last six years we have kind of closed out the season with Nebraska Wesleyan. This is kind of the, the capper of the season here. It always seems like that's how it goes. It, it seems like even in uh, 2009 they were one of the last games um, of the season. So it's always been a barn burner, too, for the most part, except for that one season. And it's kind of like G-Pack tradition, if you will. We know this game is going to be a 60-minute ball game. I think we looked back six out of the last seven games have come down to seven points or less. So if we're going to win this thing today, we're going to have to play all 60 minutes. We are, and we're going to have to be sound in all three phases because, you know, you take away that one uh, in 2013 when, when that was a very bad ball game for us. But it's always been a big play, whether it's offense, uh, defense, or special teams. There's always been something that's kind of flipped the script, if you will, on, on this game. So it will be 60 minutes. This is the last game of the season for Hastings College, and we're finishing the season strong. We've got a couple of wins already over Dort and Midland. Nice way to maybe go out with a, a win here to make it three straight. Well, it's it, it twofold. One, for the seniors that we got right now. We want to send them out on a winning note just like we did last year's seniors. And, and then secondly, this is a great springboard for, for next year. You know, that was one of the things in, in following high school season this year. Uh, reading what Coach Shoemaker said after Hastings High's last game, use this as a springboard for the future. And it's the same process for us because – you know, we got a lot of young guys that have been getting a lot of meaningful reps, and we want them to understand, okay, there is a light at this tunnel, but let's keep fighting forward. Is that your message to the team as we get ready here today, is to just finish things off and make it a springboard? It, it is, and that's the big word we continue to hammer, and we really didn't start hammering as much as we probably should have until really that uh, week before the bye week. Um, you know, finish, finish, finish. That's kind of our motto, and we got to make sure that we do that. And it's finish everything that you do, whether it's on the field, in the classroom, reading the, fi- or reading the scouting report, watching the film we got on the guys this week to be honest with you you know that there were some guys that did maybe not uh, watch as much film as they needed to and, and we told the guys listen this is a good football team they just beat the top 20 team last week against northwestern we want to finish strong for the seniors and for the future this is the last time we'll be facing uh, nebraska wesleyan for the very foreseeable future they're moving to a strictly ncaa division three next year this has been a very competitive series i think this is the 102nd time that we have uh, met here this afternoon 49-45-7 to seven in favor of Hastings, but this has been a good series with the Prairie Wolves. It really has. we got to keep that thing rolling now, don't we? we got to get to 50, right? There you go. That's a great number. Yep. Um, I think if you, look, if you look at the history of Hastings College, and there's, there's two big rivals. There's, there's uh, the one in Crete, and then there's uh, Nebraska Wesleyan. And depending on what generation of players you ask and alums you ask, those are the two teams that are always going to get mentioned. And, you know, not only that is we used to uh, scrimmage the guys coming out of camp, so we knew those guys. We recruit the same type of guys. You know, I'll, sometimes I'll follow Coach Kroom into one high school, and then the next high school he's following me into and, and vice versa. And, then you talk about the respect that the two coaching staffs have. I mean, I got a lot of co- a lot of respect for Coach Keller. I mean, to me, he's kind of the dean of the GPAC. He's been here the longest. He's had the most success. I think he's the winningest coach at uh, Wesleyan's history. So 
he does a great job over there. That that staff they got are good guys. You know, Coach Croon, the D.C., he came and worked our summer camps with us this year. So there's a lot of mutual respect there. When we see the schedule next year, there's going to be a, a hole there. We won't have to circle the, the Nebraska teams because Nebraska Wesleyan won't be on it next yeah, year. It's going to be really weird. I mean, even, even adjusting the schedule, you know, preparing for next year has kind of been a little different. So as he sings in Nebraska Wesleyan here this afternoon, probably one game that we kind of – I hate to see you go away. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, for all the things that we just talked about, the respect, the location, the rivalry, um, the, the proximity uh, to the two schools and everything like that. But, you know, in today's age of, of college athletics, I don't care what sport you're at, it kind of seems like everybody's moving here trying to find out the best fit for them. And, you know, whatever, we just got to make sure we take care of our business and worry about ourselves. He seems coming off of a good win last week over Dort, beat the defenders at home 62-31, to actually fell behind 17-6 to in that ball game. Things were not looking very good there about uh, midway through the, the first half of play. But Hastings uh, just kind of hung in there and finally got our things going. You know, a lot of credit to the offensive coaches, the offensive players, what they did over there. I mean, to have that many yards, um, to have that many different guys catch the football, to have that many different guys score touchdowns, that that means it was a good day and uh you you were there you saw the game this is a better dort team than what they've ever put out there on that football field and uh Coach Moe and the rest of those guys on that offensive side of the football, they were clicking. Um, it was good to see that many guys touch the football. Um, defensively, you know, I hate to admit it, but it kind of was one of those things that we're just going to kind of hang on. You know, we got out leveraged. We missed some tackles, did some things like that. But at the end of the day, we got a couple stops and got that ball back to our offense. Yeah, probably our most productive day uh, offensively. 633 was the total yardage we put up in the ball game last week. Best day rushing the football at 296. We ran the ball well, passed the ball well, and uh, all around a good offensive day. Statistically, if you look, and you're the stats man, and I know you're probably going to critique me on this one, but if you look at the last three games, um, starting uh, with with Northwestern, um, we have got more yards offensively on the ground. That's opened up the pass. That has allowed us to get some more yards. Now the points on the scoreboard and everything like that, we obviously got to get better when we're in the red zone and getting points and everything like that, but statistically speaking, we are feeling more confident, we are getting more yards, and we are able to run the football. We just got to keep that going. Is that just because uh, Cruz is getting a little bit more uh, comfortable with the offense and and working with the guys around him? I think it's Cruz getting comfortable. I think it's the players getting comfortable with Cruz. I think it's the coaches getting comfortable back and forth as well with Cruz and some different things like that. And I also think credit to Coach Mo. You know, he's a no-huddle, let's go, let's go, let's go type of guy. And credit to Coach Mo and that offensive staff. They went away from that when the change happened at that position they started huddling they were able to control their emotions if you will and and that's the biggest thing that you're always concerned about when you're starting a young guy is how how emotional will he be how how relaxed will he be and you know huddling and and letting the guys look each other in the whites of their eyes has really helped our offense yeah that's done uh, real well for us like we said the last couple of years we've been trying to to get up to the fast pace offense and all of a sudden we we slow her down, maybe not at the snail's pace we saw at Dort last week, but it's been good for our offense. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, at times I'm kind of looking down at Mo thinking, and I said this the other day in a meeting with him, I go, now listen, I've coached against you when you've been at other schools, and you were running 80, 90, 100 plays a game. Now I'm waiting for this. He goes, give me a year. I'm like, okay. Uh, defensively, uh, we gave up yards uh, last week, 486, 415 on the ground. I know you were you were not happy with that, but... 
uh, when your offense can uh, do what they did last week, that, that I guess that's okay. Huh? You, you put a very polite right there. I was not very happy. Um, but, you know, again, that's a top seven, top eight team in the nation in rushing the football, especially when you rush. I mean, that many opportunities to run the football. They're going to get their yards and things like that. The, the concern that I had and the thing that we talked about a lot this week is leveraging the ball carry. You know, in that option, you can't, you can't take the wrong angle. I mean, you can never take a wrong angle when you're trying to play defensive football. But if you come too tight to the hip or you're too fast over the top, you're giving that cat a two-way go or a way for sprint it and push vertical right now. And, and we worked on tackling – which we do every single day, but we really focused on that, and it was a good teacher tool for us. In that ball game last week, it was just hard even for us to stay focused because the pace when they had the ball was, was just slow. They, they took up the entire uh, clock to uh, snap the ball, and they turned around and hand the ball away because that's uh, what they do. It was just hard to stay focused. Did you find yourselves in that position? Yeah, well, you know, I'm, I kinda, I'm all over the place anyway, <laughs> so staying focused is, is kind of a struggle for me at anyway. times. Um, but, no, you know, I think I watched the Georgia Tech-Virginia Tech game uh, Thursday night, and it was the same type, same type of uh, feel, you know. But when you're out there, and, and I talked to the coaches and I talked to the defensive players about this, you know, I got to control – my energy and my emotions on the sides as well, and I got to reach the guys a different way because that—that's what it really came down to. There was a couple times they got some big plays, and and I—I uh, I didn't check my emotions the correct way like I should have, and I think that kind of put the button on the kids a little bit. Man, we got to play this perfectly. No, you don't have to play it perfectly. You just got to play it discipline wise. And I think at times there was guys that kind of got their cross reads and different things like that. But that falls solely on me and how I prepared the guys last week. So he sings uh, sitting here in the, the final game of the season, sitting at four and five, a chance to get to the uh, 500 mark here this afternoon against Nebraska Wesleyan. We'll come back and talk about the Prairie Wolves as the Tony Harper pregame show continues after this. Speed matters. With the kids back in school and the whole family online, keep everyone happy with wireless LTE internet from Glenwood. Research a school project on your iPad, on the home office computer, or using Wi-Fi to save minutes on your phone's data plan. It can all happen at once. Reliable speeds are available from 3 to 12 megabits. Glenwood offers local service and support with exceptional customer service. Update your internet today. Call 866-756-4746 or visit shopglenwood.net. Hastings College in Nebraska Westland here this afternoon. Abel Stadium in Lincoln is where we're at here today. I guess uh, they, they're going to go through their seniors' day, their, all their hoopla about to this being the, the last game of the Great Plains Athletic Conference here this afternoon. I think uh, number one on our list is to maybe match their emotion here this afternoon. Exactly. exactly. And that's what we talked to the guys about this week. They're going to be sky high. And, and we can use our game last week for our senior day is, is kind of the catalyst because our guys came out focused, fired up. They're going to have the same thing. But on top of it, you throw the last game ever in the, in the G-Pack for Wesleyan, they're going to be focused and they're going to, their emotions are going to be sky high. And what we told the guys uh, throughout this week they're going to get their plays. They're a big play offense. They're going to throw the vertical ball. They're going to catch the vertical ball. They're going to score their touchdowns. Defensively, they're they're going to frustrate you because they're not going to let you, you know, get those points in the red zone. They make it extremely tough. Special teams-wise, they're one of the best, most consistent in the league. So what we told the guys is when they get theirs, and they're going to get it, 
we have to respond immediately, and we have to match their enthusiasm and make them raise their level up a little bit. We know this is a team that hasn't quit. A lot of teams are uh, uh, mirrored in the situation that they are, maybe a throw in the towel a couple of weeks ago, but last week they, they knock up a very good Northwestern team, scored 44 points against the Northwestern, so we know this, this team has not quit. No, no, and, and they, you know, in that game they also lost their starting quarterback um, halfway through the second quarter, I believe, so they got the, the young guy Tyler Smith in there. Completely different dynamics, but anytime you lose a starter who started the entire season against a top five team defensively, and then they go out and put 44 points up on the board, there's some focus and there's some concerns there. We got to make sure that we understand that they're not lying down, that they're going to play four four quarters against us. That was next on the list. Uh, Tyler Smith and they're at quarterback. We've seen uh, Ben Green all season long uh, behind center for uh, uh, Nebraska Wesleyan. Now it's Tyler Smith. How tough is it? We're going to prepare for a completely uh, different quarterback today and some guy we don't have a lot of film on either because he hasn't played a whole lot. Well, and that's what we've really focused on is basically the last two and a half quarters of that Northwestern game just to kind of see what he's doing because he is a guy that's going to run the ball a little bit. Um, He's going to run some option. He's going to run some zone rides, some cage rides, some different things like that. Completely different than uh, the previous guy who's about 6'4", 220 pounds. Tyler's about 6'1", 180. He can get out and do some things. So we really showed the guys a lot of that technically what he what we think he's going to end up doing but we also we can't get too focused on him because he did a great job of spreading that ball around, especially the Larson and the Schneider kids. Um, they're two big receivers who go up and get the ball. So what we said, okay, here's your quarterback, here's his scheme, here's his style of play, but here philosophically, this is what we think that we're going to see. Do they do anything uh, different with this guy at quarterback than they were doing earlier in the year? You know, not really. Not not when he came in against Northwestern. I mean, there was a couple times they ran the read play um, a little bit more than what they had against uh, previous during the season. Um, we could tell it was a true read play now with three extra, four extra days of practice. Coach Keller and, and those guys can honestly tweak what they're doing there. And they got two good backs that they're not going to burn by you, but they're going to run over you. You know, and and uh, Weidel and Taylor, and, and so what we think that they're going to do is we think they're going to run the football a little bit more than what they have. Those two wide receivers you mentioned before, Larson and uh, Schneider, they were both over a hundred yards receiving against uh, Northwestern last week. So a couple of guys that can go get the ball stretching the, the defense vertically. These yeah. guys do, yeah, and, and that was the biggest thing. And again, Northwestern is a top five team in the nation. I mean, they're good, and you know, it wasn't nothing tricky that they did. Um, on their big pass plays, there were six vertical balls thrown, and they went up, and, and Northwestern had pretty good position, and, and Wesleyan's receivers just went up and got the football. So, you know, they're also one of the best teams when it comes to running those uh, back shoulder throws and out routes. They understand to get foot in the ground, um, and, and they put that ball right where it is. You know, they, they hit a good play against Northwestern on the back of the end zone, and, and you see the butt shot or the end zone shot, and his foot is maybe – four inches from the sideline. So they run extremely precise, crisp routes, and the quarterback knows where to put the football. I think I've read some place they had like six yard, or six plays that were 25 yards or more against uh, Northwestern last week. So a team that has the potential to be some big play opportunities here uh, this afternoon against uh, Hastings College. Defensively, uh, Nebraska Wesleyan uh, doesn't have real staggering statistics. In fact, they're towards the bottom in a lot of the uh, – major statistical categories for defense. They give up a lot of yards, 456. Well, what do you see on the, the defensive side of the ball? I knew you'd be coming out with some statistics <laughs> at some point in time in this conversation. Um, here's what i tell you about their defense. I um, and In talking with our offensive coaches, we've seen about three or four different fronts from these guys. We've seen a 3-3 stack. We've seen a 4-2. 
We've seen a 4-3. We saw a true 50 front against Dakota Wesleyan, and then and then we've seen the 3-4. So we've seen five different fronts. So what we have to make sure, and, and I think the offensive coaches have done a great job this week, it's kind of they set up practice a little bit different. It wasn't so much down in distance as it was, okay, this period – in this period, we're going to look at this front. The next period, we're going to look at this front. And you, you're always concerned about, okay, well, we're showing all these different things. Are our guys going to be able to take that information and put it out on the field on Saturday? So Coach Moe and the, and the offensive staff has really tried to keep it simple, make sure we identified, okay, is it a true 30? Is it a true 40? Is it a true 50? We got two high. We got one high. We get in man. We get in zone. And so we're going to have to really get a good feel the first three or four series of this game. What what are they going to show us? Well, will they bounce from a defense to defense throughout the game or basically stay with uh, what they start with? They, they, they So far, they've shown to stay with what they've showed or started with. Um, you know, again, again, everybody's a little bit different in this league. You know, you see Dort with that triple option. They ran the stack. You see Dakota Wesleyan with a great quarterback in the Turner kid. Um, they played a true 50 front. Um, so it, it just kind of really depends um, against Crete there, against those guys they threw a, a 3-4 in there. So, you know, we just got to make sure we identify early and then we communicate. We got to have great communication on the sidelines today um, so everybody can see what we're, we're on the same page. Looks like a team that's not going to apply a lot of pressure to our quarterback. They just uh, do the things right on defense. They got four sacks so far this year for the entire season. So they haven't been able to get to the, the quarterback and, and that's probably good with uh, Cruz, and he can sit back there and do his thing today. Yeah, and you know what? You, you hit it on the head when when uh, you said that we got to make sure we see what's going on, and um, you know, with the pressure, they don't pre- pressure a lot, and bring a lot of uh, blitzes and different things like that. I think today's game, though, you can throw all that stuff out the window. I, I think you might see some pressures, you might see some double A gap blitzes and some things like that. Um, because what they're trying to do is they're trying to funnel everything to, to Shoemaker, Riley Shoemaker, the roof player, and uh, try and get him off that off that roof pretty quick. So we can see a lot of that. Is that because we got our freshman quarterback and make him look at a different a lot of different things today? Yeah, and, and you you know you say that. Um, I think as a defensive guy, you would want to show a freshman some different looks and things like that. But this, but Cruz has been starting since I don't know week four. You know, he's gone against Northwestern. He's gone against Morningside. <laughs> he's gone against some good defenses. Um, but we just got to make sure we don't over over uh, think things. We just got to let it flow and play. Yeah, Riley Shoemaker is on uh, the defensive end here for Nebraska Westland. He picked off a pass last week and went 92 yards for a touchdown, the second longest interception return for a touchdown in school history. So Riley Shoemaker, the former Grand Island Central Catholic Crusader back there as a safety. Their leading tackler is uh, Brandon McGill, again, another linebacker out of Waverly. And, you know, they've always had a good one. Yep. If you look at the history of that program, they've had a, they've had a dude up front. They've had a cat at linebacker, and they've had a war daddy in the roof, you know, and, and that's kind of how they base that defense off. And, and uh, those, are, those are two really good football players. I think Dakota Buss is another safety. He's listed on the two deep, not as a starter, but the kid plays more than anything, and, he, and he's a good football player as well. You mentioned special teams, and I think this is one week you really got to concentrate on the special teams. They returned a punt last week as 67 yards. They have a field goal kicker that is 15 out of 17, dating back to last year. They've got a punter that's uh, hitting about 40 yards per kick, so they can flip the field, and they can they can win with their special teams. They really can, and they've done it. They've done it against us. They've done it against other teams in the league, and the special teams coach and that staff does a great job. They put a lot of emphasis on it, and 
you can tell in pregame, if you just watch their punter and kicker and how they prepare, you know that they got their own personal coach. And they they flipped that. They've always had a punter that can get that ball turned over. Another thing that we got to be prepared about, and I don't want to go back in, but I am going to say it, in, in 2013 when we went up there, um, they blocked the field goal, returned for a touchdown. So they have that big playability, and we just got to make sure we stay sound and see everything that they're doing. So it's Hastings and Nebraska Westland here this afternoon. We'll come back and get some final words from the coach as we continue on the Tony Harper pregame show after this. Speed matters. With the kids back in school and the whole family online, keep everyone happy with wireless LTE internet from Glenwood. Research a school project on your iPad, on the home office computer, or using Wi-Fi to save minutes on your phone's data plan. It can all happen at once. Reliable speeds are available from 3 to 12 megabits. Glenwood offers local service and support with exceptional customer service. Update your internet today. Call 866-756-4746 or visit shopglenwood.net. Back with the Coach Hastings and Nebraska Wesleyan here this afternoon. When we match up with these guys, Coach, you know it's going to be a, a physical 60-minute football game. I expect no different here today. Oh, yeah, and, and, and uh, the players feed off of it. And then you throw in the senior day like you've been talking about. You throw in the last game and the G-Pack and all that other stuff. There's going to be a lot of emotions. There's going to be a lot of physical football. we got to hold on to the football, and we got to cause turnovers. Well, let's talk about attacking their defense uh, here today. Put up big numbers last week. Basically uh, the same routine here today, hopefully, with uh, spreading the ball around and uh, taking the ball downfield. And, and that's what we have to do. We have to get the football in Jake Fowler, Taj Willingham, Darvante Knight, and Anthony Cloyd's hands in the backfield. A receiver, we got to get the ball in Curly. we got to get the ball in Noah's hands. we got to continue to feed Rashad, Jaden, and Jordan and show those guys some, some different looks. I think a big key callus for us, to be honest with you, is getting the tight end involved. we got to get Khalil Buckman involved in this game a little bit earlier than what we have. Um, but we got to be able to, to keep it simple, and we got to be able to run our scheme inside, outside zone, and get the get that ball downfield. Why haven't we been able to get the ball to our, our tight ends this year? Well, you know, I think it's a, it's a, a couple things. And uh, one, everybody knows that's kind of been our bread and butter for the last few years. I mean, you could go back to 2011 when we had Zane Anstein, who was first team all conference, and then you go, he was with us for a couple years, and then you go into Jordan Walm, and he was all conference for a couple years. Everybody knows that, that uh, you got to find that tight end. And then if you look at the rest of the conference, every conference school utilizes the tight end especially Concordia especially Doan and some different things like that but so you know people are keying on that tight end um, and, but what we got to do is we got to get more physical play out of our guys. And uh, Coach Emerson's done a good job. I think we've gotten more physical the past couple of weeks, but that's something, you know, we got to take it personal. We got to be able to win our one on one battles. And, and that's been the biggest difference. At times, we haven't been able to, to win that one on one battle at our tight end position. All right, stopping the uh, Nebraska Wesleyan offense today. It's going to be a load. Statistically, they're not great, but I think it's a pretty good football team on that side of the ball. It, it definitely is. It always is, especially when they play us. And uh, I think it, it's a couple reasons. I'm going to sound like a broken record to you, but we got to keep it simple on defense as well. Um, because against uh, last week against Northwestern, they ran the hook and ladder. Well, Nebraska Western has always ran the hook and ladder against Hastings College as well, and they beat us before. So I remember that. I remember that too. Yep. So you got the hook and ladder. They do a jump pass out of double tight. 
where they hand the football off to the tailback, takes two hard steps, dumps it up for the tight end. They scored a touchdown on that. They will run a reverse. They will run a double pass. So we have to be sound. We have to be simple. The next thing that we have to do is when we are in our man-to-man coverage and they run those shallow draggers and that tight end bangs and then releases, we got to make sure our eyes don't float to the backfield. we got to make sure our eyes are on, on our guy. If he goes up to the concession stand to get a bag of popcorn, we got to go with him. I mean, we got to be disciplined and we got to do our job. Yeah, we just got to be ready for about anything today. It's the last game of the season. Probably both teams are going to pull out everything they can to uh, win this thing today. Oh, there's a good possibility that I, that I, might I'm happen. To, I'm starting <laughs> to read your mind and your eyes here. And that's part of the game, though, too. You know, and, and anytime you got our guys that, that like to do those things, you know, um, we talked about this early in the season uh, when we played uh, the school down the road, and, and uh, well, it's going to be trick plays. With us, it's really not a trick play. It is what we are. It's, it's incorporating our offense. And then Nebraska Wesleyan, with as many <laughs> ladders and as many double passes as they've done, that's just something the coach has bought into. All right, going to put you on the spot here just before a kickoff. I know your mind is uh, sitting on this game, but we got two teams playing for the, the conference championship today. That school in Crete. And that school up there in uh, Sioux City, number one against number four today. How do you see that, baby? You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. Don't really care. <laughs> I honestly don't. I'm worried about Hastings College and Nebraska Wesleyan, and those two guys can go do whatever they want to do. Come up on, there. give us a winner. Nope, not doing to do it. Going to focus on the Broncos. <laughs> all right. Well, get, get your job taken care of today, all right? You ask me after the game, then I'll tell you. We're going to get her done. <laughs> all right. Tony Harper, the head coach for Hastings College. Second round, Brian Keller is up next. He's the head coach of Nebraska Wesleyan. He'll join us in the scouting report. That is Hastings College football today. Hastings and Nebraska Wesleyan on 1230 KHAS. The Tony Harper pregame show is brought to you by Glenwood Telephone. For all of your telephone, internet, cable, and security needs, remember Glenwood Telephone. Call 866-756-4746 or visit online at shopglenwood.net. Countdown to kickoff continues with the scouting report coming up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, 1230 KHAS. If people look at the history and what Mary Lanning has attempted to provide for 100 years, is amazing. I would hope that within the next hundred years, the hospital and its staff would not lose sight of its history, why it's here, why it was developed, why Mr. Lanning put it together, and why it was called Mary Lanning Memorial Hospital. I think Mary Lanning's role in the community will always stay strong, and the hospital will always be something that the community will be proud of. I see it as remaining a community hospital that provides the best service for the people of this area. Celebrating 100 years of inspired care. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Countdown to kickoff continues with the scouting report as we inch closer to game time on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, 1230 KHAS. 
And good afternoon. Welcome to the Scouting Report here on 1230 KHS. As we get you set for Hastings College football this afternoon, Hastings on the road playing at Nebraska Wesleyan as we spend a couple of minutes with Prairie Wolves head coach Brian Keller. And coach, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, your season is kind of mirrored like Hastings College, an up and down season. Talk about it so far. Well, you know, it, it has been. Uh, it's been. Uh, one of those years where, uh, well, you know, it starts with the GPAC is so darn good this year. I mean, it is really, really good. You know, you say that every year, but uh, I, I think the conference hit a new level this year. There's a lot of uh, a lot of teams with older players, experienced players in the league, and uh, it's been uh, very, very competitive and extremely tough each week. Uh, the one thing is, and it may not be reflective in our scores, but we have improved every week, and I think that's all you can really expect from a, a younger team, uh, which we are. But we've been happy with the progress from week to week. Coach, sitting at four and five in the season, three and five in the conference as we enter this uh, final game of the season. What's your message to to your team as you enter this final ball game? Well, I don't think, uh, as a coach, sometimes I don't know if you need to say a whole lot at this point. You know, it's the the last home game, the last game for the seniors, you know, last game of the season, uh, you know, kind of a rival game, you know, with Hastings. So I don't think there's a whole lot that needs to be said on our end. I think everybody kind of understands the situation, and uh, they want to come out and play hard and do well. This is also the last game as a member of the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Uh, Has there been a lot talking about this particular thing? You know, we haven't, and uh, maybe I I should have been all year. I don't know. You know, we haven't talked, uh, really talked about that at all. We haven't talked uh, one bit at all about uh, the new conference we're going into. We'll save that uh, for after afterwards and in the off season but uh, I think the guys just you know I don't know it, they just kind of want to be focused on the task at hand and they just really want to you know play each play I know it sounds like a coach here but uh, I think they're more focused on what happens between the lines and when the whistle blows and the ball's kicked and in that instead of all the the political stuff that surrounds it. Does so that make it easier that you're playing a, a rival in the GPAC and Hastings for this final game? Well, I think so. It makes a lot more fun, you know, whether it be, you know, one of the Nebraska schools, Concordia, Midland, whoever. But, yeah, it does make it fun, and it, it's been a great uh, – tradition a great rivalry what is this 102nd game i think between the two schools so kind of hate to see that put on hold but hopefully we'll somewhere down the road be able to uh, renew these games you're, you're a team that's not really cashing in uh, you had a big win last week over northwestern uh, the first one i think over the red raiders since 1999 so your young team not cashing in the chips so to speak no not at all uh, that's the first home one we actually beat them uh, two years ago over there and uh, felt like we should have beat them a year ago here we really kind of think this should be three in a row on them, but uh, no, they certainly haven't, and that's why I said we're seeing the progress each week uh, with the guys, and uh, you know, I think teams maybe with lesser character could have, you know, just you know, put it away after maybe the Dome game, you know, and just, you know, call it a, call it a season, but no, I, I like the, what our guys are doing and the spirit they're showing. You guys trailed 38-22 at halftime of the ball game last week and then outscored uh, Northwestern 22 to nothing in the second half. What was the key there? Well, um, actually, we were down by 26 at one point in the second quarter, 38-12, and I'm thinking this is, <laughs> this is not looking good at all, and then went 32 uh, unanswered on them, you know. And um, I don't know, guys, just, we started playing Wesleyan football. Uh, we just hadn't really seen that out of our, our defense in particular all year, you know, you've been around long enough. You, you know, we've played pretty good defense. And, you know, to shut a team out like that in our league is pretty good in the second half. And uh, I don't know things. I think we just kind of matured Saturday. And 
and hopefully that maturation will continue today. You did it with a backup quarterback, too, and uh, Tyler Smith, who completed 12 of 21 passes for 205 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Talk about uh, Tyler Smith as a quarterback. We'll see him today. Yeah, Tyler had a really nice uh, really nice game for us, come off the bench, and that's a tough position. Hadn't really played all year. I think quarterback's kind of one of those positions. You pick one guy and you stick with it. And coming out of camp, he and, and Ben Green were, were neck and neck, and it really kind of came down to the last week of practice to uh, kind of decide who we were going to start and we went with Ben and so Tyler hasn't seen much action but we knew he was capable and and gosh he's a a cool customer man he came in and uh, uh, you know a lot of guys you know down by 26 a lot of guys maybe a panic but he uh, hung in there and his uh, teammates respect him and and just did a fine job for us. Right how's these two guys uh, differ Ben Green has been your starter all season long we'll see uh, Tyler Smith here today how do they differ as as far as a quarterback is concerned? Um, Ben's more of a runner uh, has a little stronger arm, uh, where Tyler's uh, a little bit more of a, a scrambler. He's not really a runner, but he's just a scrambler guy. Um, not as big arm that, that Ben has, though he threw some great deep balls. Uh, a little bit more accurate in the short to medium passing game. Uh, Personality-wise, they're as different as night and day there. You know, Ben's a little bit more vocal guy, gets excited. You know, Tyler sometimes, you know, you kind of want to put a mirror under his nose and make sure he's still breathing there. You know, he's kind of the type of guy you like there at quarterback, just nothing rattles him. You know, he's pretty unflappable. So they're um, very, very different, but in a lot of ways alike, you know, ability-wise. Let's talk about uh, the offense here. You're toward the bottom of the, the list as far as uh, offensive statistics are concerned. What's been going on on the offensive side of the ball this year? Uh, I think a lot of it is uh, – Again, breaking in a new quarterback and finding out what he does best with the people around him. Um, so that that was a part of it. Um, we're playing quite a few freshmen. We play four or five freshmen on offense. So, again, just kind of that maturation and learning how to play college in that and college football. But I think, you know, the last two, three games, uh, we've played pretty well on that side of the ball. So hopefully we'll continue that here uh, this afternoon. A couple of wide receivers that are getting uh, most of the call for you guys, Ryan Larson and uh, Ryan Schneider. That's uh, the favorite targets for your, your QBs. Well, they are. You know, Ryan Larson's played a lot of football here. He's a, he's a senior, and he started uh, when he was a freshman for us and has made big play after big play for us and had a couple uh, just you know awesome catches last week. And, uh, Ryan Snyder's a junior, and again, he's a guy too that's kind of played since he is a freshman uh, as well. But uh, you know, he comes up with those those big plays too. Neither one are you know real speed burner guys, but they have tremendous hands. And uh, you know, if I was a quarterback, I'd throw it to him too. These guys are going to catch the ball and then go up and get it. Defensive side of the ball, Brandon McGill is a guy who's uh, leading you guys as far as uh, tackling is concerned. He's got 90 stops so far this year. Talk about him and uh, some of the things you're trying to get done on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, Brandon's really been a remarkable young man. You know, he, he came here really kind of unheralded out of Waverly. He's just worked tremendously hard spent a couple years on the scout team and just kind of worked himself into a starting position by halfway through last year and uh you know he just gets by with um, just desire you know he's not again the most talented physical gifted guy on the team but just so much desire and i think our team kind of feeds off that effort and that type of thing and it kind of showed last week and uh so if we can play wesleyan defense you know just be physical run to the ball uh, be sure tacklers, uh, I think we'll be in good shape. 
Okay, we'll come back and talk about the matchup with Hastings College as our scouting report continues after this. Keith's Drive-In Drug and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy always give you the fast, friendly service you've come to expect over the years. From prescription drugs to over-the-counter medications, trust Keith's Drive-In Drug at 5th and Hastings and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy in Hastings Medical Park. Insurance plus financial services means more than insurance. They have a full line of investments plus life, health, and long-term care. Also offering both bookkeeping and tax preparation services in Fairfield and 715 South Burlington in Hastings. Back with Nebraska Wesleyan head coach Brian Keller. It's Nebraska Wesleyan and Hastings here this afternoon in Lincoln. This uh, rivalry with Hastings has, has been pretty good, and it's too bad it's coming on end, at least for the foreseeable future, but uh, a good matchup, I think, this afternoon. Well, I think you're exactly right. I mean, it's one of those games. Uh, I always kind of appreciate it when this game's the last one of the year because I know it's going to be really physical, and I think it would be hard for our team to come back uh, the next week and perform well. And, and uh, you know, and part of that, too, is, shoot, everybody knows everybody. You know, a lot of the guys were teammates in high school or best friends, uh, Tony and I recruit the same guys, you know, the same type of, uh, you know, same type of student athlete that goes to Hastings, comes to Wesleyan. And so that familiarity, being close, um, primarily Nebraska kids, um, it's a lot of fun. Is this a game you're going to miss when you would move up to the next level? Oh, absolutely. You know, I'm going to miss all those, you know, Nebraska teams and playing those games. And especially, uh, you know, if we're coming back on a four-hour bus ride and, and going, geez, I wish I'd be coming back from 30 minutes from Concordia. But, uh uh, anyway, uh, yeah, we're going to miss playing the Hastings and uh, the Dones and the Midlands Concordias, but uh, that's the way it goes, and I'm sure we'll establish some new rivalries over in the new conference. Coach, as you take a look at Hastings College, what impresses you most about the, their team? Well, I think they're, they're kind of mirror of us, too, as you mentioned earlier. I think their offense is just gaining a lot of momentum here as the season's kind of long. You know, they have a, a new quarterback as well, a young guy that I think is playing extremely well, and uh, he poses a lot of problems for you, and and I think one thing that really gets underlooked is their defensive line. I know statistics say one thing, but uh, you can't put a lot in those sometimes. And I think their front four guys, uh, and really they play about six, seven guys, are really good. And uh, you just don't see that. But uh, I think, you know, there's no star in that group. But I think it's a very tough group to run against and protect against. Talk about the Hastings College offense, first of all. Uh, how, do you, how do you stop that offense with our with our new quarterback in Cruz, San Diego? Well, <laughs> I'm not sure yet, and hopefully our defensive coaches have a good idea. But, uh, you know, you got to stop the run first. And, again, that sounds like a football coach, but it really is true. If you can uh, force any team to be one-dimensional and you got to stop that run first, if we can do that and then uh, kind of pin your ears back and get a team to throw, then you have a chance. But uh, stopping the running game is going to be a big challenge for us. Turning things around, uh, attacking the Hastings College defense. Some teams have got a lot of yards on this defense. You just got to play uh, Wesleyan football, huh? Well, I, I guess so. And like I said, I think those yards are misleading. I, I think they're a lot better defense than what the numbers show. And like I said, I have a lot of respect for that defensive line group and that secondary is experienced. And anytime you have – uh, you know, you're good at those two areas, the secondary and, and the front guys. Uh, then you got a chance to be pretty competitive. But you can always remember all these uh, Wesley and Hastings games, ten to seven, thirteen to ten, <laughs> and things like that. Is yeah. that the type of games uh, you expect here this afternoon? Oh, I, I've been coaching way too long to try and predict games. <laughs> I know I'm always going to be wrong on that. So who knows? Who would have thought? You know, Northwestern Wesleyan last week was going to end up forty-four thirty-eight. So I don't know. 
uh, what it's going to be. But you're exactly right. No matter what the final score is going to be, I know it's going to be probably within a touchdown. Well, what are you telling your team? Uh, what are the keys to this football game today? Well, I, I think you know, we've got to, on defense, we've got to be good tacklers. We've got to have our eyes up. and We've got to be sure tacklers and uh, do those things, which we haven't done on a consistent basis all year. And offensively, just kind of keep the momentum uh, from the last two, three games and keep that momentum going because we have moved the ball well and have scored some points here in the latter half of the season. All right, good luck this afternoon, and uh, we appreciate all the help the past several years here at the radio station, and uh, good luck in uh, your new conference. Well, thank you very much. I've enjoyed it, and uh, again, uh, I'm going to miss these relationships, um, but uh, I'm sure we'll see each other again down the road. All right, Brian Keller, the head coach for uh, Nebraska Wesleyan. Stick around. Hastings College football is next. Hastings and Nebraska Wesleyan on 1230 KHAS. You've been listening to the Scouting Report. Stay tuned. Bronco play-by-play is straight ahead on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports. 1230 KHAS. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. November 1977. There was no internet, no smartphones, nor Kardashians on TV. But there was the opening of Bruce Furniture. It's been an honor and privilege to serve you all these years. This is Doug Bruce. And to say thanks, prices have been reduced on every item in our stores. Plus, special credit terms and, of course, free delivery. Bruce Furniture, Kearney, Holdridge Alliance, and Hastings. For 38 years, every style, every budget, just right for you. Hastings College Football is brought to you by the KHAS Sports Boosters. Local businesses supporting local youth and local athletes. And good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Hastings College Football here today on 1230 KHAS. We're at Wary Field, Abel Stadium in Lincoln, Nebraska here this afternoon as Hastings College gets set to close out the 2015 regular season here this afternoon against the Prairie Wolves of Nebraska Wesleyan. Both of these teams uh, coming in a record of four wins and five losses on the season. They are three and five in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Both teams coming off of wins a week ago. Hastings knocking off Dort by a score of 62 to 31. Nebraska Wesleyan picking up an upset win over Northwestern 44 to 38. So the uh, season finale here this afternoon. Uh, more finality than that. We've got uh, Nebraska Wesleyan playing their final. Uh, game as a member of the Great Plains Athletic Conference here this afternoon and the final game against a Hastings College here for the very foreseeable future and a long-standing rivalry. This is the 102nd meeting between these two teams. Hastings holding a slight 49-45-7 to to advantage over the Prairie Wolves, but it will come to an end here today as Hastings battles the uh, Prairie Wolves here this afternoon in Lincoln. I'm Mike Will. I'll call the play-by-play for you today. Jimmy Purcell joins me alongside. And, Jimmy, uh, a lot of uh, finality with the, the football game here this afternoon. I think you're going to see two teams that are going to be charged up uh, looking to at least get to the 500 mark and salvage something out of this uh, 2015 season here today. Well, exactly. And uh, we know what Hastings has gone through this season. They've had some uh, some tough losses this year, as well as Nebraska Wesleyan. Both have uh, mirrored records on the season, would put them at 500 uh, for the season with a, a win here today. 
But again, looking through Nebraska Wesleyan's roster, you know, they lose to teams like Briarcliff. They get 86 hung on them by Morningside, which Morningside uh, is, uh, again, we know a tremendous team. They've got a battle themselves in uh, Sioux Center or Sioux City today. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But again, Nebraska Wesleyan's kind of had an up and down year like Hastings College has. And then you, you listen to the, the coaches show with uh, Brian Keller. They recruit the same players. It is, it's just almost like two identical teams. When these two teams get together, it's always a physical battle. It's a fun battle because it's a lot of teammates that are playing against each other and guys that have been on all-star squads. They know each other from the high schools down the road when they were being recruited. It's always a great ball game. And the things that I remember about the uh, the two teams playing is how close the games have been. I remember a hook and ladder back at uh, Lloyd Wilson Field where Nebraska Wesleyan won last play of the game. There's been some uh, trickery throughout the uh, series in this uh, in the last several years. So just a, a lot of the unknowns between these two teams when it comes in, you kind of expect anything, and that's what Tony told you earlier in the week. You just really got to prepare for anything when you're playing against uh, Nebraska Wesleyan and Brian Keller. They're liable to, to pull anything uh, out of the hat today. You mentioned that how close these games have been. Six out of the last seven games have come down to a touchdown or less. So uh, whoever wins this game going to have to play 60 minutes here this afternoon to complete football game. Well, they really will. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's the, the old uh, verbiage. It's going to come down to special teams, turnovers, and uh, whoever can make the big play. Uh, is going to be very important in this ball game. Uh, you talk about Nebraska Wesley and their quarterback, uh, Ben Green, went down with a, a knee injury last week, so they put a, a sophomore in there, Tyler Smith from Centennial High School, just a sophomore. Not as big a quarterback as what Ben Green was, but uh, did very well last week. They come back to upset number 22 uh, Northwestern last week here at the, this same field. So uh, a good comeback victory. I heard they what they trailed by 30-plus points late in that ball game, and they were able to rally to get a victory. So we know off offensively Hi, this is Stephanie Creechwill, the Executive Director of ASAP for Adams, Clay, Knuckles, and Webster Counties. ASAP stands for Area Substance and Alcohol Abuse Prevention and is a nonprofit organization. ASAP partners with local agencies and schools to help change attitudes and raise awareness about the dangers of alcohol and substance abuse. We provide information, education, and support to the recovery community. If you would like more information about the services ASAP provides, please contact us at 463-0524 or log on to asap-ne.org. Stop at Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. See Great Plains Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram for all your new and used vehicle needs. Stop in and test drive one of the new amazing vehicles we have in stock. 
Take advantage of the tremendous deals we have to offer, from the most awarded Jeeps to the great fuel mileage of the all-new EcoDiesel. Check us out online at GreatPlainsChryslerDodge.com, where the service is great and the deals are even better. Great Plains Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, North Highway 281, Hastings. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, we're here to make insurance simple through all stages of life. Knowing your loved ones will be taken care of can give you peace of mind, and you can count on your local Farm Bureau agent to help determine the amount of life insurance that's right for you. You already trust us to help protect your valuables. Now trust us to help protect what you value most, your loved ones. Call Marty DeMuth in Hastings today to see how we make insurance simple. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company, securities and services offered through FBL Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. 1230 KHAS. All right, Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at Abel Stadium, Weary Field in uh, Lincoln. It might be a little weary here this afternoon. There's uh, the technical problems and the internet problems we have already in the booth. We haven't even kicked the thing off yet. This could be a. Is this Friday the 13th no, all over that, again? Or? No, that was yesterday, but uh, the bugaboos already. We talk about the unknowns between what uh, both teams are going to put on the field today. We've got unknowns up here in the press box. Hopefully we can uh, we can keep keep the uh, keep things going here. I, I thought it liked coming to this place, but all of a sudden uh, I'm not quite so well, sure. Well, they're giving us a good send-off. Again, yeah. this will be the last time these two teams play for the foreseeable future, and uh, we've already been uh, – we haven't got any parting gifts yet. We've been we've been waiting them for the uh, from the Wesleyan staff, but maybe they'll come here at halftime. All right, your starting lineups today brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings, locally owned, locally managed, with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. No changes whatsoever for Hastings College to go with the exact same uh, starters as we had last week against Dort. That means a Cruz Samaniego, the freshman out of San uh, San, uh, San Diego, will get to start at quarterback today. For Hastings, Glenn Wallace will be the starter at H-back with Darvante Knight getting the start at running back today for Hastings. Your tight end going to be Kaleo Buckman, a junior from Greenwood Village, Colorado. Your Z-wide receiver is going to be Austin Curley, the senior out of Ron Rock, Texas. Noah House gets the start at the X-wide receiver, the product out of Lincoln, the transfer from Nebraska Kearney. Sam Morris will get your start at center today, a big 265-pound sophomore out of North Platte. The left guard will be Stephen Dunham, the senior out of Oklahoma City. Mark Nellis, the uh, junior out of Millard West, will get the start at right guard today for Hastings. Perot Myloy, the uh, freshman out of Honolulu, gets the start at right tackle today. And the left tackle will be Bo Bruning, the senior out of Aurora, Colorado. Right now, the playing of the National Anthem as we get set for football action here today on 1230 KHAS. We give the starters offensively for Hastings. There's what the Bronco defense is going to look like today. Across the front, Taylor Mendenhall, the junior out of Millard South. Justin Stagmeyer, the sophomore out of Arapaho. 
You've got Leo Waiio, the defensive tackle, the junior out of Parker, Colorado. And then Casey Balafua, the senior from Lincoln North Star at defensive end. Your linebackers today for Hastings are going to be Jared McDermott, also Kelly McBride, and Dustin Nolly. In the defensive secondary for Hastings, Alex Gilden, Jacob Tarr, Wesley Jardim, and Josh Johnson. For the uh, Prairie Wolves of Nebraska Wesleyan, they will go with a quarterback of uh, Tyler Smith in for Ben Green, who was injured last week against the Northwestern. So Tyler Smith getting his first start here today for Nebraska Wesleyan, a sophomore out of Centennial, Colorado. Brayton Theus will be one of your running backs. He's a sophomore out of Littleton, Colorado. And uh, Joel Weedle will get the start at uh, running back today for the uh, Prairie Wolves. He's a, a junior from Archbishop Bergen. Your uh, tight end is going to be Trevor McEwen. He's a freshman out of Norfolk. Ryan Larson will be your split end, a senior from Elkhorn South. And then Ryan Schneider, a junior from Sorosco, Nebraska, will be the uh, flanker today. The offensive line here for Nebraska Wesleyan, Nick Smith, will be at center, a senior from Springfield, Nebraska. Jacob LaMarche, a freshman out of Ralston, will get the start at right guard. The left guard will be Andrew Blocker, a, a senior from Omaha Gross. Garrett McCarthy will get the start at right tackle today, a junior out of Norfolk. And Jack McAravey will get the start at the left tackle today for Nebraska Wesleyan. He's a big old boy at six foot seven, 315 pounds, and a senior out of Sydney, Nebraska. Finally, Nebraska Wesleyan on defense here this afternoon. They will go with uh, three down linemen. It'll be Trevor Holen, Tyler Sorensen, and Max Lawrence. Lawrence, of course, the product out of Donovan Trumbull. The uh, linebackers today, they'll have four of them. Jacob Van Lu, also Brandon McGill. He's their leading tackler with 90 stops coming in here this afternoon. Russell Baird will get the started linebacker as well as Hunter Han. But in the defensive secondary, you've got Drew Agna at cornerback. The other corner will be Andy Thabornod. He's a junior out of Ralston. West Betcher will be your safety today as a senior out of Lakewood, Colorado. And the other safety will be Grand Island Central Catholic product Riley Shoemaker. He's a six foot two hundred and two hundred and ten pounds, six foot two. He's a senior from GICC. So your starting lineups today brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. Other games going on in the conference today, of course, uh, what we'll be watching all afternoon long is basically the, the conference championship game here today. It'll be Doan playing at uh, Morningside. That one will kick off here in just a couple of minutes at 1. The other 1 o'clock games, Briar Cliff at Concordia, Midland at Northwestern, Dakota Wesleyan playing in Sioux Center against Dords. Hastings College finishing off here this afternoon against Nebraska Wesleyan. Of course, uh, Doan and Morningside, the two undefeated teams in the conference at eight wins and no losses in the conference. And you've got Dakota Wesleyan in there at 6-2. and two. Concordia and Northwestern at 4-4. Four and four. Hastings and Northwestern, uh, rather uh, Nebraska Wesleyan sitting in there at 3-5. and five. Byron Cliff is at 2-6 and six, and Dort and Midland bringing up the rear. They're tied at one win, seven losses on the season in this final day. The uh, 2015 regular season here this afternoon, like Jimmy said, it was a, it's going to be a great day weather-wise and uh, almost a picture-perfect day here today in Lincoln for this uh, final ball game between two very storied programs here in Hastings and Nebraska Wesleyan. Well, it really is a, just a Chamber of Commerce day, and you look down in front of us, all the, the bleachers, uh, the, the stadium is just right here down below us. There is nothing on the, the far side of the field other than, what, about 33rd Street or something like that. I 
we get lost every time we come we, here. So we, we have a hard we have a hard time getting here each and every time we have had to come to this field. It's not like we got to act like we we've been here before. But anyway, a great crowd on hand. A lot of people from uh, Hastings College have made their trip here again. A lot of kids uh, from Lincoln play on the Bronco team, so it's a uh, very close quarters and and uh, going to be a, a nice scenario here for a final game between a couple of good storied programs. Again, uh, Nebraska Wesleyan will be moving up to do a Division Three into the Iowa Intercollegiate Athletic Conference. And uh, that'll be a, a big change for them. And don't see any foreseeable future plans that we would uh, be playing Nebraska Wesleyan. Harley Myers and Shaka Taylor dropping back deep there for uh, Nebraska Wesleyan. Hastings going to kick off. Hastings will be moving from our right to our left here in the first quarter of play. As we got to let the, the timer one run down here in the end zone, and we'll get sent to go. Yeah, just under 10 seconds yeah, now. They just, they just can't hit the reset button here for some reason. <laughs> We're going to have to let her wind all the way down, and we'll get set to go for football action here this afternoon. We'll get to see replays, though, here with this uh, big video board they have here at Nebraska Wesley, and they put that up a few years ago, and really a nice addition. We get to see uh, the replays like the officials get to in the college and pro ranks. We'll see if we're, we're nasty today or not, huh? Well, we, we yeah. had some energetic officials last night in our high school game. They... Had a tendency to throw a lot. As Hastings College did, they did not win the toss. They will uh, have to kick off here to be Nikki G into the football, and we're underway in Lincoln. All right, Hastings dressed in their all-white uniforms again this afternoon. Myers watches that one go sailing over his head into the end zone for a touchback. So Hastings in their all-white uniforms with their uh, white football helmets here this afternoon, and their uh, crimson numbers. Nebraska Wesleyan going to be dressed in their uh, brown jerseys, their gold trim, and their white football pants here this afternoon. What are they trying to do to us here at Lincoln today? We were told that Riley Shoemaker was going to be in number 37. Now they've just handed me a note that says he's back in number 33. Did he find his jersey or what? <laughs> I don't know what happened. It's uh, Nebraska Wesleyan's first play of the ball game here from the uh, 25-yard line. They're going to hand the ball away and get uh, just a couple of yards as they bring the ball out here to about the uh, 28-yard line. Nebraska Wesleyan, they are toward the bottom of the stack as far as offense is concerned. They're 10th in the league in scoring offense, averaging 20 points per ball game. They're 10th in the league or last at total offense at 307 yards per game. Rushing offense, they are 7th, averaging 114 yards per game, and they're 8th in the conference in passing at 193. Tyler Smith is a quarterback here for Nebraska Wesleyan. It is second down and seven yards to go. Smith has got the ball, play action pass, wants to throw it, tosses out here, caught, 32-yard line, 35-40, out to the 47-yard line. They get the ball there to uh, Trevor McEwen, the old big old tight end. They're the freshman out of Norfolk. He picks up the first down and more. They just swing it out there. And that's what Tyler Smith, uh, what he did last week against Northwestern. He just kind of nickel and dimed the uh, defense to death there and uh, came up with a big ball game. And Tyler Smith gets a pass completion here to his tight end to start the ball game. McEwen, a big target, started on the right side, just run across the formation and hit him in stride, picks up 16 yards on that play. All right, here's uh, Smith under center this time as he looks over the Hastings defense. Backs in the I formation. There's a handoff spinning away, 50-yard line to the Bronco, 49. Carrying the ball there was uh, Joe Weedle. He's their uh, leading ball carrier, 327 yards coming in here, 80 carries. Averages 4.1 yards per rush. He scored three touchdowns for Nebraska Wesleyan. Second down here, that was a pickup of three yards in the play for uh, Joel Weedle. And Nebraska Wesleyan has got the ball right at the, uh, well, right inside the 50-yard line. In between the 49 of Hastings and the 50-yard line, the first offensive possession of the ball game for Nebraska Wesleyan just underway here today in Lincoln. 
Tyler Smith waiting for the snap. He's got it. Play action pass. Throws it again far side. It's going to be caught over there at the 45-yard line and then ridden out of bounds. The reception is made over there for Nebraska Westland, and the catch is made by Corey Jones. Corey Jones makes the uh, catch there, and that's all we needed. <laughs> they get into our Jones routine here early in the first quarter. In no, relation to Tom? Or Smarty. Smarty Jones. Remember the horse? Third down here for Nebraska Wesleyan. They've got the ball at the Hastings College 46-yard line. Now they line up with uh, additional, look at all the offensive linemen. No wideouts here. Backs are stacked up in the I formation. Handoff again straight ahead across the 45. A first down and more. Breaks outside 40, 35, 30 down the sideline, 25, and ridden out of bounds. So they go with their power formation there as they hand the ball away. And carrying the ball there for Nebraska Wesleyan is going to be Shaka Taylor. They had all the offensive linemen and some big old boys up there, Jimmy, with the back stacked up in the I formation. No wide out, some extra linemen. And the Broncos crossed up a little bit. That's Shaka Taylor takes the ball down to the 20-yard line. And Wesley on the move here on their first offensive possession. Second first down of this drive, and they get it deep into Hastings College territory, nearing the red zone. That was a 25-yard run by Taylor. Sloppy tackling by the Bronco D. All right, here's uh, Wesleyan right at the red zone at the 20-yard line of Hastings. Handoff again. Weedle slips a tackler, 15. He's at the 10-yard line, just bowling over people all the way down to the 7-yard line. A nice run there by Joel Weedle. He ran over a couple of Bronco would-be tacklers there, picks up the first down and more as they move the ball down to the Hastings College 7-yard line. Well, it has been Taylor and Weedle primarily on this drive. They're just busting tackles. That's poor tackling by the Bronco defense. There was three broken tackles off the right side there. And uh, Weedle was able to take it down to 13-yard gain down inside the 10-yard line. Here's a quick pitch now to Weedle, sweeping left side. He brings it inside to five, and he just takes it into the end zone for the touchdown. Again, very poor tackling. Hastings had him wrapped up there inside the five-yard line. Weedle sheds a couple of tacklers and dances into the end zone for the score. Very impressively, Nebraska Wesleyan takes the ball right down the field and stuffs it in the end zone. Seven plays is all it took Nebraska Wesleyan. Two passing plays, five rushing plays, some very poor tackling by the Bronco defense, and Weedle takes it in from seven yards out. First points of the afternoon very early in this game, 11-41 left to go here in the first and the PAT pending. All right, so it's a 6 to nothing ball game. Here comes the uh, point after now for Nebraska Wesleyan. It goes sailing to the uprights. It is good. So Nebraska Wesleyan scores on the first opportunity here this afternoon. Nebraska Wesleyan has got the lead. It's a Nebraska Wesleyan 7, Hastings College nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, New View Real Estate is the perfect solution. Listen to one of their satisfied customers. We just purchased our new home from New View Real Estate in Hastings, and I am so glad that we did. Ann, Dana, and Connie were amazing to work with, and I would recommend these ladies to anyone looking to buy or sell a home. They are reliable and professional and are just wonderful to work with. Hi, this is Ann Halbert with New View Real Estate in Hastings. If we can be of any service to you too, please give us a call at 462-9111. We're located at 1239 North Burlington, and we look forward to meeting you soon. 1230 KHAS. Well, Nebraska Wesley made it look easy on the opening possession here today. They just get the opening kickoff, and they go... Right into the end zone, a seven-play, 75-yard drive, and Wesleyan has got a 7 to nothing lead 
over at Hastings, and not a very good start there for the Bronco defense today. No, that was a textbook start for Brian Keller's offense. That uh, was perfect. Again, five plays, 51 yards, and the uh, the rest of it, two plays, two of two passing for Tyler Smith, the sophomore, coming in after the injured Ben Green goes down last week, guides the offense down there, and Wesleyan holds a 7 nothing lead, 11-41 left to go. The Broncos will get the uh, kickoff, and... Uh, they're into the ball. All right, Kramer wrapped into the football now as he sends it to the far sideline. It bounces and it goes out of bounds. Hastings will get good field position. We'll see what the Bronco offense can do here today. Came off their much uh, improved performance last week against Dort. Their best performance of the season last week against the Dort defenders as Hastings racked up a bunch of yards in that ball game. In fact, Hastings had 633 yards of a total offense in the ball game against the defenders a week ago. Their best day rushing the football as well, 296 yards against the defenders. It'll take that type of opportunity here today against the Nebraska Wesley and that type of performance to uh, stay in this football game today, especially since we're trailing already 7 to nothing. Hastings comes out to the first offensive play here. They'll go four wide out. Samaniego wants to throw, stands in a pocket. He's being pressured, rolls to his left side. He's going to run 35-40. Samaniego, 45, comes down to the 50-yard line, tackled from behind there by Nebraska Wesleyan downfield was a Max Lawrence. Lawrence, a defensive lineman, a six foot three, two hundred and forty five pound senior out of Donovan Trumbull. He brings down the quarterback Simon Diego, but now before Cruz picks up a first down here for Hastings, they've got the ball at the forty eight yard line. That's the Hastings forty eight. Wide receivers again, left and right. In fact, a trio of wide receivers split out to the right side of the formation for Simon Diego. Looking over the defense of Nebraska Wesleyan, he's got the ball, cocks the arm, throws it. It's going to be caught here and then dropped by Noah House. Noah had the ball at the 46-yard line of Nebraska Wesleyan. Back there in coverage was Drew Agna, the senior out of Parker, Colorado, the cornerback here on this right side for Nebraska Wesleyan. Slam pattern there by Hausch, and Samaniego hits him right in the chest, but again, coverage was very tight there on Noah. Falls incomplete. Bring up a second down and 10. Yeah, from the 48-yard line of Hastings, here's the first running play now. It's going to be Darvante Knight, and Darvante takes it up inside where he's crushed. Ridden back here to the 48-yard line. Delvante Knight is a tackle on the play there. Tackle is made by Russell Beard, the outside linebacker for the Prairie Wolves. Going to give Hastings good forward progress there. They give him four-yard gain there. going to be just across midfield, so a good spot there for Hastings College into Wesleyan territory for the first time. At the 48-yard line, Samaniego rolls right, throws. It's going to be caught right there on the sideline. That's going to be a first down. Down there at the 33-yard line, the catch is made over there by Austin Curley. Oh, sticky fingers. Pulls it in there for a Hastings College. And a first down, San Diego right on the money there. Austin brings her in on the far sideline. First down, Hastings. They've got the ball down here at the 34-yard line officially of Nebraska Wesleyan. In the first quarter, 10 minutes and 14 seconds to play. Wesleyan with a the lead. There's a pass that can be grabbed there by Darvante Knight, but he's going to be tackled on the play. So a short pickup there of a couple of yards. Darvante Knight grabbing the ball there. Tackle is made in there again by Russell Beard for Nebraska Wesleyan. We'll give him uh, one yard in the play. A completed pass for one yard as they move it from the 34 to the 33-yard line. Second down and nine yards to go for Hastings. Seven to nothing to score. Nebraska Wesleyan out on top of the Broncos. Here's Simon Diego. Stands in the pocket. Throws it again far side. It's going to be caught there by Schamberger, and he's going to be knocked out of bounds. Rasheed Schamberger comes into the ball game, and he's knocked out of bounds down there at about the 18-yard line. Again, Russell Beard. Right in the area there for uh, Nebraska Wesleyan, but another first down here for Hastings College. They have moved the ball right downfield. They've got the ball now at the Wesleyan 18-yard line. 
Three wide receivers split out to the left side of the formation. Handoff again. That's going to be Darvante Knight sliding through their 15 down to the 10-yard line. So Darvante Knight taking the ball down to the 10. And on the stop there is going to be Brandon McGill. He's their leading tackler in the season. He's got 90 stops coming in here. So the Broncos going with a much quicker pace now. They're not huddling against this uh, Nebraska Wesleyan defense. Second down and about three yards to go. Down here at the uh, 10-yard line, here's a Darvante Knight slides through there. Five-yard line, he's into the end zone, touchdown. Deja vu there. Both teams scoring in their opening possession of the ball game. That was very impressively there by Hastings, and we could be heading for a shootout here this afternoon. Yeah, eight plays. Perfect passing by uh, Samaniego. 34 yards on four pass attempts. They rushed it four times for 35 yards, and a good job there by the offensive line. They got uh, Knight a good little seam off the right side and a bit of nifty running, and he gets it in from 10 yards out. All right, here comes the extra point now by Nikki G. Ball is down. The kick is off, and the kick goes splitting the uprights. It is good. So Hastings counters the seven-play, 75-yard drive with an eight-play drive of their own for Hastings College. Davante Knight taking it in from 10 yards out. We're tied up now. Nine minutes and one second to play here in the first quarter. It's Hastings 7 at Nebraska Wesleyan 7. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. Keep your vehicle in top running condition. Rely on the trained professional mechanics at Halloran Automotive. They'll have your car, truck, or van ready for changing driving conditions. Safe driving starts with a stop at Halloran Automotive, 2001 West 2nd Street in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Mike, well, Jimmy Purcell back here at uh, Worry Field. Abel Stadium in Lincoln here this afternoon. Hastings College and Nebraska Wesleyan, the final game of the 2015 season here this afternoon. So a couple of scoring uh, series right off the bat here. Both teams taking the ball right down the field and stuffing it in the end zone. Yeah, we're uh, we're not accustomed to quick scores between these two teams. Uh, we've seen some 10-7, 14-10, 13-14 games. It's been very close, but a couple of impressive drives. As the kickoff goes a couple of yards deep in the end zone. They're going to run it out. This is going to be Myers. He's got a seam there, 15. He brings the ball to the 20-yard line. And that's where uh, they're going to start at the uh, 20-yard line. We talk about the impressive drives. It just took Nebraska Wesleyan seven plays for their scoring drive. We look at Hastings College, eight plays on their scoring drive. So very efficient uh, offensive outputs for both teams. And the penalty is going to go against Nebraska Wesleyan, I believe. All right, so we got the uh, penalty flag down. We'll see what happens here. They're gonna, looks like they're going to put the flag down at the 10-yard line. This one looks like it's going to uh, come back. It's going to be a holding call, a holding call in Nebraska Wesleyan. So that'll back things up here. So Wesleyan's going to be deep in their own territory back here at their own uh, five or six-yard line. So now we'll see what the Bronco defense can do. Again, Wesleyan took the ball right downfield in her opening possession here today. Had no problem with the... The Bronco defense will see if they made some adjustments here. While they were sitting on the sidelines watching their offense take the ball into the end zone. This is uh, Tyler Smith back in there at quarterback for uh, Wesleyan. He's going to run the play straight ahead. The fullback comes bust through there for about uh, one or two yards, and that's all she wrote. They've got a plethora of running backs we're going to see in the ball game here today for Nebraska Wesleyan. That was Austin Russ Camp running the ball there, so he's like the fourth guy that's already been in this ball game and running back for Wesleyan. We're going to see a bunch of them. Brian Keller likes to shuffle a lot of men. 
Go back to that one formation we've seen down here on the touchdown run. They're not afraid to bring eight offensive linemen in. We're going to see a bunch of different fronts here for Wesleyan offensively. Well, it's going to be second down and about eight yards to go. Play action pass. Smith wants to throw it. It's intercepted. Intercepted by Josh Johnson. He's at the 10, five-yard line. He dies for the end zone. The ball comes loose, and now we got a penalty flag down as well. No indication yet for a, a possible touchdown. Johnson intercepts the ball at about the 15-yard line, runs it toward the goal line. He stretches out there right at the goal to get it in the end zone. And let's see. The ball came loose. Hastings recovered there. We're going to have a personal foul roughing the passer on Hastings. Wow. There's a touchdown taken off of the board. Josh Johnson got the interception for Hastings and took it into the end zone. But the Broncos flagged for roughing the passer. They take the points off of the board and a 15-yard penalty on Hastings. Tony not happy. He was all the way out to the numbers there as he was uh, asking for an explanation on that. But the pass attempt went to uh, Bryce Darner as uh, Tyler Smith tried to jam it in. Josh Johnson did a great job just looking at Smith's eyes, jumped the pass route, and then he got it into the end zone. But unfortunately, a uh, roughing the passer call, I think that was on Justin Stagmire. All right, so Westlane will maintain control. Here's a, a, a quick pitch going to the left side and nothing but white shirts out there this time. That's Shackett Taylor, and look at the white shirts to bring him down. Broncos had that one uh, smelled out pretty well as a Taylor is knocked down in the play. Tackle was made in there by Hastings, and making the stop, Nathan Howell was the first guy to get to him, the linebacker in there now for the Broncos. No gain in the play, second down and eight yards to go. The line of scrimmage is sitting at the 24-yard line. That's the Wesleyan 24. We're in the first quarter with seven minutes and 40 seconds to play. Seven to seven is the score between Hastings and Nebraska Wesleyan. So it's going to be uh, Tyler Smith now in the the uh, shotgun set. Wide receivers all over the place. Smith wants to throw, throws it across the middle. It's going to be caught there at the 30, 35, out to the 36-yard line. The reception is made again by Corey Jones, the slot back receiver there from uh, Lincoln Northeast High School. He grabs the ball, picks up a first down for Nebraska Wesleyan out here at the 36-yard line. First down number four for Nebraska Wesleyan, and they uh, once had their backs to their own goal line and with the roughing the passer call and then the first down pass there. That was good for 11 yards to Jones. Brings the football all the way out the 36-yard line. Seven minutes left to go here in the first quarter. There's a handoff. They go straight ahead. He's across the 40-yard line, 41-42, before he's finally brought down. Carrying the ball that time is Shaka Taylor. Tackle is made in there by Wesley Jardine for Hastings College. Wesley and they can line up with uh, four wides, five wides. They've got an empty backfield. We have seen uh, eight, nine guys on the line of scrimmage with uh, two guys in the backfield. They've, they've shown it all so far here in the first quarter, and that's what's made it so tough for the Hastings College defense, just kind of adjusting to the, the fronts and everything we're seeing so far. Well, and that's just it. Tony said in uh, your pregame show that they, in all the film they watched, they had so many different fronts and sets, it was just very difficult to try to prepare for them. Now they go with the three wideouts to the left side, one to the right. They want to throw the football again. Pressure by Hastings. Smith scrambles left, throws the ball. It's going to be uh, incomplete. It's going to be... Uh, Incomplete. No, they're going to say he caught it over. Nice grab for a Nebraska Wesleyan right at the 47-yard line. Grabbing the ball there is going to be a Mitch Pancost for Wesleyan. He was down around the turf, Jimmy. Cradles that baby in there. Officials on the far side right in front of the Hastings bench give him the catch in the first down. Nice catch there. First down number five, and uh, right again right in front of the Hastings bench. Not a lot of uh, problems there. So obviously a good catch there by the receiver. All right, here's a, another handoff. That's going to be uh, Shaka with the ball, and Shaka is going to be uh, stacked up here at the 46-yard line. 
Trying to take it around the right end, and he runs into nothing but a stable of Broncos to bring him down at the 46-yard line. Leading the charges there for uh, Hastings College is going to be uh, Nathan Howell again, also in there for Hastings making the stop. There's going to be Austin Bredding who's into the ball game now on the defensive line. Hastings shuffling some new guys, some fresh guys into the ball game now. It's second down and 10 yards to go. No gain on that last play there by Shaka Taylor for Nebraska Wesleyan. Tyler Smith is your quarterback. He's got wide receivers left and right now. And second down and 10. Smith with the ball backs up. Here comes the pressure. He's hitting. Down he goes. Hastings College gets the sack coming on the blitz there for the Broncos. And uh, making the stop there is going to be Nathan Howell again. So Howell comes in there. He gets the sack for the Broncos. That's going to be his first sack of the season. And sack number eight for Hastings on the season. Something we have not seen a whole lot of us. And that's uh, getting to the opposing quarterbacks here this year. Hastings as a team has got only, what, that's their eighth sack. No, that's their 15th sack of the uh, season. They're sitting in seventh place in the conference as far as sacks are concerned. That was a huge loss. Now it's second down. Actually, it should be third down. Third down and about 21 yards to go. Smith wants to throw the ball again. Here comes the pressure. They get a deflection here, and it's almost picked off on the new sound line. Hastings again getting three, four guys in right in the face of uh, Tyler Smith. They dial up the pressure on two com- back-to-back plays here. They get to the quarterback, Tyler Smith, and now Wesleyan will have to punt the football away. Good job defensively there by Hastings College and to the approval of a, a huge crowd here down in front of us of uh, Hastings College fans. But, again, uh, somebody got in there and got a hand right on that football, and the pass from Smith went to high end of the air. Fortunate for Wesleyan, it was an interception. And now we're going to see a, a punt. It'll be... Clancy back deep for Hastings. Here's a Gelb, Andrew Gelb. He's going to be the punter for Nebraska Wesleyan. End over end kick. It bounces at the 38. Takes a Wesleyan bounce down to the 30. Across the 30. Across the 25. And it's going to roll down at the 24-yard line. So a nice punt. Didn't look very well off of the, uh, the foot of Andrew Gelb. But he gets a 41-yard result on the kick. Now Hastings has got the ball back. Four minutes and four seconds to play. We're in the first quarter. Each team scoring in their opening possession here this afternoon. Now Hastings has got the ball for the second time here today. We talked about all the uh, last with the rivalry between these two teams. The seniors going out last week at home for Hastings College. Also the last coaching gig for Pat McCauley here yeah. today. Yeah, he's on the uh, sideline for the Broncos. He'll be uh, stepping down after this season. So last game for him. Here's a handoff for Hastings. That's going to be running the football there for Hastings. is going to be Anthony Cloyd. Anthony Cloyd sees him early playing time here for Hastings as he takes it off a left tackle. Moves it from the 24-yard line out here to about the 27, so a three-yard gain for Anthony Cloyd. Three wide receivers will split out to the right side of the formation now for Hastings. Tight end lined up to the left side of the formation. That's where Kaleo Buckman is at. One running back in the backfield. They fake the ball to him. Now they throw the ball out there, and it's going to be incomplete. Trying to get it to Austin Curley. Samaniego led him just a little too far, and he threw it into the Bronco bench. Incomplete pass, and his third down and seven yards to go from the 27. Cruz faked the handoff off to uh, Darvante Knight, then rolled to the far side of the field, and and uh, Cruz got a strong arm. He threw that one very hard. It was tough for Curley to try to get caught up to that football. Usually Curley will catch about anything in his area, but it was just past his outstretched hands. Ball's incomplete, going to bring up thir- third down and seven, the ball at the 27-yard line. Here's a Cruz, Samaniego, he backs up again. Here comes the pressure from Westland. He gets away. Cruz throws it to the far side. It's going to be caught there by Rashid Sandberger. First down at the 40-yard line and out of bounds. 
Nice grab there by Rashad Schamberger. He's a junior from Woodland Hills, California. He makes his 27th reception of the season here for Hastings College, and it's a big one, a first down as they bring the ball out to the 40-yard line, 13-yard pass. Schamberger now already with two catches, 31 yards in this ballgame, and that was a great job by Cruz. Got out of trouble, pocket was breaking down, he rolls the right side, hits Schamberger, and then a great job running downfield on the far side to get the football all the way to the 40. He sings that in their own territory, play-action pass. Cruz wants to throw the ball. Here comes some pressure. He throws it incomplete. Just drones it into the ground, trying to get rid of it. Max Lawrence was the guy in pursuit there for Nebraska Wesleyan, the product out of Donovan Trumbull. So an incomplete pass, second down and 10 yards to go. Cruz, since uh, taking over earlier in the season, has had a very good year for Hastings, 97 of 193 coming in here. Completion ratio of about 50.3%. He's thrown for 1,375 yards, 11 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. So taking over for Jason Gaines and winning that job. There's a fake now. Now Cruz wants to throw it. Now uh, throws it on the near side. Was he over the line of scrimmage? It's uh, no penalty flags, but there's a he, pass that was incomplete to uh, Schamberger. He was very close to going over the line of scrimmage. Yeah, there. line of scrimmage right at the 40-yard line, and he faked like he was going to run the ball. And then, uh, yeah, you can see they just showed the replay there. His toes were just almost on the line there. Very, very close. No penalty flag. So it'll bring up a third down and 10. The ball at the 40-yard line, 243 left to go here in a tie ball game, 7-7. I forgot the replay board is up there. You yeah. don't normally see that. Second down or third down now for Hastings College. We'll see if they can convert here. Cruz wants to throw the football, dances in the pocket, going to take off, a lot of room, 45, he's at the 50-yard line, comes on the near sideline, 45, he's going to be drilled into the Nebraska Wesleyan bench. Cruz Samaniego on the scramble, boy, had a lot of green, green turf in front of him. Jiminy takes off, picks up the first down and moors, he takes it into Wesleyan territory. Hastings on the move again at the Wesleyan 44-yard line. Cruz now two carries, 29 yards in the game, will give him 16 on that scamper down at the Wesleyan 44-yard line. That's the fifth first down. Samaniego having a good first quarter. Hastings in Wesleyan territory. It's a 7-7 ball game here this afternoon. Now Cruz drops the ball. He's going to go out and cover it up here. Back of the Hastings College 47. I didn't mean to jinx him. I, I, I didn't. Was he looking for that or what? Did the center think... snap it earlier or what? It just went ricocheting off of his arm back into Hastings College territory as he, he covers it up, fortunately, for Hastings. That was a huge loss, though. A big, big loss all the way back to the uh, 47-yard line of Hastings. So they huddle up now. Broncos will run up to the line of scrimmage and send two wide receivers out to the right side of the formation. One wide receiver will come to the left. That's where Noah House is at. Simon Diego with one guy in the backfield. They fake the ball to him. That's Anthony Cloyd. Simon Diego now wants to throw it. It's going to be off of the uh, shoulder pads of uh, Anthony Cloyd. I don't think he was the intended receiver. I think Cruz was just trying to dump the ball away, Jimmy, and it went ricocheting off of Anthony Cloyd's shoulder pad there in the backfield. He was actually blocking for uh, Samaniego. Yeah, Hunter Hand was the guy put the rush on. Cloyd was trying to block him, but Hand just basically bowled right over Cloyd and just to try to save face, Samaniego threw it right into uh, Anthony Cloyd so he wouldn't get the no penalty flag. So now a third and 19. Yeah, the last two plays have not been very good here for Hastings. Now Samaniego is going to hand the ball away to Cloyd on the third down and long. He's at a 50 down to the Wesleyan 46-yard line. He's going to be far short of a first down, and he sings a lot to punt. So they show promise here on this series as they get the ball into Wesleyan territory, but then the back-to-back plays there that were not very good, and he sings is forced to punt the pig away here at the 46-yard line of Nebraska Wesleyan. Dropping back deep for the Prairie Wolves is going to be Shaka Taylor. He stands here at the 10-yard line. 
Shaka Taylor waiting for the uh, ball here. He's averaging 6.3 yards per return. Bacco is going to be the punter for Hastings College as Brandon Bacco gets it away. Good high kick. And it's going to bounce at the two-yard line, but Hastings unable to get down there to uh, down the ball, so it's going to be a touchback, and Nebraska Wesleyan will have the ball once again for the third time here in the first quarter. You get a chance. Check out the shoes of Shaka Taylor. When he gets back out on there, just check them out. I, As he was back deep, I, I thought they were glistening in the sun. They are very unique, unlike I've ever seen before. Well, you picked up uh, the center last week for Dort. He had yellow shoes yeah, bright on. Yeah, right, yellow shoes on. I kept thinking there was a flag thrown in the middle of the field. It was just the, uh, the center shoes. But when Taylor gets out there, check them out. Them babies are dandies. All right, it's first down and 10 yards to go now for Nebraska Wesleyan following the touchback at the 20-yard line. Smith under center. Smith brings the ball back here. Weedle has got the ball, 25. Weedle out to the 30-yard line. So a good run there right up the pipe against the Hastings College defense. Weedle taking the ball to the 30. Tackle is made in there by Austin Roulette for Hastings College in the defensive secondary. Give him a pickup of nine yards in the play as they move it closer to the 29-yard line. Second down and a yard here for Wesleyan, working from our left to our right here in the first quarter. Wesley Jardine also in on that uh, hat come flying off, so he's got to go off the far sidelines for a play and tighten things down a little bit. All right, so Wesley on a uh, second down in one. They sent a couple of wide receivers out to the left side, one wide receiver to the right, one running back on each side of the quarterback, Tyler Smith in the backfield. They're going to hand the ball away again, and they're going to get very close to the first down stakes. They only needed about a yard in the play. Running the football there is going to be Weedle again. Joel Weedle, he's going to have enough for a first down as he inches the ball up to the 31-yard line. So a pickup of two yards on the play. First down and 10 yards to go now for Nebraska Wesleyan, and that's going to be the end of the first quarter. First quarter has come to an end here at Abel Stadium in Lincoln. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings College 7, Nebraska Wesleyan 7. Speed matters. With the kids back in school and the whole family online, keep everyone happy with wireless LTE internet from Glenwood. Research a school project on your iPad, on the home office computer, or using Wi-Fi to save minutes on your phone's data plan. It can all happen at once. Reliable speeds are available from 3 to 12 megabits. Glenwood offers local service and support with exceptional customer service. Update your internet today. Call 866-756-4746 or visit shopglenwood.net. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. Feeling like you need to go out of town for the best value on your new furniture? Why waste your time when you can shop Furniture Direct in Hastings? Furniture Direct has everyday low prices on top name brands like Ashley, Simmons, Beautyrest, and Catnapper. Plus, get more than what you expect with express delivery, no interest financing, and friendly hometown service. Why drive when you can get more than you expect? Furniture Direct, behind Sonic on South Burlington in Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here in Lincoln. Hastings College and Nebraska Wesleyan here this afternoon to close out the 2015 season. We're tied up at seven points apiece. Wesleyan with the ball. Weedle again gets the carry. He's across the 30 to the 35-yard line. Give him a pickup of four yards in the play. Second down and six. Your first quarter numbers brought to you by Rival Sports Bar and Grill, home of the daily $6.99 lunch special, daily drink specials, and on Husker and Bronco game days, get a large specialty pizza and domestic pitcher for $21.99. For Wesleyan, in that uh, first quarter, almost identical numbers for both teams. Rushing yards for Wesleyan, 62. They had 40 passing yards, 102 total offense. For Hastings, 52 on the ground, 43 through the air, 95 
total yards, and Wesleyan looks at a second down and six. All right, here's uh, Smith. He wants to throw the ball way over the head of his intended receiver at the 41-yard line. So an incomplete pass, and can bring up a third down situation again. Look at some individual leaders in that uh, first quarter for Wesleyan. Joel Weedle, five carries, 35 yards, receiving Corey Jones, two catches and 16 yards. For Hastings College, Darvante Knight with three carries, 21 yards, and receiving again, uh, Schamberger with a couple of catches and 28 yards. The two quarterbacks, again, Cruz is thrown for 43, and Tyler Smith, 40. Almost identical all the way across the board, doesn't matter what guy you look at. And they were tying on the scoreboard as well at seven points apiece on a third down situation. Here comes in man in motion, empty backfield now. Wesleyan throws the ball across the middle. It's going to be caught by Jones right at the first down stakes there at about the 41-yard line. Tackle is made by Kelly McBride, who brings him down, but not before they pick up a first down. So a completed pass goes from Smith to Jones. And Wesleyan will maintain control here as they move the sticks. First down number eight for Nebraska Wesleyan in the ball game. We look at the, again, I just keep looking at the stats that were handed to me. Seven first downs apiece in the first quarter. I mean, it's just, uh, it's amazing what the uh, stats, how, how, Similar they are with the uh, tie score here. These two teams, again, we talked about the similarity. There is uh, just almost a mirror complexion. There's a uh, quick pitch now. That's going to go to a Shaka Taylor who's into the ball game again. He brings the ball to the 44. That time they went with that uh, power set with a bunch of offensive linemen in there and two running backs and a quarterback. That's it. No wideouts. Shaka Taylor takes the ball to the 44, so a pickup of two yards and a play second down, eight yards to go. Hastings St. Cecilia is playing for the Class C2 State Championship in volleyball this afternoon. They're in the first set in Lincoln. Hastings St. Cecilia has got the lead over Stanton. The score is 20-13. to 13. That's the first set at the Bob Devaney Sports Center. St. Cecilia leading Stanton 20-13 to 13 in the first set of the Class C2 State Championship game. There's a handoff. It's going to go to Weedle. Slips one tackler. Brings it outside the numbers. 45-50 inside Bronco territory down to the 46-yard line to run out of bounds. Wesley Jardim over here for Hastings to run him out of bounds. But again, Wesleyan picks up another first down. So Wesleyan much better offensively here in the past uh, two or three ball games. Again, they put up some big numbers last week in their big win over Northwestern, 44-38. They struggled early on offense, but last couple of weeks they've put up some good numbers here. It looks like they're off to a good start here this afternoon against Hastings, although we're tied up at seven points apiece. Wide receivers left and right. Wesleyan has got the ball in Hastings College territory. Handoff, big hole, 40. He's at the 35 and upended right there. Josh Johnson puts him down, but that's a Weedle carrying the ball down to the 35-yard line. Josh Johnson got in there. Jimmy, the big old somersault there as he flies down to the turf. Good tackle, but he picks up good yardage, too, down to the 35 of Hastings. First yeah, down. Yeah, but not before uh, Weedle got into the second layer there. A good job by that offensive line, opening up a big hole right off the left hash. And, again, uh, Weedle gets down about the 42-yard line, chopped down by Josh Johnson, but picks up 11, the 10th first down, and they continue to the march there at the Bronco 35-yard line. Two tight ends, one wide receiver to the right side down, first down and 10 yards to go. Here's a Smith. He wants to throw the ball to the far side. It's going to be picked off. Picked off at the 30-yard line. Hastings back to the 35-yard line, back to the 40, coming to the near side, sliding through there. One tackler getting by the second tackler, and down he goes. Dusty Nolly gets the interception for Hastings. Nolly picks off his second pass of the 2015 season. Tell you what, he had the uh, quick feet there, the old linebacker trying to find a, a seam to take the ball upfield, but Nolly 
He brings it from the far side all the way to the near side, and finally he's a drop down. Hastings gets the turnover at the 43-yard line of Nebraska Wesleyan. When we talked about how turnovers could really play a big part in this ball game, and Nebraska or Hastings College comes up with the first one, I think Smith was trying to get it to his big tight end, McKeon, on the far sideline, tried to just drop it over the shoulders, but again, Nolly did a great job batting the ball into the air, come down with it. Broncos now have it at the 43. Here's a Cruz Samaniego. He wants to throw it. He does. Pass complete. 45-50 inside Wesleyan territory. 45-40. That's going to be Glenn Watson. Glenn Wallace. The H-back taking the ball to the 40-yard line of Nebraska Wesleyan. The tackle was made in there by the Prairie Wolves. And coming up to make the stop is going to be Brandon McGill. A nice pick up there as they just throw it across the middle there. And Glenn Wallace, who's had a sensational year, picks up a first down here for Hastings. At the Wesleyan 40-yard line, we're in the second quarter, 11-18 and 18 to play in the period. Hastings 7 and Nebraska Wesleyan 7. Cruz Salmoniego, handoff here across the 40, across the 35. That's Taj Willingham, and Taj is going to be wrestled out of bounds down here at the 33-yard line. Tell you what, these are two football teams going after each other here today. A lot of good hard popping between these two teams. Taj Willingham moves the ball down to the 33, so he's the third running back we have seen in there for Hastings College here today. Picks up seven yards in a play, second down and three yards to go. Hastings on the move following the interception by Dustin Nolly. Wide receivers split out to the left side of the formation. Two of them out that way. One to the right side. Dodge Willingham in the backfield. He's going to get the call here. Willingham bounces outside 30, 25, 20. Down the sideline 15. He's at the 10. He's at the 5, and he's run out of bounds inside the 5 yard line. Dodge Willingham taking the ball toward the goal line there. Tackle is made in there by Andy. Clefbaud, the cornerback uh, on that right side, as he makes the stop and runs Taj Willingham out of bounds down here at the four-yard line. Well, you talk about Willingham. He's got four touchdowns on the season coming into this game, only 192 yards, but he is a bruising back, and he shows some good speed. We'll give you 27 on that carry. First and goal, Broncos at the four-yard line. Here's a handoff again to Taj. He takes the ball right into the end zone for the score. Nobody touched him. Great blocking up front there by the Hastings College line as Taj Willingham takes it into the end zone untouched, and the Broncos have the lead. That was impressive. Willingham with a couple of nice carries there. It was all set up by the Wallace pass of 19 yards to get it into the Wesleyan territory, and then a 27-yard run by Willingham, and then capped off by a good job by the offensive line, a four-yard touchdown run. Nikki G into the game for the PAT. Ball is down. The kick is up. It goes sailing toward the uprights. It is good again. Nikki G. Now with 22 out of 25 on the extra points here this season. That was a four-play, 57-yard drive for Hastings College, and the Broncos have the lead. Ten minutes and eight seconds to play here in the second quarter. It's Hastings 14, Nebraska Wesleyan 7. You might be a big city mayor, an astronaut, a professional athlete, a retired national championship coach, a member of Congress, the president of a major university, an Olympic champion. If you are, you might be a Hastings College alumnus. Former Broncos populate some of the highest positions in the most prestigious areas of endeavor. We're asking you to stay in touch. Support Hastings College. Log on to Hastings.edu and click on the Alumni Friends and Giving link. 1230 KHAS. All right, an update from uh, across town here at the Mom Devaney Sports Center. Hastings St. Cecilia has won the first set of their Class C2 State Volleyball Championship with Stanton. Hastings winning the first set, a score of 25-13. to 13. They're in set number two right now. Stanton has got the lead over St. Cecilia early. It's 2-1. to one. Bronco offense up and running here, 157 yards unofficially 
total in this game. That was a, a nice drive, very efficient. Four plays, 57 yards after the Nolly interception. And Hastings has the lead now, 14-7. to 10 away left to go here till half. Here comes the uh, kickoff, a good one, end over end kick. They're going to field this one right at the uh, 10-yard line. This is a Shaka Taylor bringing the ball back, and he brings it to the 30-yard line. So Shaka Taylor brings the ball to the 30, and that's where Nebraska Wesleyan will start here this afternoon. So Hastings has the lead, a uh, Dustin Nolly interception. Hastings gets the first big turnover of the ball game, although the Josh Johnson... Picked one off earlier, but Hastings was hit for roughing the passer, so that one was wiped off the board. So Nolly gets the INT for Hastings. Sets up a four-play, 57-yard drive, and Hastings made it look easy on that last series. And the Broncos now have the lead, 14-7 to here over Nebraska Wesleyan. So the Prairie Wolves come out now, working from our right to our left here at Abel Stadium in Lincoln. And comes in motion. They fake the ball to him. They swing the ball out. Shaka Taylor has got the ball. Lose one man, and down he goes at the 30. So Shaka Taylor brings the ball to the 30-yard line. Coming up there to make the stop for Hastings was Alex Gilden. He got on there. Or he got in there and just tripped up. Shaka Taylor getting a little swing pass out there. So Alex Gilden, the senior from Highland Ranch, Colorado, makes the stop there. Second down and 10 yards to go. I think Shaka Taylor sporting the Under Armour opening day deer season hunting camouflage shoes. Check those babies out. You're right. That's in honor of the deer hunting season, I think, here today. Yeah, camouflage shoes. That's nice. <laughs> Taylor's got the ball at the 30. Taylor's at the 35, across the 36 to the 37 before he spilled there. So pick him up seven yards in the play there. Tackle is made in here by Tyler Murphy, who's into the ball game now for Hastings. Third down and three yards to go. Yeah, those are nice. That's something like you could use in a deer blind. I need a pair of those. Yeah, that's nice. Shaka Taylor with camouflage shoes on here this afternoon. Third down for Nebraska Wesleyan. And they got the ball on their own 37-yard line. Wide receivers will split out to the right side of the formation and to the left. They got three of them out to the right side. Now they come in motion here. They'll set up on the left side of the formation. So three wide outs to the left and one to the right side. The quarterback, Tyler Smith, has got the ball, wants to throw it. He does. The ball is going to be caught here by Shaka Taylor and out of bounds. Right at the 40-yard line. So Taylor is then ridden out of bounds over there. That's Alex Gilden into the stop for Hastings as he runs him out of bounds. He gets the ball up here to the 40-yard line. That should be enough for a first down. It is. So a first down here for Nebraska Wesleyan. Eight and a half to play here in the second quarter. 14-7. Hastings has got the lead today. We talked about Hastings College offense up and running. It's uh, amazing. 156 yards of total offense for Nebraska Wesleyan so far in the ball game. That's pretty good. It's an offense that's only been averaging uh, 307 yeah, on the season. Both teams doing very well offensively today. Here's a uh, handoff now, and the Broncos are right there. It's going to be a short gain as they bring the ball from the 40 to about the 41-yard line. Again, they've used a plethora of running backs here in this first half of play. That's uh, Weedle who's back in there now for Nebraska Westland. He picks up a couple of yards. So it's second down and eight yards to go. You know, we've seen a lot of football teams over the course of this season and a lot of teams do not have just one back they focus on. There's a teams just rotating in numerous backs. Hastings College, again, will rotate as many as four, five different guys in the backfield. So uh, one thing about that, you definitely keep it very, very fresh. Nobody gets a lot of a big yardage seasons and games, but uh, keeps everybody fresh. There's a play-action pass now. They want to throw the ball to the near side. That ball is going to be knocked down. Boy, a good hit there by uh, Johnson. He nearly got to pick. And... Uh, Man is slow in getting up here for uh, Nebraska Wesleyan. That's going to be uh, 
I think that's Russ Camp is the guy who is down in the play. That's going to be the case. Yeah, Johnson got him high, and I didn't see who got him low, but the Broncos kind of sandwiched him. Ball was jarred loose. Hastings nearly got the pick there. It's an incomplete pass. It's going to bring up a third down and nine situation from the 42-yard line as they attend here to uh, the injured player down here for Nebraska Wesleyan. He took a big, big hit from Johnson. Again, that ball was thrown just a little bit over his outstretched hands. He was able to try to maintain control of it, but Johnson was ready to tee off on him, and that's what happened. Boy, he was in a lot of pain down there. They're going to help him up, though. That's in a rust camp as he gets to his feet here. And he's going to run off of the field, so he's all right. Maybe he attended. Knocked the, knocked the wind out of well, him. Well, I think he went to ding-dong school there for a second. His, uh, he got his bell rung. Got his bell rung there by Josh Johnson. It's third down for Nebraska Wesleyan. They've got to all at the 42-yard line. That's their own 42. And we're in the second quarter of play. Hastings College has scored the last 14 points in the ballgame. The Broncos have the lead 14-7 to here in the 2015 season finale today. Coming up at halftime, we'll have our Scholar Athlete of the Week from Hastings College, presented by the Hastings College Foundation. And also we've got the scoreboard show, the halftime scoreboard show with Bailey Crow. So stick around for that. Third down, nine yards to go. Man comes in motion near side. Backing up is going to be Taylor. Under pressure, he dumps it away incomplete. I think he's just trying to get rid of that one as Hastings had tremendous pressure coming in there. Incomplete pass to Taylor. Taylor Mendenhall was the guy applying the pressure there for the Broncos. That's going to bring up a fourth down situation and a punting situation here for Nebraska Wesleyan. Hastings College defensively has been able to get after the young quarterback, and uh, Tyler Smith put a lot of pressure on him today. And again, Mendenhall, big guy coming off the left side, was able to get in there and put a lot of pressure. They tried to set up the screen pass, but Mendenhall was too deep. And Wesleyan will have to punt Clancy back deep for the Broncos. So fourth down and nine. Wesleyan will punt here midway through the second quarter. Here comes the kick. Clancy's going to hit to the far sideline, looks up. He lets it bounce, and it goes out of bounds. It hit the 23-yard line and out of bounds. So he seems will have the ball back here with 7 minutes and 12 seconds officially to play here in quarter number two. You're listening to Bronco football this afternoon. On 1230 KHIS and also online at www.hastingslink.com. Your internet streaming brought to you by Hastings College. Challenge yourself, inspire greatness. Hastings does that. You can find out more. Just log on to www.hastings.edu. So first down and 10 yards to go. Hastings with the ball at the 19-yard line, it looks like. At the 19-yard line, Hastings working left to right. Here in the second quarter of play, handoff, Darvante, he's hemmed in, down he goes, back at the 18-yard line. One-yard loss in the play, Darvante Knight trying to get outside. He was knocked down in the play there by Wesley, and in the stop for the Prairie Wolves was Trevor Keene, who's into the ball game now, as he makes the uh, stop there. And it's a loss of one yard in the play, second down, and 11 yards to go. So second down and 11 here for Hastings College. They get the ball at their own 18-yard line. Bruce Samaniego wants to throw, throws it near side. Austin Curley hauls it in across the 30 onto the 33-yard line. The quarterback coming up to make the stop on the play there was Andy Clubborod. He makes the stop there, but not before Austin Curley picks up a first down. Austin Curley now with two catches, 28 yards. That was a 13-yard passing catch. The Eighth first down of the afternoon, and the Broncos have it out the 32-yard line. All right, here's Cruz Samaniego, fakes, throws the ball far side. It's caught at the 30, 35, down the sideline, 40 to the 42-yard line. 
That's a pass completion there from Simon Diego to a Glenn Wallace. He picks up the first down. I like the look of the Hastings College offense in the past couple of weeks. Hastings putting up some big numbers, 633 yards last week against Dort. Hastings College offense has looked good here the past couple of weeks. Boy, and Simon Diego spreading the football around again. Five different receivers for Wallace. That's two catches, 34 yards. First down, number nine, ball at the 42. Here's a handoff. Jake Fowler has got the ball at the 40. Fowler to the 45-yard line to the 48 before he's brought down there. Fowler had a big ball game last week against Dort as he rushed for 99 yards in the ball game against the defenders. His best rushing day of his career at Hastings College. And he's off to a good start here. His first carry nets him about eight yards. Second down and two yards to go. He sings with the ball now at the 49-yard line. Yeah, Fowler had a big touchdown run of, uh, what, 60-plus yards last week. Down to five minutes and 20 seconds to play here in the second quarter. San Diego has got the ball, wants to throw it again. He does. It's going to be caught, 45, twisting away. It's going to be Austin Curley to the 40 to the 39-yard line. So Austin Curley hauls that baby in. Tackle is made in there by... Drew Ogna, the quarterback in that right side for the Nebraska Wesleyan defense. There's another first down for Hastings, and they have moved the ball down here into the 39-yard line. And Hastings Saints is say winning their first set of the Class C2 state championship volleyball match here in Lincoln. They're trailing in the second set now to Stanton, 15-14. First down and 10 yards to go. Hastings with the ball at the 39 of Wesleyan. There's a fake by Cruz. Wants to throw the ball. It's caught down here at the 15-yard line and out of bounds. Noah House. Hauls it in right at the 15-yard line. Riley Shoemaker back there in coverage for Hastings College, but Noah House hauls it in right on the sidelines. He is out of bounds. They mark him at the first, uh, 15, first down and 10 for Hastings. First down number 11 on the day for House's first catch, 24 yards on the catch, entering the red zone at the 15-yard line. Samaniego is hit on his last five passes. So Cruz waiting for the ball again. He's going to hand it away this time to a Fowler, and Fowler just goes... Straight ahead, both hands on the football as he brings it down to about the 11-yard line. So four uh, tough yards there for the former Adams Central Patriot as he takes the ball down to the 11. Hastings looking at second down and six yards to go. Clock now becoming a factor a little bit. Four minutes to play here in the second quarter. Hastings already out on top by a score of 14 to nothing here in this ballgame. Here's Cruz Samaniego again, hands it away to Fowler. Fowler brings the ball to the 10. Fowler's at the five-yard line, and he dives. He's down to the two. Tackle is made in there by Russell Beard, the linebacker there for Nebraska Wesleyan, but Fowler has got the first down, and more as he takes the ball down. They're going to mark him right at the one-yard line. So first down and goal for Hastings from the Nebraska Wesleyan one-yard line. Clock is running with 3.35 to play here in the second quarter. Good effort by Fowler there, run off the right side, gain of 11. 12 first downs now for the Broncos. They got a first and goal at the Wesleyan one-yard line. Samaniego has got the ball again. He hands it away to Fowler, puts his head down, drives it in the end zone for the touchdown. Jake Fowler gets it in the end zone for the touchdown. Fowler gets his second rushing touchdown of the season here. And the Broncos go on top by a score of 20-7. to That was another impressive drive. I'll get you the numbers here in just a second. But again, the offensive line has really come together in the last few weeks and the last two wins. And today... They have really asserted themselves. They are winning the battle at that line of scrimmage, and they're able to do about anything they want. They're giving Cruz some excellent protection, throwing the football. Samaniego now with 124 yards through the air, and uh, Hastings College will shift back, shift back into that uh, more traditional formation here for the PAT. Yeah, they had guys scattered all over the field. Now they're back in the center. We'll have a more traditional PAT attempt here. Ball is down. The kick is up, and it, it's kind of a, a knuckleball there. It goes through the uprights. It is good. So, I guess it's the end result that counts. 
Found it is for the uh, beauty pageant. That was not a very good kick there by Nikki G, but it goes through there. Hastings College has got the lead. Three minutes and 18 seconds to play in quarter number two. Now Hastings 21, Nebraska Wesleyan 7. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. 1230 KHAS. Well, Jimmy Purcell back here at Abel Stadium. We're in Lincoln this afternoon. Weary Field. Hastings out on top of Nebraska Wesleyan today. The score is 21 to 7. Hastings with 21 with unanswered points here as Wesleyan scored in their opening possession. Hastings College defense has played pretty well since the opening possession. Well, they really have the offense now over 230 yards of total offense, 124 off the arm of Salmon Diego. That drive was a nine-play, 79-yard drive, scoring drive. So Hastings uh, looking very good here. 21-7 Broncos is a high kick here. Here's the uh, – it's going to be brought back at the 10-yard line to the 14, and that's all she wrote. Myers bringing the ball back. Now we got some extracurricular activity back up field here yeah, between Dylan. Uh, Dylan Hill of Hastings and a couple of Prairie Wolves. They weren't going to allow him to get past the 50-yard line. They were really going at it, and I don't think they realized there was an official standing about three yards away from him. When the play was over, he steps in the middle and says, that's that's enough. That's plays over. That's enough. Good special teams play, though, for the Broncos, not allowing any yards. Uh, no gain there on the return for Wesleyan. So a 21-7 lead here, 313 left to go in the half. All right, Tyler Smith back in there. He swings the ball out there again. Tyler Smith gets his outside to the 20. That's a Shackett Taylor with the ball. As he moves the ball to the uh, 20-yard line, so a short pickup there as they swing it out of the backfield to the right side. They move it from the 17 to the 20-yard line before he's popped out of bounds on the far sideline. So second down and seven yards to go. Two minutes and 58 seconds to play. Here in the first half, Hastings has built a 21-7 lead over Nebraska Wesleyan. 141 yards unofficially for Nebraska Wesleyan. You take that first drive away they had. Hastings College defense has really put the locks down on this Wesleyan offense. Putting the screws down on this yeah. offense. It's looking good. Tighten her up. Second down here, seven yards to go. Hand off. Weed only is going to be hitting. Down he goes. Maybe one yards, and that's about it. And the stop there for Hastings. Making the stop there was Jared McDermott by the linebackers. I think that was Tyler Murphy also in there for Hastings. Third down, and that was only a pickup of about a yard in the play. Wesley now looking at third down. At about six yards to go, the ball is sitting at the 21-yard line of Nebraska Wesleyan. Hastings comes up with a stop here. They're still going to get the football back and should get some decent field position. I think we're going to have a timeout. Is that a timeout, Wesleyan? Yeah, Brian Keller, I think, wants to talk things over here on a third down and six situation, so we'll step away here. we got two minutes in, uh, I got glare here, two minutes and 30 seconds to play. 2.30 to play here in the second quarter. We'll take a break. Hastings 21, Nebraska Wesleyan 7. 
We at Gary Michaels Clothiers are thankful. Thankful for the past 32 years in Hastings and now two years on the bricks in Kearney. We've been blessed to have such loyal customers, friends. We'll always strive to provide top quality men's and ladies' clothing and accessories. We offer personal service, professional tailoring, and attention to detail. Purchase any item and receive a second of equal or lesser value at one half off, excluding Brighton and special order. Even suits, sports coats, leather jackets, the entire store is included. Shop Gary Michaels Clothiers' thankful event in downtown Hastings and Kearney. 1230 K-H-A-S. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here in Lincoln this afternoon. 2015 season finale for the Hastings College football team tonight, or this afternoon. It is third down here for Nebraska Wesleyan. Third down and about seven yards to go from the 21-yard line, maybe closer to six yards to go for Wesleyan from their own 21. Working right to left here in this second period. Here's Tyler Smith. He's got the ball, backs up, throws it right side, way overthrown. Intended receiver on the far sideline. The intended receiver over there is going to be a Pancost, Mitch Pancost for Nebraska Wesleyan. That was overthrown. And now the Broncos have still got a lot of time here, two minutes and 30 seconds to play. Did they start the clock in that last play? I thought it was 2.30. Yeah, I don't think Yeah, it was. They didn't, they didn't start no, the clock. No, Flippy the switchy. So now we... Uh, Jordan Clancy back deep. He'll stand just inside the 40-yard line to receive this punt. Unless they get off a big one, Hastings is going to have a pretty decent field position. Here's the kick. Clancy comes up. He'll field the ball at the 43-yard line, 45-50. Down the sideline, 45-40. Look out, he's knocked down at the 35-yard line. So the former Hastings High Tiger takes the ball back into Wesleyan territory. They're going to knock him down at the 33-yard line on the far sideline. Now the Broncos, Jimmy... They've still got two timeouts oh, yeah. left here. Two timeouts. We've got two minutes and 19 seconds to play. That's plenty of time for this offense to take it into the end Absolutely. zone. Absolutely, and a great return by Clancy. It was a low spiral. He took it in stride right in front of the uh, Bronco bench. 24 yards later, it's down at the 33-yard line, and you can uh, just run your basic offense here for a few plays. You don't need to take shots down in the end zone. The Bronco offense has been very efficient here in the last couple of drives. All right, he sees out on top by a score of 21-7. to Cruz Samaniego under pressure. Now he is going to be sacked, and the ball comes loose, but I think he was down. Wesleyan says they have the football back here at the 45-yard line, but I don't think the officials agree with that. They're stacking things here. They're going to give the ball. Let's see, they're going to give the ball to Hastings, I believe. Cruz Samaniego is sacked on the play back here at the 44-yard line. The Wesleyan coaching staff, they don't like that call. Wow, and he was buried. Coming in there very hard was... Uh... Zach Ditson, virtually untouched. Samaniego usually gets out of those, but he was buried on that play and very fortunate that he was able to uh, maintain the football. Second down and 21 now. Here's Cruz with the wall. He's going to run it himself. Cruz at the 40, and Cruz is chopped down right at the 40-yard line. So a couple of uh, plays there, not very good for Hastings as the Broncos trying to put some more points on the board here at the end of the second quarter. Now Hastings burns one of their timeouts here. Hastings will burn a timeout with 90 seconds to play. Here in the second quarter, we'll take a break with a score. Hastings 21, Nebraska Wesleyan 7. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the Barbecue Trio every Friday night. And Saturday night is the Brisket Special. Join Rivals for every Husker and Hastings Bronco game for a pizza and beer special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. 1230 KHAS. 
I had an update from the state volleyball championships over at the Bob Devaney Sports Center. Hastings St. Cecilia has won the second set. The Hawkettes now leading Stanton two games to none. St. Cecilia winning scores of 25 to 13 and 25 to 21 as they get ready for perhaps the uh, clincher here in set number three. Wow. St. Cecilia, the fifth seeded team in Class C2. Tara Jones, her uh, first year as a head coach. They've got our team playing well at the state tournament. They're just uh, one set away from claiming a state championship in volleyball this afternoon. Hastings College now looking at third down here. Third down and 19 yards to go. The ball is at the Nebraska Wesleyan 42-yard line at a gorgeous Saturday afternoon here in Lincoln. Not a cloud in the sky. Third down and long for Hastings. Samaniego has got wide receivers all over the place. Cruz with the ball. Sprints out left side. Holds it. Holds it. Now throws it. It's going to be incomplete. Trying to get the ball to Noah House. On the uh, far sideline, it was uh, thrown wide of the target. Back there in coverage for Nebraska Wesley was Drew Ogna, the cornerback from uh, Parker, Colorado, there on that right side. So it looked promising. Hastings got good field position after the punt returned by Clancy, but a sack there on Cruz Samaniego and a running play from Cruz and an incomplete pass from Cruz. And guess what? We got to punt the football away here. Yeah, for as promising as the uh, last couple of drives had looked, I thought maybe Hastings had a chance to get down there, at least get a a three spot on the board, but uh, that was three ugly plays there for the Bronco offense, and Bach will have to punt it away. Here comes the pressure. He gets it away. Bockel is knocked down. Good acting job there as he is knocked down as a punt is out of bounds to the 15-yard line. Does that get a nomination for that, an Oscar? That did not. That was that very was terrible. Yeah, that was a poor faking job there as Bockel just got touched and looked like he got crushed by the pressure there from Nebraska Wesleyan. He goes down. The official is kind of says, are you kidding me? <laughs> Are they see a lot of stuff on the, those punters. They're pretty dramatic, but uh, Bockel does get it off uh, to the far side of the field. They'll spot it down inside the 15-yard line. Just nose of the football touch to the 15-yard line, 121 left to go here. Broncos out in front of Nebraska Wesleyan, 21-7. to seven. I wouldn't think that Wesleyan would do anything uh, stupid down here. They can ill afford to uh, jump down anymore. They fumbled a snap, and now Smith wants to throw the ball to the near side. It's going to be incomplete. Johnson over here in the uh, coverage for Hastings. The intended receiver was uh, Ryan Larson, who's been kind of quiet today for Nebraska Wesleyan. Incomplete pass, and it's going to bring up second down and 10. Larson's their leading receiver coming into the football game here today. 26 receptions, 485 yards, and three touchdowns. His running mate, Ryan Schneider, on the other side, has got 25 catches for 351 yards. And now Brian Keller wants to call a timeout, I think, here on the near sideline. Nebraska Wesleyan wants to call a timeout now with a minute and 13 seconds to play. Here in the second quarter, we'll take a break with the score. Hastings 21, Nebraska Wesleyan 7. The train tracks are gone, and over time, things change. But Vons Printers continues to be your full-service printing specialist. From start to finish, Vons Printers will customize your own logo, print business cards, envelopes, letterheads, brochures, and notepads to create a calling card for your business. Expect quality, personalized service, and competitive pricing from your full-service printing experts. For over 85 years, locally owned and operated, Vons Printers, 2nd and East Side Boulevard in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell here at Abel Stadium in Lincoln. He sings college football for you today here on 1230 KHIS. Broncos have the lead 21-7 as Wesleyan comes back up here on second down and 10 from their own 15-yard line. They're going to hand the ball away. That's a shack at Taylor, and he's going to be brought down right at the line of scrimmage. Taylor trying to break loose there, but the Broncos pull him in. Nathan Howell again in the stop for the Broncos on defense. 
Now we're under a minute to play. And Wesleyan will be looking at third down and nine as Taylor picked up only one yard in the play. Now the Broncos, I think, call a timeout. They want to preserve some time and maybe get one more shot at things here. So the Broncos call a timeout. 55 seconds to play now in the second quarter. Take a break with a score. Hastings 21, Nebraska Wesleyan 7. November 1977. There was no internet, no smartphones, nor Kardashians on TV. But there was the opening of Bruce Furniture. It's been an honor and privilege to serve you all these years. This is Doug Bruce. And to say thanks, prices have been reduced on every item in our stores. Plus, special credit terms and, of course, free delivery. Bruce Furniture, Kearney, Holdridge Alliance, and Hastings. For 38 years, every style, every budget, just right for you. 1230 KHAS. All right, so third down and nine yards to go. Wesleyan was uh, thinking they might take a shot here. The end of the second quarter. Now I think Hastings has got points on their mind if they can hold Wesleyan here, force a punt, and get the ball back here. They got 55 seconds to play in the second quarter. Wesleyan will send wide receivers to the left side of the formation. One running back in the backfield with Tyler Smith. Smith has got the ball, sprints out left side, holds it. Now throws it down the left sideline. It's going to be incomplete. Trying to get the ball down there to uh, Larson. Back in coverage for Hastings College. Back there was uh, Dustin Nolly. Also back here was Jacob Tarr. So an incomplete pass. And now the clock is stopped, Jimmy, with 49 seconds to play. And now Hastings will get the ball back here. It's taken a long time to play this final two minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah, I was going to say a couple of possessions by both teams. Not very impressive. But uh, Hastings is going to get the football back with another shot. Clancy will be back deep. He'll stand just inside his 45-yard line. Andrew Gelb is the punter for Nebraska Wesleyan. He stands at his own two. Clancy shielding his eyes from the sun. Here's Gelb. He gets into the football. Clancy looks up. Clancy signals for the fair catch. Clancy makes it here at the 39-yard line. That's where Hastings will start. So they've got 61 yards to get into the end zone here with 43 seconds to play in the second quarter. Coming up at halftime, we've got the Scholar Athlete of the Week at Hastings College. Also, our halftime scoreboard show. Bailey Crow will be along all the scores from across the GPAC and across the nation today. Of course, the big one in the GPAC, you've got the uh, conference championship game going on as Doan is playing at Morningside. Both of those teams undefeated in the conference this season. First down and 10 for Hastings from the 39. Samaniego wants to throw. He throws it. It's going to be caught there by Rasheed Samberger and out of bounds. Inside the 40-yard line of Nebraska Wesleyan. So Schamberger hauls it in. Over there in coverage there for Nebraska Wesleyan on the corner. For the Prairie Wolves. Was uh, number 7, Dakota Buss, who's into the ball game now. First down and 10 for Hastings. They've got the ball. They're going to spot it here at the 39-yard line of Wesleyan. Cruz wants to throw the football again. Rolls right side. Directs traffic. Holds it. Now runs it. 35-30-25-20. Cruz to the 15-yard line before he's brought down. So Cruz Samaniego takes the ball on the 15, and the Broncos call a timeout here. Tackle is made in there by Wes Betcher. The uh, safety coming up there to make this stop from uh, Lakewood, Colorado. And now what do we have? Officials talking thing. Oh, we got a penalty flag back upfield here at the 42-yard line. So Samaniego took off there. And we're going to have a holding call on the Broncos. That's oh. it'll come back. That's, that's a tough one because Hastings had the ball in scoring range here at the 15-yard line. Yeah, that uh, it didn't look very flashy, but it was a 25-yard gain after the pocket broke down. Cruz gets out around the numbers on the near side of the field, took it all the way down to appeared to about the 15-yard line, but again, the holding call, they'll spot it back 
inside Hastings territory in between the 48 and 49 yard line. 26 seconds and counting here. All right. San Diego has got the ball. Now we got another penalty flag. I think that's going to be offsides on Nebraska Westland. All right. So some penalties here at the end of the second quarter. We're down inside a minute to play here in this second period. Now the officials coming over to talk with uh, Brian Keller and the coaching staff here for Wesleyan. It's a 21-7 ball game. Hastings has got the lead. Wesleyan scored in their first series here this afternoon, and Hastings has responded with 21 straight points. Don't think Hastings has got this one in the bag yet because Northwestern, rather from uh, Wesleyan, came from a long way back last week and beat uh, beat, uh, Northwestern. Northwestern, yeah. Well, I thought it was an offsides call. It turns out it was a legal procedure against Hastings College on the left side of the line. So five more yards. It's going to be a first and 20. The ball back at the 43-yard uh, line. They're all, they're all confused. The officials are going to confer again. Tony has got uh, a question over there on the far sideline. Well, he's okay. He's nodding his head. So It's not often that Tony agrees with the officials. No, I don't know often. what's going on here. It's first down for Hastings, 20 yards to go. The ball, actually about 25 yards to go now as they push the ball back to the 43. Now what are we doing here? Well, they, what, well, they had to come over and explain to Austin Curley. Everybody's discussing what they're going to do for dinner plans tonight or what? First down and 25 yards to go for Hastings. Cruz wants to throw the football across the middle. It's going to be caught in the ladder of the ball. Austin Curley has got it. He throws the ball to the far sideline. It's going to be out of bounds. That was a forward lateral yeah. layout from Curley. Curly tonight, that was a forward lateral there. Last play of the half, why not just try to roll the dice? Well, the official is going to call this an illegal forward pass as they were Broncos are just trying to get the ball downfield. One of those uh, plays you see on ESPN on Sunday morning when <laughs> yeah. the team throws the ball around 15 times to get down the field. It's going to be an illegal forward pass on Hastings, so the play is going to be blown dead right here, and that means the half has come to an end. So the first half in the books here this afternoon from Abel Stadium in this final game of the 2015 season. Hastings College has got the lead over Nebraska Wesleyan. It's the Broncos 21 and Nebraska Wesleyan 7. You're listening to Bronco Football on 1230 KHAS. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's now uses the new environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust at 201 East South Street in Hastings. Val and Joel say let's make a deal on the best top quality late model vehicles at Kirshner's Auto Corner. Deals this week, a 2015 Nissan Altima and a 2015 Dodge Challenger SXT. They're great buys at Kirshner's Auto Corner, Colorado and South Street, Hastings. Speed matters. With the kids back in school and the whole family online, keep everyone happy with wireless LTE internet from Glenwood. Research a school project on your iPad, on the home office computer, or using Wi-Fi to save minutes on your phone's data plan. It can all happen at once. Reliable speeds are available from 3 to 12 megabits. Glenwood offers local service and support with exceptional customer service. Update your internet today. Call 866-756-4746 or visit shopglenwood.net. 
Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 1230 KHAS. All right, back at halftime. Nebraska Wesleyan here this afternoon. Weary Field, Abel Stadium. Hastings College with a lead over the Prairie Wolves. The score is 21 to 7. Gets you some halftime numbers coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Also, our scoreboard show coming up. Scholar Athlete of the Weekend more here at halftime of our ball game here today. Nebraska Wesleyan, they got on the scoreboard first. On their first possession of the ball game, they went right down the field. They took the opening kickoff, then went seven plays, 75 yards. They got a six-yard touchdown run from Joel Weedle. With 11 minutes and 41 seconds to play in the first quarter, PAT was good. Wesleyan took the early 7-0 lead over Hastings. Broncos came back on the next series and went eight plays and 65 yards. As they score on their first series of the ball game offensively, they get a 10-yard touchdown run from Darvante Knight. After the PAT, we're tied up at seven points apiece. Hastings then got a big turnover on defense. Dustin Nolly got an interception. Hastings went four plays in 57 yards. Taj Willingham got a five-yard touchdown run. Following the point after touchdown, the Broncos had to lead by a score of 14-7. Then here in the uh, second quarter of play, it was a Jake Fowler going in from one yard out after a nine-play, 79-yard drive. Following the extra point, Hastings with the lead here at halftime. The score, 21-7, but a very competitive first half of play here between the Prairie Wolves and the Broncos this afternoon. Halftime stats brought to you by Rival Sports Bar and Grill, home of the six ninety nine daily lunch specials and daily drink specials on Husker and Bronco game days. Get a large specialty pizza and domestic pitcher for $21.99. In that first half of action for the Prairie Wolves, Nebraska Wesleyan with 11 first downs. They rushed the football 21 times for 104 yards. Passing in that uh, first half of action, Taylor Smith, 7 of 15, one interception, just 51 yards, so 155 of total offense on 36 offensive plays for Nebraska Wesleyan. Penalties in the uh, first half of action. One penalty for just 10 yards for Nebraska Wesleyan. Some individual leaders, Joel Weedle with 10 carries, 62 yards and one touchdown. Shaka Taylor with eight carries, 47 yards. Receiving numbers today, Corey Jones, three receptions, 23 yards. Shaka Taylor with a couple of receptions for four. And uh, Trevor McKeon, one reception and 19 yards. Tackles in the uh, first half, Russell Beard, Leads the way for Nebraska Wesleyan with six total tackles. For Hastings College in that first half, the Broncos with 14 first downs. They rushed it 18 times for 105 yards. Passing Cruz Samaniego, 10 of 16, passing 141 yards. Total offensive plays, 34 for 246 total yards of offense. Looking at the penalties in that first half, four Penalties for 43 yards. And individual leaders in that first half of rushing. Taj Willingham, three carries and 40 yards. Jake Fowler, four carries and 22 yards. Receiving in that ball in the first half, Richard Schamberger, three receptions, 49 yards. 
Austin Curley, three for 40. Glenn Wallace, two for 27. And Noah Hausch had one reception for 21 yards. Alex Gilden and Kelly McBride lead the way with five total tackles apiece. But uh, just a, a good offensive performance. The Broncos get down by seven. They get 21 unanswered on the board. And the Broncos with a 21 to seven lead. And what did we just have happen down here in front? Well, a little marriage proposal. Now, this, you know something about this. Uh, well, I do, and I didn't know how they were going to do it, so I wasn't really sure what happened. But, yes, that, uh, that for you folks back home is, is Kellen Frazier. You guys know Kellen. He dates the, uh, one of the cheerleaders up here at Nebraska Wesleyan, and he obviously has not visited with uh, his old friend Jimbo and talked about the marriage situation, but <laughs> he just proposed while I was reading the halftime stats, and I'm, I'm guessing she said yes. And she said yes. She evidently. said yes because they were hugging, and she's got a big ring on her hand, and they are all in tears. So congratulations to her and, and Kellen Frazier. They're, they're getting hitched. So we have Hastings guy dating a Nebraska Western yeah. cheerleader. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that happens I, between them. I, I wonder how that works. <laughs> they're, they're off to a rugged start. You got one kid at uh, Hastings. You got one kid at the Nebraska Wesleyan. I, I don't know how that's going to work. It's pretty. It's pretty tough. But uh, I'm I'm sure they'll uh, they'll make her work. But uh, <laughs> congratulations. I, I guess, yeah, huh? yeah. I got a call this morning, and uh, I, it's one of those deals. You just kind of wait to see it to believe it. And I was kind of looking at the video board as I was doing the halftime stats, and uh, yeah, it's it's true. So. Kellen is now off the market. He's hitched. Soon to be. Soon to be. Soon to be. All right, we're at halftime. 21 to 7 is the score. Hastings College with a lead over Nebraska Wesleyan here this afternoon. We're going to take a break. We've got the Scholar Athlete of the Week. Scholar Athlete of the Week coming up next here on 1230 KHIS. Then uh, we'll get the halftime scoreboard show for you. All the scores from across the Great Plains Athletic Conference and across the nation here today. All flustered by that wedding proposal here. <laughs> Anyway, Hastings with a lead here at halftime as the Broncos 21, Nebraska Wesleyan 7. You're listening to Bronco Football on 1230 KHAS. The holiday season arrives on Thursday, November 19th with the Downtown Hastings Celebration of Lights. The streets of Downtown Hastings will be full of carolers, food vendors, entertainers, horse-drawn carriage rides, train rides, Pop and Penelope, the game truck, Kool-Aid Man, and of course... Ho, ho, ho! Now tell Santa if you've been naughty or nice! The Downtown Hastings Celebration of Lights, 5 until 7 on Thursday the 19th, always on the nice list. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. It's time now for the Scholar Athlete of the Week, brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Hastings has something for everyone. What would the world look like if it was filled with Hastings College alumni in every field of endeavor? Frankly, that's a trick question, because there are Hastings College alumni filling important positions from Ireland to China, Omaha to Kazakhstan. Many are still in touch. We're asking you to stay in touch. Support Hastings College. Log on to Hastings.edu and click on the Alumni, Friends, and Giving link.
Our scholar-athlete this week is Jacob Reynoso. He is a wide receiver on the Hastings College football team, originally from Bennington. He graduated from Bennington High School. He's a sophomore this year, majoring in marketing and holding a 3.23 GPA. On the athletic accomplishment side, he is a two-year starter for the football team. He also plays intramural basketball. He's been a champion of that. This year has five catches for 122 yards. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, New View Real Estate is the perfect solution. Listen to one of their satisfied customers. We just purchased our new home from New View Real Estate in Hastings, and I am so glad that we did. Ann, Dana, and Connie were amazing to work with, and I would recommend these ladies to anyone looking to buy or sell a home. They are reliable and professional and are just wonderful to work with. Hi, this is Ann Halbert with New View Real Estate in Hastings. If we can be of any service to you too, please give us a call at 462-9111. We're located at 1239 North Burlington and we look forward to meeting you soon. The Hastings College Halftime Scoreboard is brought to you by ASAP. Those letters stand for Area Substance Abuse and Alcohol Prevention. For more information, log on to asaap-ne.org. And good afternoon, everyone. This is Bailey Crow here in the KHS studios with your halftime scoreboard. And I've got scores from the GPAC and all around the nation and the NCAA and Division I. As usual, I'll start things off here with GPAC. As you just heard from the call from Mike Will and Jimmy Parcell, Hastings College currently on top of Nebraska Wesleyan at the half. Score of that is 21 to 7. Other GPAC games, pretty much everyone's in halftime as well because all these games about kicked off at around the same time. We've got Concordia on top of Briarcliff at the half. Score of that is 24 to nothing. Morningside and Doan sneaking up at halftime. Morningside's on top in dominating fashion. The score of that. 42-7. Another not-so-close game between Northwestern and Midland. Northwestern is on top, 41 to nothing. And finally, you've got Dakota Wesleyan and Dort. Dakota Wesleyan is on top at half. Score of that is 20-6. Moving on to NCAA Division I. Of course, uh, the game everyone here in Nebraska cares about. It's going to be kicking off here in just about 10 minutes or so. You've got Nebraska taking on Rutgers. And that game is on uh, the Big Ten Network, and you can also listen to it on The Breeze 94.5 if you're not near a TV. Other Big Ten games going on. About the fourth quarter, you've got Ohio State on top of Illinois. Score of that is 28-3. Also, you've got Michigan State on top of, on top of Maryland in the fourth quarter. Score of that is 24-7. We got a final from the Northwestern Purdue game, and Northwestern came out on top, twenty-one to fourteen. Other games going on today, kicking off here in about ten minutes. You've got number fourteen Michigan taking on Indiana, and at seven o'clock tonight, you've got Minnesota taking on Iowa. Going to take a short break, and when we come back, uh, we'll tell about the top twenty-five here in the NCAA Division One. Hi, this is Stephanie Creechwill, the Executive Director of ASAP. ASAP is proud to introduce the Challenging College Alcohol Abuse Program in our community. Challenging College Alcohol Abuse is an evidence-based positive social norm campaign that works to reduce binge drinking episodes in college students. This program corrects misperceptions regarding attitudes towards alcohol and encourages the development of policies to maintain a safe environment for all students. For more information, please contact ASAP at 463-0524 or log on to asap-ne.org. 
All right, and we're back. And here are the scores from the top 25 teams and the NCAA. We've got number 15, TCU, taking on Kansas. The score of that is 23 to 16. We've also got, in the fourth quarter, number 16, Florida State, taking on NC State. The score of that is 27 to 17. Got another final from a game today. Florida beat South Carolina. Final score, 24 to 14. Some other games going on you can see in about 10 minutes. Miami taking on number 23, North Carolina. Number 4, Notre Dame taking on Wake Forest. Number 1, Clemson taking on Syracuse. Number 2, Alabama taking on number 17, Mississippi State. As well as number 20, Navy versus SMU. Number 8, Oklahoma State versus Iowa State. And then at 6 o'clock, you've got number 22, Temple, taking on South Florida, as well as number 21, Memphis, taking on number 24, Houston. At 6.15, you got number 9, LSU, taking on Arkansas. Kickoff at 6.30, you got number 7, Stanford, taking on Oregon. Number 12, Oklahoma, taking on number 6, Baylor. And also at 9 o'clock, you've got number 10, Utah, taking on Arizona. And at 9.45, kickoff time, you got number 19, UCLA, taking on Washington State. So, quick recap before we kick it off. Back to Mike Will and Jimmy Parcell. Hastings College on top of Nebraska Wesleyan at half, 21-7. And here in just a few minutes, Nebraska will be taking on Rutgers, and that game's on Big Ten Network, as well as the Breeze, 94.5. So, that's all I've got here. Gonna take about minute break maybe a little longer before we kick it back to the Hastings College game you've been listening to the Hastings College halftime scoreboard brought to you by ASAP area substance abuse and alcohol prevention ASAP partners with local agencies and schools to help change the attitudes and raise awareness about the dangers of alcohol and substance abuse For more information, log on to asaap-ne.org. Stay tuned. The second half is coming up on your home and away voice of the Hastings College Broncos, 1230 KHAS. When it hurts, come to Burt's. Burt's Drug Stores in Hastings has the best prescription and over-the-counter service and free delivery six days a week. You get old-fashioned, know you buy your first-name personal service at Burt's Drug Store downtown Hastings and Burt's Pharmacy, 14th and Bellevue. Keep your vehicle in top running condition. Rely on the trained professional mechanics at Halloran Automotive. They'll have your car, truck, or van ready for changing driving conditions. Safe driving starts with a stop at Halloran Automotive, 2001 West 2nd Street in Hastings. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings 207 South Burlington is the place for all your rehabilitation needs. PTSR offers orthopedic, neurologic, and sports injury rehabilitation. A certified hand specialist is available for the more delicate upper extremity injuries. Aquatic therapy and balance training is also available. A certified athletic trainer is on staff as well. PTSR has a strong industrial services division providing physical and functional capacity testing as well as drug and alcohol screening. Visit them at ptsrhastings.com. Farm Bureau Financial Services, we're here to make insurance simple through all stages of life. Knowing your loved ones will be taken care of can give you peace of mind, and you can count on your local Farm Bureau agent to help determine the amount of life insurance that's right for you. You already trust us to help protect your valuables. Now trust us to help protect what you value most, your loved ones. Call Marty DeMuth in Hastings today to see how we make insurance simple. 
Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company, securities and services offered through FBL Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. 1230 KHAS. AC Challenge football for you here this afternoon on 1230 KHAS and also online at www.hastingslink.com. Broncos have the lead here at halftime over Wesleyan. The score is 21-7 in favor of the Broncos as we inch closer to the second-half kick here. Congratulations to the Hastings St. Cecilia volleyball team. They won the Class C2 state championship here this afternoon with a win over Stanton. So the Hawks under their, the Hawkettes under first-year head coach Tara Jones, a number five seed in the state tournament coming in here. They win the three days in a row, and they beat Stanton today in the championship game, 25-13, 25-21, and 25-13. Lucy Skoke had 16 kills for Hastings St. Cecilia. Little Sheehy had 12 so uh, St. Cecilia wins the state championship in the Class C2 volleyball. Hastings College basketball teams, they were in action last night. The men picked up a win over Friends University, 83-66. to The women are playing up in Mitchell, South Dakota this weekend. They picked up a win yesterday over Valley City State by a score of 84-63. to Conference season for the basketball players and the basketball teams will start on Wednesday. That's when we'll begin our coverage as the Concordia Bulldogs will be in town to take on Hastings as we get the round balls out on Wednesday. 6 o'clock will be the uh, women's game. 8 o'clock for the guys will be on the air with a pregame show and new head coach Gina Johansson at uh, 545 on Wednesday afternoon. So we got uh, basketball coming away. We'll put the cleats away here following this ball game with Hastings College and we'll get the round balls out and get ready to go. A, a fun season of Hastings College basketball and we'll have them uh, holding away now for the rest of the season beginning on uh, Wednesday night here on 1230 KHAS. So, yeah, it's, geez, it's time geez, to get there. You, you, you didn't need to burst my bubble and start breaking me out in tear-filled eyes right now. We're one half of football away from, I guess I hang my headset up again. We, we went out last night in high school season. Yep. St. Cecilia going down to a very good football team. So, we're done with high school football and actually uh, done today so one half of football and well your tears you're, will be tears will be rolling here later you're on, on so. the doorsteps of this uh deer hunting thing you've been trying to and i'm not a hunter I, I gotta admit this i'm not a hunter jimmy is an avid hunter and he tried to tell me all trip long coming down here about all these hunting techniques he even went out this morning before we took off i said what do you do what do you do? You sit out there for a whole week and, and you never shoot a deer. That's like a little boy going to a, a baseball diamond with his bat and his glove and his ball, and he just sits there. He never plays with his bat and his ball and his glove. You go out and sit in your deer blind looking for a deer to come walking through, uh, and you just sit there. You just sit there well, all day. You see, deer camp goes from Saturday to the following Sunday, and if you take a week's vacation, that gives you a whole week so the whole week, so you don't get excited. No, you, you don't. I, I sat there this morning and I heard shots going around me, and I'm like, "What fun is that?" Unless it's the deer of a lifetime, you 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 just wait for the you, big one. You, well, yeah, I wait for the big one, and of course, then you know how that goes. Yeah, You're, then the season you've been, ends. You, you've been waiting for deer sausage for four years. Yeah, the, the year ends on the Sunday. Then the week from uh, tomorrow, 
and you get down to Sunday, and then Sunday you don't see anything, so you're shut out. Yeah, shut out, and you, you call you it a year. Polish your gun up, put it in the safe for another year, and I don't understand and you, then deer I, hunters. Then I go to the grocery store and buy you a stick of salami. Yeah, because, because you didn't shoot one for the. Fourth you know year what? I'm I'm mark my words. I am I am going to down one this year, and I'm going to walk into party line, and I'm going to look for the wizard, <laughs> and I'm going to bring the wizard some deer sausage. But uh, deer camp is is fun. It's uh, you got some strange people. Well, I've I've got a buddy of mine out right now. I know that's been sitting there all morning long. He's uh, got a cooler of yeah. uh, chips and cheese and snacks and sodas and got a radio. You always take a radio to the deer blind. He's listening to us right now, and then they'll be listening to the Oscar game. So you, you sit there all day. It's just a way to get away from society and everything. Enjoy it, the wilderness. Oh, it's just and it's beautiful, beautiful out. We're about ready to get uh, underway here in the second half on a beautiful Saturday afternoon in Lincoln. The Broncos with a 21-7 to lead. And Hastings College will get the football. All right, so uh, they're going to kick off here. The Broncos already have the lead here in this ball game. We'll see if they can hold it. They ain't going to do it that way as they fumble the ball. That's uh, Darvante Knight. He fumbles it, and then he scrambles forward to the 28-yard line. So Hastings and Nebraska-Westland. As we start the second half again, the Broncos had 246 yards of total offense in the first half, 155 for Nebraska Wesleyan. The Broncos had 105 yards rushing and 141 yards passing. Had a pretty good offensive uh, showing there in the first half. We'll see if we can keep it alive here in half number two. Broncos working from our right to our left here in the second half of play. Cruz Samaniego back out there. Wide receivers all over the place. Cruz wants to throw. He's going to run it 25, 30, 35, 40, and he's going to be brought down at the 41 yard line. So Cruz probably running the ball a little bit more today than the, the coaching staff wants him to. And Silent Diego is going to be brought down, I'm going to say, officially at the 39-yard line. It's going to be a first down for Hastings. So first down for the Broncos. Austin Curley and Glenn Wallace, your wide receiver, split to the right side of the formation now. One wide receiver will come to the left side. Cruz waiting for the snap. He's got it. They're going to hand the ball away to Darvante Knight outside the numbers, 40. He's at the 45 and brought down at the 48-yard line. Darvante Knight carrying the ball to the 48 of Hastings College. Tackle is made in there by the quarterback coming up there. That's Andy Thaborod for Nebraska Westland. That's a pickup there of eight yards on the play by Darvante Knight. A couple good positive plays for Hastings. A gain of 14 by Simon Yego and then an eight-yard run off the right side. And the Broncos nearing midfield just underway here in the second half. They've got a second and two of the ball at the 47. Here's uh, Simon Yego again. Hands the ball away. Darvante across the 50, 45, down to the uh, 40-yard line. And the stop there. There's going to be a Jacob Van Loo, the outside linebacker for Nebraska Wesleyan, the sophomore out of Brighton, Colorado. And Hastings is jamming ball down the throats of Nebraska Wesleyan here in this third quarter, already leading by the score of 21-7. Five carries, 32 yards for Knight, and a nice job there by the offensive line. He went right in behind his center, got into the uh, second tier, and picked up a nice gain of 11 yards, 16 first downs now for Hastings. Cruz waiting in the pocket, throws it. He's got a man open. He makes the catch down there inside the 20-yard line. A great catch, and there's the tight end that we talked about in the pregame show, Kaleo Buckman. They wanted to get him involved, and finally to get him the ball. That was a nice catch down there. Buckman lays his body out there and pulls it in inside the red zone, and the Broncos are on the move. Well, and again, good protection for Cruz. He stood solid in the pocket, and Buckman was running down around the numbers, hitting a great catch out there. He had to climb the ladder a little bit, but a 25-yard gain. 17-yard line is where the Hastings Broncos will set up. Here's a Darvante Knight outside, and he's going to be brought down at the 16-yard line. Over there again, making the stop, Russell Beard for Nebraska Wesleyan. Beard getting some uh, help there as well to bring him down. 
That's Dakota Buss also under the stop there. A pickup of about a yard in the play for Darvante Knight. So he's now looking at second down, nine yards to go. The line of scrimmage at the 17-yard line of Nebraska Wesleyan. Trio of wide receivers split to the left side of the formation. Austin Curley will go to the right. Now you've got uh, Cloyd in the backfield. They fake the ball to him. They throw it out here to Wallace. Wallace has got the ball to 15. Wallace plows forward down to about the 11 or 12-yard line before he's going to be stuck right there by the Prairie Wolves and Nebraska Wesleyan getting up to make this stop. Jacob Van Lu again for Nebraska Wesleyan. We'll give him a pickup there of about six yards, maybe closer to five. He's now looking at third down here, third down at about four yards to go. Line of scrimmage is sitting at the 13-yard line. At the 13-yard line of Nebraska Wesleyan, just underway here in the third quarter. Diego in the pocket throws it incomplete. Incomplete pass there. It was knocked down by Klaborod, Andy Klaborod. And now we're going to have a field goal attempt here for Hastings as Nikki G will come into the ball game. Neck is 8 out of 13 on field goals this year. His longest one has been 42 yards. Line of scrimmage here will be the 13-yard line. This will be, let's see, they're going to put the ball down at the 18. So this will be a 28-yard field goal attempt for Nikki G from the near side hash mark. Ball is down. Now they fumble the snap here, and Hastings is not going to get anything here. Bockle was the uh, holder. The snap looked like it was good. Bockle just uh, had that ball go off of his fingertips and like he had oil on his hands. He bobbled the, the snap, and Bockle is going to be tackling the play. So Hastings, uh, what looked like a good possession there, Jim, they come up empty on the scoreboard. Yeah, really uh, disappointing there, obviously, for the coaches right beside us. The window next, seven plays, 64 yards. They take the football right downfield, got it in the red zone, and no points. That is uh, not a good deal here. Nothing safe here with this Wesleyan football team. They made a big comeback last week. Here's uh, Tyler Smith back in there at quarterback for Nebraska Wesleyan as he hands the ball away across the 20 onto the 21-yard line. Yeah, this is this is nothing here. Hastings has got a 14-point lead. That's uh, Weedle carrying the ball there for Wesleyan. Nebraska Wesleyan down big time in the ball game last yeah, week were, against Northwestern. They were down over, I think, 32 yeah. points late in the second quarter. They outscored them 22 to nothing in yeah. the second half. So it, it can be done. This is uh, well within reach here for this Wesleyan football team. Second down and about six yards to go for Wesleyan. They get the ball down their own 22-yard line. They're working from our left to our right here in the second half. Weedle again gets the call, and he's going nowhere as the Broncos have got him down in a hurry. Uh, the bottom of the stack getting up there for Hastings College is going to be Kelly McBride. So a little of any gain right there. They're going to move the ball up to about the 22-yard line. And we're looking at third down here and about five yards to go. So third down and five. Wesley, again, working from our left to our right here in this third period. We're down to 10 minutes and 50 seconds to play. Hastings College has got to lead 21-7 to here in the ballgame. Tyler Smith has got wide receivers left and right. He's got a running back just to his left side here as he waits for the ball in the gun. Now that guy goes in motion in the backfield, and here comes Smith. He wants to throw the ball. Coming to the near side, holds it, now throws it. It's going to be caught. Does he stay in bounds? No, he doesn't. He makes the catch here on the near sideline, but he was out of bounds. That's Ryan Schneider. Ryan Schneider catches the ball, but he's out of bounds, and Wesleyan goes three plays off to punt. Boy, we have not heard a lot out of the uh, two wide receivers that we talked about in the pregame show, Larson or Schneider. Do they have a catch yet today? No, they do not. Uh, one catch by Trevor McKee in the uh, tight end, and then the rest of the catches have been out of the backfield to the running back, so... Bronco defense doing a, a great job. Jardine was over there. Also, Josh Johnson on coverage to make sure the uh, 
Big wide receiver did not bring that down, so good defensive stand. The Broncos give up 155 yards in that first half, just five here. Clancy will stand at his 40. Broncos will get the football back. Andrew Gelb is the punter. He's standing here at the six-yard line now for Nebraska Westland as the wind is starting to pick up here a little bit in Lincoln. There's the uh, snap. Gelb gets it away. Not a very good kick. Kind of hangs up there, and it's going to bounce at the 46-yard line and take a little bit of a Hastings bounce. And they're going to down the football here at the uh, 49. So not a very good kick there by Andrew Gelb. That was a kick of only about 27 yards, no return for Hastings, but the Broncos will get the ball in Wesleyan territory. They'll start this drive from the Prairie Wolf 49-yard line. Well, we'll see what Hastings can do here. Very impressive. Took it all the way downfield in the Wesleyan red zone and then bobbled the snap for the the, uh, field goal attempt. They've got the football inside, just inside Wesleyan territory at the 49. Here's Simon Diego, hands the ball away to Cloyd. Cloyd with the ball as he hurdles his way to the 45 to the 44-yard line. Tackle was made by Russell Beard, the linebacker for Nebraska Wesleyan. So Anthony Cloyd has run the ball. We've seen Taj Willingham. We've seen Jake Fowler. We've seen Darvante Knight all in the ball game for Hastings out of this running back position, out of this spread offense. Second down and five yards to go. Hastings with the ball now at about the 44-yard line of Nebraska Westland. There's another uh, running play there. Anthony Cloyd, he fumbles the football, but his knee was on the ground there as he takes the ball down to about the 40-yard line of Westland. Tackle is made by Taylor Sorensen, the defensive lineman, the sophomore, out of Lincoln Northeast. And now Hastings on a couple of running plays. There's none at about nine yards, and there's a third down and one. You know what's good about all them running backs being in there? All but one will be back next year. Yeah. That's going to be great experience for this Bronco team. Here's Anthony Cloyd. He's got the first down and more across the 40 to the 38-yard line. That's going to be a first down. So he sings with the ball now in Wesleyan territory at the 38. Yeah, he sings actually got a very young football team. And the future looks pretty bright here for the 2016 season for Hastings. Anxious to get started already. Yeah, I know it. They've... Uh... They've played a lot of youth all season long, and they've got some good skill players coming back and uh, defensive players as well. Here's Cruz Diego rolls right, holds it. He's got a lot of room out there, 40, 35, 30-yard line. He just runs out of bounds. So Wesleyan having a tough time uh, containing Cruz Diego here today. He's had a lot of nice runs. He moves the ball right there. They're going to spot the football. It was run out of bounds about the 32 of Nebraska Wesleyan, so we'll give him a pickup of six yards into play. And he sees now looking at second down and four. And barring any injury to that young man, he could have a big career at Hastings College. Samaniego, just a freshman. There's a uh, handoff now. Anthony Cloyd, he's going to be stopped here as he gets the ball down to about the 30-yard line. So a little read option, I think, there as Cruz hands the ball away to Anthony Cloyd where he gains a couple of yards. Dackle is made in there defensively by Max Lawrence. He's the defensive lineman, the product out of Donovan Trumbull. Is now in his senior season here at Nebraska Wesleyan. Hastings looking at third down and a yard to go. The ball is sitting at the 30-yard line of Nebraska Wesleyan. Eight minutes and nine seconds to play here in the third quarter. Cruz Samaniego waiting for the snap. He's got it. Handoff here. First down and more. Anthony Cloyd breaks into the open 15. He's at the 10. Runs over a man at the five-yard line. Down to the two. Nice run there by Anthony Cloyd for Hastings. Cloyd takes the ball down to about the two-yard line, and the Broncos are knocking on touchdown door here in the third quarter. Cloyd, a 26-yard blast up the middle. A great job again by the offensive line. Watch that on replay. Cloyd broke three tackles. Strong physical run there by Anthony Cloyd. Broncos first and goal at the three. He gets the call again. Cloyd just puts his shoulder down and drives the ball into the end zone. Touchdown, Hastings. 
So the Broncos have two nice drives here to begin the second half of play. The first one results in a missed field goal attempt or a bubbled snap on the field goal attempt. This time they cash in on a short punt. They go 48 yards here on this drive. They stick it in the end zone on a two-yard run by Anthony Cloyd. And now Hastings is out on top 27-7 with a PAT pending here. Ball is down. Kick is up. Sailing toward the uprights. It is good. And the Broncos have the lead. Seven minutes and 38 seconds to play in the third quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings 28, Nebraska Wesleyan 7. Comfort means something different to everyone. And Frigidaire offers home comfort solutions as unique as your family. You can design systems that control seasonal allergens, humidity, and other environmental factors. Or get rid of hot and cold spots with independent comfort zones. Call 402-463-4853 and Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning will work with you to design the system that's perfect for your family. Experience trusted Frigidaire comfort and exceptional service from Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning in Hastings and Kearney. Call 402-463-4853. 1230 KHAS. Hastings College trying to string together three consecutive wins to end the season here. They have beaten Midland. They have beaten Dort. Now they've got a lead here over Nebraska Wesleyan. The score 28-7. Nice way to send the uh, Prairie Wolves off to their new conference here with a, uh, with a loss here to Hastings College, one of their big rivals in the GPAC. Well, it'll be big for Hastings for a lot of reasons. We talked about all the youth coming back. They graduate, uh, what, 12 seniors uh, after uh, this game here. But a lot of youth has seen the field. Going to be excited about next year. But, again, the Prairie Wolves going to Division Three and playing that to Iowa Athletic Conference. For Anthony Cloyd, 16 carries, 53 yards as the ball blows off the uh, the tee here as the winds have, uh, again, they've picked up just a bit here in Lincoln. But uh, five different running backs today. They're all up around the 60-yard mark. Nobody, that's what I said earlier, nobody's going to have really some huge days unless they break a big run because they rotate them in so frequently that everybody gets a chance to get a break. But, Cloyd's number was called there, and he caps it off with a three-yard touchdown run. Seven plays, 48 yards. The Broncos are out in front of Wesleyan, 28-7. to Here's the kickoff by Nicky G. He's going to drive this one into the end zone. And uh, Taylor's going to stay right there. Shaka Taylor's going to stay right there about eight yards deep in the end zone. So a touchback, and Wesleyan will get the ball. You know, ever since uh, Wesleyan took that opening possession down the field and stuffed in the end zone, the Hastings College defense has really shut down Anything that Wesleyan has wanted to do, let's uh, keep our fingers crossed that that continues, but Wesleyan has not done very much since that opening possession. Yeah, Wesleyan had 38 yards in the air, 58 yards on the ground, and since then, the Prairie Wolves with uh, just 11 yards through the air and 41 on the ground. So a great job of making some adjustments that they have been all over this uh, Wesleyan offense. All right, Tyler Smith back out there. He's the uh, sophomore quarterback out of Centennial, Colorado, made his first start here today and. Replace of Ben Green, who is the uh, starting quarterback, got injured last week against Northwestern. They just run with a running play straight up the gut there. That's going to be Shaka Taylor carrying the ball for about a yard. I've never really quite understood that play. Why you just run the ball straight ahead into a, a wall. A wall that's 245, 240, 250, and 260 across the front. What's your chances? Well, not much against this Bronco front four. They have done as good equally as good as the offensive line in the white jerseys today have done. They've uh, dominated the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Second down, nine yards to go. They want to throw it again. Smith throws it. It's going to be picked off. Picked off by Hastings. That's going to be a pick six touchdown. McBride. 
Kelly McBride picks it off for Hastings and returns it for a pick six touchdown. Hastings with 6.53 to play. That is the 15th interception for Hastings College here this season. And for McBride, I believe that's two pick sixes in the last two weeks. If I'm not mistaken, McBride jumped the pass pattern about the 25-yard line, and he went in untouched. There's the replay of it. Yeah, nobody got a hand on Kelly McBride. So the Broncos opening things up. We talked how good the defense has played all game long. They get a pick six there, and it's now 34-7, to Hastings College. Hastings in this uh, funky formation. Now they're going to snap the ball. Here's a buckle. He's going to run it toward the goal line. He gets in for the two-point conversion. They have shown this funky setup all season long, and they always shift back to the center of the formation, Jimmy, and, and then eventually kick the football. That time, Wesleyan didn't make the switch. They just stood there. They went ahead and snapped the ball, and Bockle, who's our punter, just runs it into the end zone for the two-point conversion. Yeah, Bockle looked like he wanted to throw the football, and then he seen everything open in the middle, and he just wisely took it right up field. Three yards later, Bockle's in. He's auditioning for a running back role next year. So the Broncos add to their lead now. It is now Hastings College 36, Nebraska Wesleyan 7. You're listening to Bronco Football on 1230 KHAS. Speed matters. With the kids back in school and the whole family online, keep everyone happy with wireless LTE Internet from Glenwood. Research a school project on your iPad, on the home office computer, or using Wi-Fi to save minutes on your phone's data plan. It can all happen at once. Reliable speeds are available from 3 to 12 megabits. Glenwood offers local service and support with exceptional customer service. Update your Internet today. Call 866-756-4746 or visit shopglenwood.net. 1230 KHAS. Well, if I was playing video games at home, I'd just hit the old uh, reset button and start this season over again. If I was playing uh, football on my Xbox, just hit the reset button and start this season over as the Broncos look good today. 36-7 is the score. There's the kickoff fielded at the 10-yard line. Back to the 15, 20, 25 lookout. Back to the uh, 35-yard line. Bring the ball back with Shaka Taylor. Right down there by Hastings. I think that's Tarn down there in the special teams of the Broncos to bring him down at about the 35 or 36-yard line. Well, after the bye week, Hastings had a goal, and we knew what that was, is to win the final three games out, get to 500 on the season, and Hastings uh, appears to be going on to do a, doing that after the break, get to 5-5 five and five on the year, get a little uh, pickup in the step. And man, the Broncos, they look as good today as I think I've seen them all year long. There's a Tyler Smith back in there. He pitches the ball back. That's going to be a Taylor with the ball. He's fighting still on his feet, but he's not going far. It's like a big old rugby scrum as they bring the ball to the 38-yard line and pick him up two yards in a play by Shaka Taylor, a 5'10", 195-pound sophomore out of Lutheran High Northeast. Up there around the Norfolk. Second down and eight yards to go. Ball is pushed out here to the 38-yard line. We've got six minutes and 20 seconds to play here in the third quarter. He sings... Out on top of Nebraska Wesleyan by the score of 36-7 here this afternoon. Wide receiver is Ryan Larson split to the left side. Ryan Schneider, the other wide receiver, split to the right side of the formation. Here's the quarterback, Smith. He's uh, faked the ball, and now he's going to run it, and down he goes here at the uh, 38-yard line. A pickup of only about a yard on the play. And now it's going to bring up a third down situation. That was. That was a new quarterback. That's Jake Kittle, the Aurora High School product that was in there on that on that play, you remember him, don't you? Yeah. Jake Kittle from Aurora just did a game of his last year when he played for uh, Randy Huber before he left. So now, he, now we're going to see Smith back in the game. Yeah, so Kittle comes in for one play. 
He picks up a yard, and he's back on the bench, and here comes uh, Tyler Smith back in there. All right, wide receivers again go left and right, third down and long here for Nebraska Westland. He sees coming with a blitz. Let's see if they can get there. Smith is going to get away from a 40, 45 to the 50, and he's run out of bounds and uh, knocked out of bounds there by Hastings. A good thing they get a flag over there as uh, Smith goes sliding into the uh, Bronco bench down here. Jardine was over there. He's the one that running him out of bounds. I don't, we have a – oh, we had an injury over there. Well, maybe Smith is a little shaken up. Now the officials are going to help Smith return to the playing field here. They're going to mark the football at the 48-yard line, and now Smith is going to come back into the out of the ball game. Yeah, he might be a little injured. That, he took a big hit over there from uh, Jardine as he goes sailing out of bounds. Yes. So now Kittle's back in there, the Aurora product for uh, the Nebraska Wesleyan Prairie Wolves. First down and 10 yards to go from the Hastings 48-yard line. Kittle with the ball. He's going to run it over here to the 45-yard line to about the 44. Now, remember, their number one quarterback, Ben Green, he was injured last week against Northwestern. So, actually, this uh, Tyler Smith guy he is the uh, number two quarterback on the depth chart. And I assume McKittle must be number three, but he's in there now with the injury to Tyler Smith. Not a good way to end the season here for Nebraska Wesleyan. Oh, and I see Smith on the sidelines. He's putting his cap back on down there. The medical training staff was over there, but... Now they're not around. He's just standing right off the left side of Brian Keller. All right, second down, seven yards to go. Kittle on the option play, and he's going to be, well, he gets away down here at the 39-yard line. He was stopped once, and then Hastings let him away there. Dusty Nolly finally had to bring him down there for the Broncos at the 39-yard line. So it's going to bring up a third down situation now. So Kittle stays out there at quarterback for Nebraska Wesleyan. They're going to be looking at a third down situation here. Third down and about two yards to go, four minutes Exactly to play here in quarter number three. Hastings College out on top of Nebraska Wesleyan this afternoon by the score of 36 to 7. Wide receivers left and right. Kittle waiting for the snap. He's got it. He's going to fake the ball. Now runs it across the 40. Kittle gets away down to the 35 yard line. That's going to be a first down. Hanging on for dear life there for Hastings. Wanting to bring him down was Devin Jackson, who's into the ball game now. As Jackson slowed him down, he came through the hole. He couldn't quite pull him down by his. His shirt tail there. Kittle got away enough for the first down down to the Hastings College 35. Kittle, six foot, 185 pounds, showing uh, he's a tough guy to bring down. Hastings College can't uh, be tackling him up around the jerseys. He's picked off some good gains there. That one was a five yard gain all the way down the 35 yard line, 325 in this third quarter left. Here's a Kittle. He's going to throw it for the first time today. There's a pass over to the far sideline. It's going to be caught there by Shaka Taylor. He's got to go down to the turf to grab it, so uh, no advancement of the ball here as they move it from the 35 to the 33-yard line, a two-yard completed pass. Hastings out on top of Nebraska Wesleyan, 36-7 is the score. Hastings trying to wrap up the season with a win here this afternoon to complete a 5-5 five and five season, winning their last three ball games here. You can't rest easy right now because Nebraska Wesleyan had a big comeback a week ago against Northwestern. Wesleyan spending a lot of time, however, getting up to the line of scrimmage here. Yeah, Playcock already down to 5-4-3. Here's a Kittle waiting for the snap. He's got it. Swings the ball out here. It's going to be caught. Now we're going to have a halfback pass. Throwing the ball downfield, and it's going to be picked off. It's going to be picked off by Hastings down here in the corner of the end zone. And picking the ball off is going to be Jacob Tarr. So a halfback pass thrown by Shaka Taylor was way overthrown. And Jacob Tarr gets his fourth interception of the 2015 season. And Hastings 
Gets the ball back here after the interception from Tar. Shaka Taylor, when he threw that football, he was drilled in the backside. He was very slow at getting off the field as well. That was, again, a ball. You can see it on the uh, replay there. Just grossly overthrown. Tar was right there in position. Picks it off, but unfortunately, he goes out of bounds at the two-yard line. So Hastings is going to have a first and ten here at their own two-yard line. 2.31 left to go here in the third quarter. All right, wide receivers left and right. Cruz Samaniego is just going to hand the ball away. Busting through there. Look out! Look out off to the races. This is going to be a 98-yard touchdown run. Taking the ball downfield is Taj Willingham. Willingham's going to go 98 yards for a touchdown. Unbelievable. Taj Willingham, 98 yards. And now we've got a penalty flag in the end zone as Taj took his helmet off. There's going to be excessive celebration down there. He probably needed oxygen. Ah. Noah House was bringing the tank with him. Noah House with some great speed. He was running behind Willingham. Here's the replay, but you'll see House come in there at about the 40-yard line, and he escorts him. Right there comes Noah House into play, and he kind of slowed down to a trot as Taj was sprinting. Taj Willingham, a banger in there, running back, but he gets a great block off the left side, and he was into the secondary. Nobody touches him. 98 yards later, boy, Hastings has scored on some huge touchdown plays this season. That's probably a uh, penalty that Tony's not going to gripe about. Excessive celebration in the uh, end zone here. So now we're going to try the extra point. A 98-yard touchdown run by Taj Willingham. Nikki G into the ball game for the PAT for Hastings. Waiting for the snap here. High snap. Bonko gets it down. Extra point. Donks the uh, right upright. So the uh, PAT is going to be uh, no good there by Nikki G, but Hastings on the board again. We've got two minutes and 17 seconds to play in the third quarter. Hastings 42, Nebraska Wesleyan 7. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here in Lincoln. has been a very enjoyable afternoon. Taj Willingham, 98 yards for a touchdown. <laughs> Tell you what, he could have just uh, maybe stopped and gave the ball uh, like on a relay. Give it back to Austin Curley. Here, you run it in for the rest of the 30 uh, yards. You mean Noah House? He was there. Yeah. Uh, he was there escorting him in there. There was nobody going to get to uh, Willingham. But uh, again, just off the left side, right between the left guard and left tackle, there was a seam, and then there was no backers that were even in the area, no defensive backs. I don't know what their defensive front, what they were, were looking at. Hastings had the field spread a little bit, but again, just a huge seam. And the 5'8", 200-pound freshman, 98 yards later, takes it to pay dirt, and uh, the Broncos are now up big 42-7. to seven. We're in the third quarter of playing the final minutes of this ball game. In the third period, here's a return. Now the ball is going to be loose down here. Big stack up as Taylor brings the ball back, and he got clobbered. And the ball was loose there at about the uh, 28-yard line. Hastings nearly came up with a big fumble recovery there on the kickoff. Well, now we got a penalty flag right down here in front of us at the 18-yard line. Well, I tell you, you talked about these two teams. That's a shock of Taylor that's injured on that play. He got hit hard on that last pass play, but he's going to come out very gingerly with his right shoulder. But well, I'll tell you what, to be on the kickoff return teams, you got to be uh, – 
you got to have some guts out there. These guys are flying around. There's some big-time hits laid out here today. Yeah, the penalty flag is way back here on the Hastings end at the 18-yard line. The official is going to confer down there. They brought the ball back after the fumble recovery to about the uh, 28 as they sort this one out. We're in the third quarter with two minutes and 10 seconds to play. Here comes the indication now from the officials. They're going to stroll over here and talk with Brian Keller here on the near sidelines. What are we going to do here, guys? Let's make the call. They're looking around. Now it's going to be illegal formation on Hastings on the uh, kickoff team. That's going to cost us five yards. So they're going to bring the ball to the 33-yard line. That's where Nebraska Wesleyan will start this drive. So Wesleyan is trailing in the ball game now, 42 to seven to Hastings. We were talking uh, at the break there, Hastings uh, this year. I mentioned they've scored on some big touchdown plays. I know Curley caught a 99-yard touchdown pass. We're trying to think who that was against, but they've had some some big long touchdown plays running and passing here this season. All right, Kittle's going to stay in there at quarterback now here for Nebraska Wesleyan. Hands the ball away to a Weedle, and Weedle is going to be brought down. I think Hastings got the face mask. Josh Johnson is over here. I think he reached over the top of the uh, helmet there and grabbed his face mask. Uh, he picks up a couple of yards on the sweep here to the right side, and Hastings are going to be penalized here for grabbing the face mask. Yeah, we've scored in a 99-yard touchdown, now a 98-yard touchdown. Todd Willingham going the distance there. And the Broncos have looked very good today, 42-7 to over Nebraska Wesleyan. They'll have plenty of big plays to put together for the banquet, I can, I can tell you that. It's going to be a penalty against Hastings, obviously. It'll bring the football all the way down into Bronco territory. They'll spot it right at the 48-yard line. Two minutes left to go here in the third quarter. Hastings comfortably out in front of Wesleyan, 42-7. to Ryan Larson is your wide receiver to the left side. Ryan Schneider, your wide receiver to the right. Now they're missing a couple of guys here. Two guys coming in late for uh, Wesleyan. They go with uh, just one setback in the uh, backfield now. Man comes in motion. They fake the ball to him. They swing the ball out here. It's going to be grabbed at the 50-45 down to the 41-yard line. That's going to be Weedle with a ball there as he catches on a little swing pass coming to the near sideline. Weedle moves the ball from the 48 down to the 42-yard line, a pickup of six yards on the play. If you're just joining us, uh, Hastings St. Cecilia, congratulations to the Hawkettes. They won the Class C2 State Volleyball Championship today, beating Stanton, uh, beating Stanton in the championship game. 25-13, 25-21, and 25-13. Second down and three yards to go. Kittle's going to hand the ball away. Weedle with it now across the 40, down to about the 37-yard line before he's tackled there. Tackle was made in there by the Broncos. And making the stop was Jared McDermott, who's still in there at linebacker, the senior out of Gardner, Kansas. And that's going to be a first down for Nebraska Wesleyan at the Hastings College, 37. Think back to that first drive Nebraska Wesleyan had. They got the kickoff. They take the football all the way downfield, scoring a long, uh, long drive. But it was very poor tackling for Hastings College. But as you said earlier, since that time, boy, they've really buckled their caps down, and they've done a much better job against this Wesleyan offense. Wide receivers to the left side and to the right. Two of them split out to the left side of the formation for uh, Kittle, who stays in there. There's a handoff to Weedle. Weedle still on his feet, fighting down to the 32-yard line. Again, the Broncos had him stopped there at about the 35. Getting his hands on him was uh, Austin Bogner, but he could not bring him down. Finally, Weedle squirts forward down to about the 33-yard line, so give him a pickup of about four yards in a play. Second down and six. Under 20 seconds to play here in the third quarter. From Abel Stadium, Weary Field in Lincoln. 
here today, and they're just going to let the clock run down here, I do believe, as we'll be looking at a second down and eight situation here at about the uh, 33-yard line. And now they're going to, well, they just let all that time expire here. Normally, you would do that if you were ahead 42-7, to not when you're behind 42-7. to But Nebraska Wesley, unless the final uh, 20 or 25 seconds took off there, and we've reached the end of the third quarter of play. Hastings looking good, trying to put this season uh, off of the right foot here with uh, three straight wins. Hastings with the lead of a Nebraska Wesleyan after three. The score, Hastings 42, Nebraska Wesleyan 7. The holidays have arrived at Bob Sass Flowers and the store is bursting with the latest holiday decor. Receive 20% savings store-wide at the holiday sale now through November 14th. Hi, this is Amy and I want to personally invite you to come and experience the exciting new Christmas decor that is sure to complete any home with warmth and holiday spirit. You'll find wreaths, candles, swags, tablescapes, and much more. Bob Sass Flowers is celebrating 60 years of bringing joy to families and homes with flowers and home decor. Real people delivering real love. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. Plus the personal service of Steve Verinol, Tino Martina, TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Carney, TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. 1230 KHAS. As we come back here in Nebraska Wesleyan. They fumbled the snap. You were digging through your sheets. I was. I I got you covered here. We've got one more quarter of football to do together, buddy. That's what we do. We we fumbled the snap here. We cover each other. Yeah, Jake Kittle, he pulled away a little early and lost a couple of yards. So it's going to bring up third down and six. The ball up the 33-yard line just underway here in the fourth quarter. That's what a good color man does. That's exactly right. You help you out. Pick you up. Third down here for Nebraska Wesleyan in Hastings College territory. Kittle, play action pass. Now he rolls to his left side. Wants to throw it. He does. Caught and dropped. Caught and dropped here at the uh, 31-yard line. Out there in the pattern that time for Nebraska Wesleyan. He had a rust camp out there. But he dropped it out of his hands, and it's going to bring up a fourth down situation now for Wesleyan. Stat numbers brought to you by Rival Sports Bar and Grill, home of the $6.99 daily lunch special and drink specials. And on Husker and Bronco game days, get a large specialty pizza and domestic pitcher for $21.99. Through three quarters for the Prairie Wolves, 212 total yards, 60 through the air, 152 on the ground. For the Broncos, very impressive day again, 452 yards of total offense, 170 off the arm of Salmon Diego, 282 rushing. And Wesleyan looking at a fourth down call. Kiddo backs up. He's going to throw the ball downfield. He's got a man out there, but overthrows him in the Bronco end zone. A man had a stop or had a uh, step on his defensive back back there. That was uh, Pancost who was out there. Mitch Pancost. They got him the ball, but it was overthrown in the end zone. Look at some individual leaders for both teams. For Wesleyan, Joel Weedle leads the way, 15 carries, 80 yards. Shaka Taylor with the camo shoes, 10 carries, 50 yards. Receiving leader, Corey Jones, Smarty Jones's uncle, three catches, 23 yards. And for Hastings College, Taj Willingham, four carries, 138, two touchdowns. He had that uh, 98-yarder. Schamberger leads the way, receiving three catches, 49 yards. So Hastings has got the ball. This is going to be Jason Gaines who's in there now. Here's uh, Fowler with the ball as Fowler brings the ball to the 45-46 yard line. Tackle is made in there by Wes Betcher. 
The senior from Lakewood, Colorado. So now Jason Gaines into the ball game for a Cruz Samaniego at quarterback. Jason, of course, has started the season the number one quarterback. He's a 6'1", 185-pound junior out of Papillion. He was a starter for the first uh, three ball games for Hastings, and then uh, all of a sudden Cruz Samaniego takes over the starter's role. We have seen very little of Jason Gaines since that uh, fourth ball game. Here's Jake Fowler with the ball outside, spins. He's in the open again, 45-50, 40-yard line of Nebraska Wesleyan down to the 38-yard line. That's a nice bit of running there by Jake Fowler of Hastings. Tackle is made by Brandon McGill. The senior out of Waverly for Nebraska Wesleyan. Six carries now, 52 yards for Fowler in the ball game. Back-to-back big runs, 14 and 16 yards respectively. 22nd first down for Hastings College. They've got it in Prairie Wolf territory at the 39-yard line. Broncos looking for more. Fowler, of course, had a big ball game last week. 99 yards in the contest against the Dort defenders. Jason Gaines wants to throw. He tosses it, caught here at the 35, and then chopped down. They got the ball out here, and Hastings got uh, some new fe- uh, folks into the ball game here. This is uh, Trevor Birdsell. He's on the reception there as he's chopped down at about the 35-yard line, so a short gain there. That's going to bring up a second down. So Hastings got their well under the depth chart here already in the fourth quarter with 12-20 to play and a 42-7 lead here for the Hastings College Broncos. Well, with the travel roster, we probably won't see what we had last week. They were pulling guys out of the stands, putting them in a uh, – in a Bronco uniform. A lot of guys seen the field last week, but uh, a lot of them guys that traveled on this roster here today are going to get into uh, get into some action. Second down and seven. Jason Gaines hands the ball away, and that's going to go nowhere. It's going to be stacked up here right about the uh, line of scrimmage at the 35-yard line. They'll check that. It's going to be Jake Fowler running the ball there for Hastings. He gets a couple of yards, and now Hastings looking at a third down situation. Third down at about six, and now a late penalty flag. Late penalty flag came out of uh, somewhere. That's going to be a dead ball foul. It's going to be that's going to be on Hastings. That's going to be an unsportsmanlike conduct call on Hastings. Jaden Sanchez has just been hit with an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, and he's met here by Tony Harper and Dave Camara, the wide receivers coach, as he comes to the sideline. The play before, Sanchez was talking to the white cap, and he was not happy about something. He was showing that he was getting held by his jersey, but he was on really working him over, and then the players got him in the huddle. Obviously, he kept jawing, and you jaw long enough with a white cap, he's going to throw that yellow towel. And that he did. Josh Hastings 15 yards. Now the ball is back here all the way to the 50-yard line, third down and long. They hand the ball away to Fowler trying to get outside. He does, but he's going to be met there by a bunch of prairie wolves, and he's brought down here at about the 47-yard line of Nebraska Wesleyan. So Fowler has stopped way short of the uh, first down try there. Brandon McGill over there in coverage for the Prairie Wolves to bring him down. Now Hastings will have to punt. 11 minutes and 19 seconds to play in the ball game. Hastings out on top of Nebraska Wesleyan today, 42-7. This is the 102nd meeting between Hastings and Nebraska Wesleyan in this all-time series. It'll be the last one for the foreseeable future. Hastings looking to win their 50th ball game of the series here. They would go to 50-45-7 against Nebraska Wesleyan in the all-time series if they can hang on here this afternoon. There's a kick by Bockel, fielded, then fumbled down here at the 15-yard line, and that baby may have squirted loose. Wesleyan was going to fall back on top of it, but Hastings right down there, and they may have come up with a football. The Broncos are pointing that way, and the officials agree. A fumbled punt down here, and Hastings recovers the ball. 
at the bottom of the stack for Hastings. Getting downfield there is going to be Noah McKeever. Noah McKeever comes down and recovers that one. The return man for a Nebraska Wesleyan was uh, Corey Jones. And McKeever just gave him a hit down there. I thought Jones fell back on top of the ball, but McKeever comes up with it for Hastings. Now the Broncos have the ball. Another turnover on Nebraska Wesleyan. Hastings has the ball at the Prairie Wolf 15-yard line. That is four turnovers here today. And uh, the Broncos with good field position here. They've got it in the red zone at the 15-yard line. They already lead 42-7. to All right, Jason Gaines comes back out there. Gaines has got the ball, turns, hands the ball away. Coming to the near side, that's going to be uh, Darvante Knight, who I think is back into the ball game here. And he is uh, brought down into play. That is Darvante back into the ball game here. He loses a couple of yards back to the 17-yard line. You're listening to Hastings College football here this afternoon on 1230 KHAS. Season finale for the 2015 season. Hastings has looked good here today, leading Nebraska Wesleyan by the score of 42-7. to Two wide receivers split to the left side of the formation now as uh, Jordan Johnson is into the ball game for uh, Hastings College. Also, uh, Ty Mercer, a, another product out of uh, California, is a wide receiver split out there. There's a pass that's going to be caught and dropped there. Across the middle, it's going to be uh, Jordan Johnson unable to hang on to the ball there for Hastings. And now it's going to bring up a third down situation. Look at the wide receivers coming in here. Here comes Antonio Duncan into the ball game now. He's a, a junior from Miami, Florida. Wonder what coach has the uh, Miami Florida I've, territory. I, I want to know. I've I've got some, I've got some th- places we can go. I can go down there and be kind of entertainment coordinator if uh, if I'm able to go to the Florida region for recruiting. A good recruiter, you bring him from Florida to Hastings, Nebraska. Antonio Duncan is your wide receiver split to the left side of the formation. In fact, four of them out here now, two each side. Gaines throws the ball wide open, caught touchdown. Across the middle, it's going to be Xavier McGuire. He scores here for Hastings. I think that's his uh, second touchdown of the year and the second one in as many weeks. Got one last week against Dortz. So Xavier McGuire gets into the end zone and a touchdown pass thrown there by Jason Gaines. And Hastings steamrolling Nebraska Wesleyan here this afternoon. Two plays, 15 yards, capped off by a 17-yard touchdown pass from Jason Gaines. So here comes the extra point now by Nicky G. He puts it up there. He missed his last one as he doinked it off of the right upright. This one goes right through the oh boy. Uh, right through the pipes there. Now we got some people chirping down there. We got the, yeah, these teams, it's a big time rivalry. And and you were down earlier today. They were they were chirping before the uh, ball game even started down here. Yeah, I went back behind the press box here, and both teams were walking to their locker rooms before they come out for the start of the ball game. And uh, they had to have the coaches line up on the sidewalk and keep the two teams apart. They were really a jawing and getting after it. And now we're going to have the officials talking over them. Guessing unless they've seen the person that initiated it, it's going to be offsetting, but uh, we'll get the ruling right here. Yeah, here's the official going to make the call. This was after they made extra point. That's going to be an unsportsmanlike conduct call against Hastings. And that's going to be that's all. That's going to be it. All right, so an unsportsmanlike conduct call on Hastings will assess this on the, uh, the kickoff. we got nine minutes and 54 seconds to play in the game. Hastings out on top of Nebraska Wesleyan. It's the Broncos 49 and Wesleyan 7. 
Hi, this is Stephanie Creechwill, the Executive Director of ASAP for Adams, Clay, Knuckles, and Webster Counties. ASAP stands for Area Substance and Alcohol Abuse Prevention and is a nonprofit organization. ASAP partners with local agencies and schools to help change attitudes and raise awareness about the dangers of alcohol and substance abuse. We provide information, education, and support to the recovery community. If you would like more information about the services ASAP provides, please contact us at 463-0524 or log on to asap-ne.org. 1230 K-H-A-S. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at Able Stadium in Lincoln. Hastings out on top of Wesley. I didn't expect this today. 49-7, to Hastings out on top. It's really been a tough day on my pencil sharpener. Yeah, you've... I'm, I'm down. Good thing this is the last game. That's all I've got left you, right there. You pretty well shaved your pencil supply down here Boy, this year. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to try to put that in the budget next year. That and scotch tape. All right, here comes the kickoff. Hastings, uh, they were penalized. This will come from the 20-yard line. It's going to be fielded at the 30 of Nebraska Wesleyan. Coming back down the sideline, look out. 40 of Hastings. Penalty flags down, 35-30. That's going to be Taylor bringing the ball back. Shock at Taylor, but we'll check out the penalty flag. I think that's going to go on Wesleyan. They had uh, Dylan Hill. Two Wesleyan guys had Dylan Hill down on the ground. Tackled him right about the 35-yard line. I'm pretty sure that's where it's going to. Yeah, what, this, is, what it's going to be. This thing could get nasty down a stretch yeah, here with this game, uh, they, really. These, yeah, these two teams are really getting chirpy. Really out of reach at 49-7 to now. And we still got 9 minutes and 46 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. Uh, call is going to go a holding call officially on Nebraska Wesleyan. So they'll mark that baby off in the spot of the foul at the 35-yard line. That is just three penalties on Wesleyan here this afternoon for Hastings College. They've been hit with eight They're going to bring the ball back here to the 45. And Kittle is going to stay in there at quarterback. So Tyler Smith evidently injured as Kittle has run the last couple of series now for Nebraska Wesleyan, the product out of Aurora as he's basically the uh, number three quarterback in the depth chart here this season. There's a Taylor with the ball inside handoff, and he's going to be stopped there. Noah McKeever at the bottom of the stack to bring him down there for Hastings College. Pick up only two yards in the play as they... Run that one right into the teeth of the buzzsaw, this Bronco defense. Broncos running in the fourth quarter of play. Hastings would go to 5-5 five and five on the season with a victory here this afternoon. They would finish in sixth place in the Great Plains Athletic Conference for this 2015 season. They go 4-5 to five in the conference. If we can hang on here down the stretch, and we certainly hope we can with the score sitting at 49-7. to seven. It is second down here. Eight yards to go. There's a big hole there by Taylor as he slides through there across the 35 to the 30 down to the Hastings College 29-yard line. So Shaka Taylor, he's the guy with those now uh, camouflage shoes. Let me relax those. I, I can see you going out of your favorite sporting goods store looking for camouflage shoes. No, I'm, I'm going to leave my, my facilities. I'm going to run down and see if maybe I can't get them last game. You don't need them anymore. <laughs> See if I could just take those. I'll have those babies on tomorrow morning, I can guarantee you. First down here for Nebraska Westland with the ball now at the Hastings College 20-yard line. Kittle waiting for the snap. He's got it. Fakes the handoff. He's going to run it. 25. Kittle at the 20-yard line, still on his feet. And finally brought down there at the 17-yard line. Nabanye Lazarevich in on the stop there for uh, Hastings College. Tell you what, Kittle's come out here and run the ball extremely well for Nebraska Westland since yeah. he came on. Yeah, Kittle with a uh, 13-yard scramble. Took it right up the middle of the field. He's he's not scared. The freshman from Aurora picks up a nice gain. That is the 17th first down for Nebraska Wesleyan, and they get the football down at the Broncos' 17-yard line. Broncos in front, 49-7. 
Still 8-10 left to go here in the fourth quarter. Kittle under center. He's got wide receivers left and right. Turns and hands the ball away to Taylor. And this time he's going to be stopped in the play. Getting through there and making the stop for Hastings College that time. At the bottom of the stack was A.J. Hall. Hall is a uh, junior linebacker out of California who's in there now for Hastings. A pickup of only one yard in the play for Shaka Taylor. And it is second down and nine yards to go. Nebraska Wesleyan with the ball down here at the Hastings College 17-yard line. Well, we talked about the Hastings offense, how last week they had a big uh, output of yardage. Just kind of sitting here doing some figure, and they are over the 500-yard mark for the second week in a row here. Good performance by the offense. Yeah, 633 a week ago against Dort. There's a nope. They're going to fake it. Kittle has got the ball. Gets away from one would-be tackler. Takes the ball outside the numbers here. Now he drops the ball at the 10-yard line, but he says his knee was down there. So Kittle taking the ball down around the 10-yard line of Hastings. As they fake the ball up inside, Kittle runs her around the left end. It's going to bring up a third down situation now. Third down and about two yards to go for Nebraska Wesleyan down here at the Hastings College 10. Wesleyan spending a lot of time with the huddle here as they walk up to the line of scrimmage. You might as well put the white flag up here, guys. Yeah, they're not in any hurry at all. No, wide receivers left and right. It's third down and about two yards to go. Down here on the Hastings College 10-yard line, handoff to a Taylor. Taylor is hitting the backfield again. Didn't have to go far, but let's see if he... Got to the sticks. That's Demonye Lozarevich again coming in to uh, make the stop. And they're going to be just short of the first down. So it's going to bring up a fourth down and one situation. The ball is sitting at the nine-yard line of Hastings. they got to take it to the eight for the first down. Wesleyan will go for it down here. So it's fourth down and a yard for Nebraska Wesleyan. Joel Weedle back in the game brought the play. And they got the power formation. Got the big fullback in there in front of Weedle. Bayes is also into the backfield there for Nebraska Wesleyan and fourth down in the yard, and Kittle is just going to go straight ahead. He's got the first down and more as he plows his way down to about the three-yard line. So a quarterback sneak there. Tackle is made by Jared McDermott of Hastings as they move the ball down to about the three-yard line. So a nice run there on the sneak by Kittle. That's going to be a first down for Nebraska Wesleyan. Kittle now with eight carries, 37 yards since he's been inserted into the role after uh, Tyler Smith went out with a, an apparent injury. Kittle doing a good job guiding this offense, and he's got him set up at the two-yard line first and goal. Kittle comes under center again. Backs in the eye formation here. Late in the ball game as they just toss the ball here to a Weedle, and Weedle's going to be chopped down. I don't think that was designed to do that. That was, that was kind of ugly, but Weedle hauls the ball in. Well, Kittle turned the hand off, and... Weedle wasn't going the direction that Kittle wanted him to, so he just kind of tossed it over here. He says, here you go, hot potato. How you would do maybe on the playground. Yeah, hot potato, and he does pick up one yard, so it's going to break up a second down and goal. The ball pushed down to the one-yard line with 6.04 left to go here. Actually, 5.04 left to go here in the ballgame. I'm going to cut that pipe down next time I come here. You're not coming here in the foreseeable future. Here's a Kittle from the two-yard line of Hastings. Quarterback sneak, and does he get in? He does not. It's from the two. Kittle just went straight ahead again, dove toward the end zone. He does not get in. So now it's third down. Yeah, we won't be coming to this place I don't for any time soon. That's right. And I, I see that. You see that. It, it's, it would, well, it doesn't get you. No, that's, I that's, that's that's why I let you. You know, you're the play-by-play guy. I let you pick your I get to pick, pick your sides. Seat. We're right and left, right and left quite often uh, 
throughout the course, but uh, yeah, it's. I check out things like that. I know you. I, I got to see no, the you clock. Got, you got a lot of years of experience. Here's third down and uh, one yard to go. They're going to hand the ball away. Diving for the end zone is Weedle. Does he get in there? He does. Touchdown, Nebraska Wesleyan. So Weedle takes it in from one yard out. As now a 49 to 13 ball game. Weedle has accounted for both the Nebraska Wesleyan touchdowns. He had the one touchdown from seven yards out in the first quarter, and he finally gets in there on a one-yard plunge off left side. So Wesleyan tacks on six more, but it's all Hastings College's day here today. It's Broncos 49, Wesleyan 13. Wesleyan will line up here for the PAT. So here he comes from uh, Kramer Rath. He is the extra point kicker, 19 of 20 on field goal attempts, and that one is blocked. That one is blocked. And the ball is loose here at about the 14-yard line, and it'll be blown dead right there. So the PAT is going to be blocked here by Hastings. It is no good. So with four minutes and 11 seconds to play here in the football game, we'll take a break with a score. Hastings 49, Nebraska Wesleyan 13. Stop at Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. 1230 KHAS. All right, so that breaks a run of 49 consecutive points. Wesleyan scored yeah. the first touchdown of the ball game, and now they've uh, scored here. But in the meantime, Hastings rattles off 49 points in a row, and it's 49 to 13. Yeah, very impressive. The Broncos over 500 yards of total offense, over well over 1,100 yards in the last two weeks. So the offense has really come to play. And uh, the defense has done a tremendous job as well. That blocked extra point was by... That's right. We don't know. Number 82, we are 10 games in, and we have not had one game where anything has matched up. <laughs> I tell you. The travel roster didn't include number 82. No, it does not. Well, 82 somehow got on the bus, <laughs> and 82 got in the ball game somehow. Yeah, and he made a good play. Yeah. So Grandma's he, home listening, and she doesn't know if Johnny was wearing 82 maybe, today. Maybe that was my grandson that blocked that, but we'll never know. <laughs> Uh, it's the last game, folks. Here's the uh, kickoff, and Hastings will field this one in the end zone. They're going to bring it out here. Why not? You've got the lead. Have some fun. Coming out to the 5-yard line, to the 10, to the 15, to the 20-yard line, out to the uh, 25, Bring the ball back. There's Antonio Duncan. So Duncan, the uh, junior from Miami, Florida, brings the ball back out here for Hastings, and now the Broncos will have the ball. At the 25-yard line with four minutes and one second to play. So it's going to be a, a happy trip home for Hastings. And Hastings capping off their uh, football season with three straight wins. Very impressive wins over Midland, Dort, and Hastings. Rather, uh, and Nebraska Wesley in the end of season for uh, Hastings. Five and five will be the record for the 2015 season. Jason Gaines stays in there at quarterback for Hastings. Gaines. Hands them all away. Anthony Cloyd has got it. Anthony across the 30-yard line. He's going to be chopped down there at about the 31. So Anthony Cloyd carrying the ball there for Hastings College. Tackle is made in there by uh, Drew Ogna, the cornerback there on that right side from Parker, Colorado for Nebraska Wesleyan. It is now third down. It's second down for Hastings. The ball is out here at the 32. 
Clock is running with three minutes and 35 seconds to play. We've got our player of the game coming up next. We've got the coach's post-game show here with probably a very happy Tony Harper. And then we've got uh, the fifth quarter. All the scores coming up from across the Great Plains Athletic Conference and across the nation today in major college football. As uh, We'll check those for you before we get out of here this afternoon. There's another run in play to Anthony Cloyd, and that's going nowhere. That was a third down and three situation for Hastings. They pick up one. Actually, they pick up two there as they bring the ball close to the 33-yard line. Hastings now looking at a, a third down situation. It's by the three-minute mark here in this one. So Nebraska Wesleyan, they're going to drop to three wins and six losses. In the conference, they're going to go to four and six on the season. In their final year as a member of the Great Plains Athletic Conference, as they will move on to play exclusively NCAA Division III football next season. There's a handoff to Cloyd, and Cloyd's going to be hit here right at the line of scrimmage, fighting forward there. Tyler Sorensen was the guy to bring him down for Nebraska Wesleyan. I've got this pesky little fly that his days are numbered here. He has hung around the entire quarter, and it's very irritating, and this pesky little fly has seen his better days. Whatever whatever you had for lunch, you didn't clean out of your mustache because it's he, he's having a heyday with you. What did I have for lunch? I, I can't uh, remember. You, oh, yeah. You, you can't remember? A deli sandwich. Yeah, a, a sandwich. All right, so now what do we have here? First down, Hastings. Tony's uh, talking with the officials on the far side. They give us a first down. What do we have to gripe about? It's 49 to 13, coach. Let's get out of here. He's got to get his shots in. This is it for a while. We're down to two minutes and 19 seconds to play. Here's Jaden Sanchez into the ball game now as a wide receiver split to the right side. And a couple of new wide receivers split to the left side as well for Jason Gaines, who's in control now for Hastings. Bronco's not going to throw the football around here. That's going to run the ball straight ahead across the 35 out to the 37-yard line. Running the football there for Hastings. Let's see. We're going to unstack him here. Wow. Bottom of the stack, you're going to see. Let's see. Who is that? That's going to be Anthony Cloyd. Yeah, they had it. They had like eight guys had to get up before we got to the bottom of the stack there with Anthony Cloyd. Gets up there for Hastings. So we're down to a minute and 38 seconds to play here in this one. Hastings out on top, comfortably ahead here. After falling behind seven to nothing, the Broncos. Rattling off 49 straight points here in this one. Jason Gaines winning for it here on second down and eight yards to go. They get the handoff again. This is a Cloyd with the ball. Slips one tackler and brings the ball to the 39-yard line. Tackle is made in there by the cornerback, Andy Laborod. And we're down to a minute and nine seconds to play in this ball game. He still have to snap it a couple more times here. Now looking at a third down situation, though. They're down at about seven yards to go. The ball is sitting here at the 39-yard line of Hastings. The Broncos continue to shuttle in some players off of the far sideline. Not in any hurry here as they come up to the line of scrimmage. 45 seconds to go. Hastings using all the play clock they can here. Jason Gaines waiting for the snap. He's got it. Hands the ball away. Anthony Cloyd again just goes forward to the 40-yard line. He is tackled in there now by... Wesleyan with 30 seconds to play. And that might be all she wrote here. I don't think the Broncos have to snap her anymore. As they just kind of wait here. And that's going to be the ball game. Yeah, they don't have to snap it anymore. So Hastings is going to get out of here with a win. And a very impressive win at that as we have reached the 
zeros in the end zone, and Hastings very impressively knocks off Nebraska Wesleyan today. Final score of 49-13. to So Hastings finishes the season with three straight wins. They end their season at five wins and five losses on the year. Four and five in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. They'll finish officially in sixth place in the conference this year, but Hastings looked very impressive here in this uh, football game today. And so long, Nebraska Wesleyan, for the final time, we say Sila Lee to uh, Nebraska Wesleyan as they play their final game as a member of the Great Plains Athletic Conference. We'll take a break, come back, and check the numbers. Again, the final score, Hastings beats Nebraska Wesleyan today 49-13. You're listening to Bronco Football on 1230 KHAS. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. See Great Plains Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram for all your new and used vehicle needs. Stop in and test drive one of the new amazing vehicles we have in stock. Take advantage of the tremendous deals we have to offer from the most awarded Jeeps to the great fuel mileage of the all new Eco Diesel. Check us out online at GreatPlainsChryslerDodge.com where the service is great and the deals are even better. Great Plains Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, North Highway 281, Hastings. 1230, KHAS. So Hastings wins it here this afternoon over Nebraska Wesleyan, 49-13 to to finish up their season. We'll get you the scoring plays in the ball game. We'll get some uh, final numbers coming your way as well here on the post-game show. Nebraska Wesleyan scoring in their opening possession of the ball game. They go seven plays in 75 yards. They stuffer right down the Broncos' throats there in that uh, first series. They get a six-yard touchdown run from Joel Weedle. The PAT was good. Wesleyan had a seven-to-nothing lead, but it was all Broncos the rest of the way as they score uh, 49 straight points here as the Broncos get the sing to uh, the, the fans here from Hastings on the road. You don't see this very often. As uh, Hastings coming back on their first possession of the ball game, they go eight plays, 65 yards. Devontae Knight takes it in from 10 yards out to make it a 7-7 ball game. Dustin Nolly then picked off a pass for Hastings, and Hastings used a four-play 57-yard drive to get into the end zone. Taj Willingham takes it in from five yards out, 14-7. The Broncos have the lead. Hastings scoring again in the uh, second quarter with 3.18 to play on a one-yard run by Jake Fowler. That capped off a nine-play, 79-yard drive. Hastings had a 21-7 advantage in the locker room at halftime. Broncos coming out in the second half of play. They get a two-yard run from Anthony Cloyd at the 7.38 mark to make it a 28-7 ball game. Hastings then getting a uh, defensive touchdown. The Kelly McBride interception return for a touchdown at the 6.53 mark as he goes in from 25 yards out to make it a 36-7 ball game. Taj Willingham then got loose and went 98 yards for a touchdown for Hastings at the 217 mark. That made it 42-7 in favor of Hastings. Broncos were not done yet. They get a 17-yard touchdown pass from Jason Gaines to Xavier McGuire to make it 49-7. And then right before the end of the ballgame at the 411 mark, 
of the fourth quarter. Nebraska Wesleyan puts it in from one yard out from Joe Weedle to make it 49-13, to and the Broncos win it here this afternoon over Nebraska Wesleyan. Well, your final, final game numbers. Oh, don't make me cry. This I is, know. This I'm, is... I'm going to see if maybe I can get to a soft spot. You don't have many, but I'll see if I can. Brought to you by Rival Sports Bar and Grill, home of the $6.99 daily lunch specials, daily drink specials, and on Husker and Bronco game days, get a large specialty pizza and domestic pitcher for $21.99. Final game numbers for Nebraska Wesleyan. Prairie Wolves with 18 first downs in the ball game. They rushed it 44 times for 197 yards. Their two quarterbacks combined for 9 of 22 passing, three interceptions in the ballgame, so 66 offensive plays and 257 yards of total offense for Nebraska Wesleyan. Look on down the line here, three fumbles in the ballgame as well. They lost one of those. Penalties for the Prairie Wolves, two for 28 yards. Time of possession, 32-49 for Nebraska Wesleyan. We look at some individual leaders. Joel Weedle led the way today for Nebraska Wesleyan. 17 carries, 82 yards. He had the only touchdowns in the ballgame. Shaka Taylor with those great camel shoes I'm going to try to get before this game's over. 14 carries, 67 yards. Jake Kittle coming in, a good performance for Kittle. The freshman, nine carries and 41 yards. Corey Jones, we found out no relation to Smarty Jones. Three receptions, 23 yards. Shaka Taylor, three catches for six. And Trevor McKeon, the tight end, one reception and 19. Leading the way uh, for defensive side of things, Jacob Van Lu with eight total tackles. Russell Beard with nine total for Nebraska Wesleyan. For Hastings College, 24 first downs in the ballgame. Very impressive rushing numbers again. 42 carries, 329 yards for the Broncos. Passing today, the two quarterbacks combined 14 of 22. No interceptions, 190 yards. So 64 offensive plays and 519 total yards for Hastings College. Looking on down here, Broncos hit with nine penalties for 108 yards. The Bronco time of possession, 27-11. Individual leaders for this last game of the season, Taj Willingham, a big game. He had that 98-yarder. Taj finishes the game, four carries, 138, two touchdowns. Anthony Cloyd with 13 carries, 69 yards, and a touchdown. Jake Fowler, eight carries, 55 yards, and a touchdown. And Arvante Knight, eight carries and 38 yards in the ballgame. Cruz Samaniego, his numbers, pretty impressive for his uh, final game. 12 of 19, 170 yards, no touchdowns. He was sacked just once, and Gaines only threw uh, three passes. He was 2 of 3 for just 20 yards. Receiving numbers, Rashad Schamberger, three receptions, 49 yards. Austin Curley, three catches, 40 yards. Glenn Wallace had three for 31, and Cleo Buckman had one for 25. Rounding out the... uh, Defensive side of things, the guy that's led it pretty much all year long, Wesley Jardine, he came into the game with 62 tackles. You can tag eight more onto his, so 70 total for the season. Kelly McBride with eight, Jacob Tarr with eight. And you're... you're you, Nemanja Lazarevich. You've, mas- you've mastered that. That's a, that's a, that's a <laughs> mouthful. But uh, Lazarevich with uh, six tackles in the ballgame defensively today. But uh, what a... 
What a great day. Hey, it's the last game. We can have fun, too. The Broncos are having fun. You know, you don't see this too much. I, I was just kind of looking out of the uh, corner of my eye. You got a lot of white jerseys mingled in with the Wesleyan guys. We talked about how close these teams are. A lot of them were teammates throughout high school or they played in some all-star games or they know each other uh, from just being down the road in their high school careers. Brian Keller and, and Tony Harper recruit the same guys. So a lot of them down there taking pictures with uh, former teammates or, or good friends. So uh, a lot of... Uh, Good vibes down there. Things got a little chirpy in the uh, ball game, but again, uh, some good sportsmanship down there. A lot of pictures and a lot of fun having by both teams here. But again, the Broncos get a uh, another win. They got three. What they wanted after the break, they finished five and five. The bus will be rocking on the way home. Look out, Hastings. The Broncos will be coming home. But uh, a much better feel to the season after the start that we had. And uh, I'm like you. I'm excited for next year with all the youth we have. But uh, that wraps her up here from Lincoln here with uh, the Broncos winning 49-13. to 13. we got the post-game show coming up next with a player of the game on the coaches' post-game show. You're listening to Bronco Football and 1230 KHAS. Hastings College Play-by-Play is brought to you by the KHAS Sports Boosters, local businesses supporting local youth and local athletes. Stay tuned. Our Bronco football coverage continues with the player of the game and the coach's post-game show. Your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, 1230 KHAS. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. Plus the personal service of Steve Barinol, Tino Martinez, TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, Downtown Carney, TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. Keep your vehicle in top running condition. Rely on the trained professional mechanics at Halloran Automotive. They'll have your car, truck, or van ready for changing driving conditions. Safe driving starts with a stop at Halloran Automotive, 2001 West 2nd Street in Hastings. When it hurts, come to Burt's. Burt's Drug Stores in Hastings has the best prescription and over-the-counter service and free delivery six days a week. You get old-fashioned, know you buy your first-name personal service at Burt's Drug Store downtown Hastings and Burt's Pharmacy, 14th and Bellevue. The Player of the Game is brought to you by Farm Bureau Financial Services and Agent Marty DeMuth. For all of your insurance needs, see Marty at 813 West 2nd Street in Hastings. And welcome back here to Lincoln. Hastings College wins it here this afternoon over Nebraska Wesley in the final score of 49-13. This is the Player of the Game on 1230 KHIS. In rushing-wise today, Taj Willingham, 138 yards in the ballgame today. Anthony Cloyd, 69. Jake Fowler, 55. Devontae Knight had 38 yards. Cruz Samaniego throws for 170 today. Completes 12 out of 19 passes. Receiving-wise, pretty well uh, scattered around the area here. Schamberger had 49. Curley had 40 yards. Wallace had 31. And Buckman had 25. They had on the defense, they had uh, Wesley Jardim with eight tackles. Kelly McBride had eight tackles, and also Jacob Tarr, eight tackles. Lead the Broncos here today. We'll come back and name our players of the game right after this. 
At Far Bureau Financial Services, we're here to make insurance simple through all stages of life. Knowing your loved ones will be taken care of can give you peace of mind, and you can count on your local Farm Bureau agent to help determine the amount of life insurance that's right for you. You already trust us to help protect your valuables. Now trust us to help protect what you value most, your loved ones. Call Marty DeMuth and Hastings today to see how we make insurance simple. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company, Securities and Services offered through FBL Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. Our player of the game today, offensively for Hastings, we'll give it to Taj Willingham. He led the team in rushing here today with 138 yards. He had that 98-yard touchdown run there in the second half of play that lit things up for us. So Taj Willingham, four carries, 138 yards. We'll give him the trophy for the offensive player of the game here in this uh, victory over Nebraska Wesleyan today. On defense, like Jimmy said, a guy that's led us uh, most of the way as far as the tackles are concerned this year. Wesley Jardim, he comes up with eight stops here this afternoon as the Hastings College defense came to play today as they hang on. They beat Nebraska Wesleyan by the score of 49-13 to in this final game of the 2015 season. So Taj Willingham, Wesley Jardim are players of the game today for Hastings College. Stick around. The coach is up next. You're listening to Bronco Football on 1230 KHAS. The player of the game is brought to you by Farm Bureau Financial Services and Agent Marty DeMuth at 813 West 2nd Street in Hastings. Stay tuned. More postgame is coming up on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, 1230 KHAS. The holidays have arrived at Bob Sass Flowers and the store is bursting with the latest holiday decor. Receive 20% savings store-wide at the holiday sale now through November 14th. Hi, this is Amy, and I want to personally invite you to come and experience the exciting new Christmas decor that is sure to complete any home with warmth and holiday spirit. You'll find wreaths, candles, swags, tablescapes, and much more. Bob Sass Flowers is celebrating 60 years of bringing joy to families and homes with flowers and home decor. Real people delivering real love. The holiday season arrives on Thursday, November 19th with the Downtown Hastings Celebration of Lights. The streets of Downtown Hastings will be full of carolers, food vendors, entertainers, horse-drawn carriage rides, train rides, Pop and Penelope, the game truck, Kool-Aid Man, and of course... Ho, ho, ho! Now tell Santa if you've been naughty or nice. The Downtown Hastings Celebration of Lights, 5 until 7 on Thursday the 19th, always on the nice list. This is the Coach's Post Game Show. Now let's go back to the field with Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell. Hastings College wins it here this afternoon over Nebraska Wesley in a score of 49-13 to to finish 5-5 in the season, 4-5 in the uh, Great Plains Athletic Conference. Hastings winning their final three games of the uh, 2015 season. Still waiting for the coach to make his way up here. Might need a helicopter to bring him up here. It's a long way from where they're at to uh, where we're at today, but hopefully we'll get uh, some words from the coach to wrap up this 2015 season. Again, the volleyball action this afternoon. Some good news here for Hastings. We'll pass this along to you if you missed it. Hastings St. Cecilia has won the Class C2 State Volleyball Championship as the Hawkeyes. They down Stanton today in the three straight sets over here at the Bob Devaney Sports Center. Hawkeyes winning 25-13, 25-21, and 25-13. Lucy Skoke had 16 kills to lead the Hawkeyes today. Little Sheehy had 12. So congratulations to the Hastings St. Cecilia volleyball team. They won another state championship in volleyball. Tara Jones takes over for Alan Van Kerr, and the machine just uh, continues to crank out championships as they 
win one here this afternoon over Stanton. Three straight games, 25-13, 25-21, and 25-13. Hastings College winning it here this afternoon over Nebraska Wesleyan by the score of 49-13. to We'll take a break and come back. You're listening to Bronco Football today on 1230 KHAS. Comfort means something different to everyone, and Frigidaire offers home comfort solutions as unique as your family. You can design systems that control seasonal allergens, humidity, and other environmental factors, or get rid of hot and cold spots with independent comfort zones. Call 402-463-4853, and Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning will work with you to design the system that's perfect for your family. Experience trusted Frigidaire comfort and exceptional service from Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning in Hastings and Kearney. Call 402-463-4853. All right, back here at uh, Abel Stadium, Weary Field here in uh, Lincoln today. Hastings College wins it by the score of 49-13. to over uh, Nebraska Wesleyan as Tony Harper joins us on the uh, post-game show. And, Coach, I almost need a helicopter to get up here. It's, it's a long way up here, my man. I tell you what, I'm too old and I'm too out of shape and I'm not very athletic. I think I almost fell down these stairs three times. <laughs> but I'll live with it because it was a great day to be a Bronco. Tell you what, talking about the football game today, you gave up that opening drive and I thought, oh, boy, we're, we're in for a long afternoon. But you guys uh, responded, made some corrections, and then your offense scores 49 uh, straight points to win this thing. I'll tell you what, you know, credit to all three phases, and that's what we challenged the guys to do this week was we got to have three phases playing perfectly together. You know, throughout this season, it's been one or the other. Today it was all three special teams had a couple big plays offensively. They did a great job. Defensively, we settled down after that first drive of theirs, caused some turnovers, scored again on defense. And, uh, you know, this was a fun game to be a part of. Talk about the defensive changes. Did, did you make a lot of them after that first series? And, and were they showing you some different things? Or Yeah, we, we did a couple of different things where they run their power scheme, and we, we teach our guys to get over and so we can wrong arm with the DN and get over the top. But they weren't getting outside. They were hitting on the backside A gap. So instead of getting over like we usually teach every day, we told our place or our backside inside linebacker to come underneath and just get in the hip of that pulling guard, and it slowed some of their things down. They schemed us up in the second half with some quarterback run, but, uh, you know, that was the adjustment that we made, and, and you know, credit to uh, Coach Albersworth and, and Mandelko and Coach Hinchy for, for coming up with that in the middle of the game. Yeah, and I thought the uh, the gang tackling was tremendous uh, after that first drive. I think at the end of the first quarter, Wesleyan was up uh, close to 100 yards, and we see here total offense. 257, so pretty good uh, adjustments made defensively for you guys. Well, it was, you know, at the end of the day, to be honest with you, is the kids playing faster. You know, you could tell, at least I thought on the sidelines in that first drive, we were very hesitant. We took bad angles as a defense, and then something just clicked. You know, Coach Al did a great job getting those guys calmed down. We had great communication with Coach Delk and Coach Hinchy up in the booth, and we just played faster. A couple minor adjustments. I thought our secondary did uh, pretty well today, which at times we'd struggled, but. Uh, you know, I thought Coach Delk had a great game plan with those guys. Offensively, you crank out 519 yards, 633 last week, 519 this week. This is more like the offense that we anticipated here in the last two weeks. Well, and you know, yeah, and, and I'll tell you, you got a lot of guys there now. They've been playing together for a while. You know, we did some wristband stuff. We picked up the tempo a little bit today. I thought that was a great, uh, great decision by Coach Mo and the rest of those guys on the offensive side of the football with Coach K and Coach McCauley. You know, they wanted to pick that tempo up because we've seen so many different uh, coverages and fronts from those guys kind of limit what they can do. Uh, Cruz is pretty good. We were able to get three or four guys running the football. We had multiple guys catch the football. I think our O-line played a little bit better today. In the past two weeks, they've been playing pretty well. So it was, again, three phases playing better football. 
How, how good's it feel now to uh, finish the season with three straight wins? Well, it feels great, to be honest with you. You know, I um, can't really – I'm just proud uh, of, of these seniors, how they fought through. I mean, they could have they turned it in way long ago. And we talked about this the other day. You know, there was no quit in this team. I thought the coaches kept coaching hard. I think now we realize, okay, we got the potential to do some great things here for the future, but we got to get back to work, and it starts on Monday. But to finish like this, to get those seniors out of here with a three-game win streak – um, and even the game that we did lose, you know, that fourth game, the very first one of this whole deal with Northwestern, we were right there. And I think that's the one that kind of set the tempo for everything. The one thing that we have talked about and uh, we've talked in our broadcast, the amount of youth that you have had <laughs> see the field this season, it is tremendous. And just the last two games, you were bringing guys out last week against Dort that we didn't even have on the roster. I think you were pulling them out of the stands. But, boy, a lot of, a lot of young guys seeing a lot of action, and that is very important on down the road for your football team? For a couple of reasons. One, they understand, they, they, they've they had to go against somebody else in a different colored jersey. They see how the speed of the game is on Saturday. Practice is one thing, but games on Saturday is a completely different speed of the thing. So they've seen that. Number two, they've got to flow and a feel for what we expect out of our guys. And we got to continue to do that. But, yeah, you're right. We, we're a pretty young team. I mean, golly. You know, there's some seniors that, you know, obviously we're going to miss Landon Arnold and, and uh, Austin Curley and Darvante Knight. There, there's some, some good football players there, but we've got some good young guys that I think can come in and push, and, and those seniors have been a good leaders and mentors for these guys. Now, where's this team got to get better? This is, The offseason is where the championships are really won. Uh, where's this team got to get better? I tell you what, it starts with, with our offseason conditioning, and we got the best in the business. Uh, we got the best in the conference of Coach Schultz and what he does, and you know we're going to have our team meeting Monday at 4.30. We're going to get the guys cranked up on Tuesday. We can't have no downtime. They're going to have a be able to go home and have the mamas and the daddies and the grandmas and grandpas spoil them over Thanksgiving break and Christmas and all that stuff. And then we're going to crank it up and get it going. But it starts there. It also starts in the classroom. We've got to make sure we're handling our business in the classroom, doing what our professors ask us to do and making sure we're getting good grades. So when we come out for spring ball, once it stops snowing, if it ever does, we got to have, okay, I got my, my studies. I'm focusing on football now. And that, that, those are the things that we got to do. We got to continue to stay close as a team. This is coach speak now for you. We got to take care of each other in the offseason. You're saying championships are won in the offseason. They are. Championships are also lost in the offseason by us not making smart decisions. So it's a process, and we got to continue to do it, coaches, players, and everybody involved. Recruiting-wise, anything uh, special that we need to go out and uh, grab right now? We will grab anything and everything that wants to be a part of the Bronco Nation. Um, you know, there's every, you know, up front, you know, we're losing Casey, Malafua, D-Line, and Boggs, and A.J., and some of those guys. We lose Lando um, and Schuster, <clears throat> excuse me, some of those guys up front. So O-Line and D-Line, especially with us staying in that 40 front. We we're going to have to replace Darvante. We're going to need a scab back, but, again, another freshman, Xavier McGuire, um, you know, he had another one today. We got, but we got to go out and get guys that are going to push those guys. And, and we got to get a little bit, you know, losing Clancy and, and Gildon in the back end. That, that, and Dylan Hill, that, that's a hit force as well. So we got to get longer and quicker on that back end, too. I was telling Jimmy during the broadcast that I wish I was playing uh, video games where we could just kind of hit the reset button and uh, start this season all over again because the last uh, three weeks have been fun. Yeah. And, you know, that's something I'm going to set back as a coach and look, okay. What do I need to fix so that doesn't happen? You know, because <clears throat> that, that was on me. You know, the early part of the season, I got to do a better job of preparing these guys, putting them in a position to be successful, trusting my coaches, you know, because those guys do a great job. And, you know, but you can't. You can't hit rewind. You can't, you can't kick the Sega well, for the, the young guys. Like <laughs> PlayStation 4 or whatever it is nowadays. But 
you can't unplug and hit and plug it back in and start all over. You got to roll with what you, you what you decided and you got to stick to it. But these coaches, these players, um, the ones that are graduating and the ones that are coming back, I, I wouldn't change them for anything. So that's the problem. He's been playing Sega all this time. <laughs> I haven't seen a Sega machine since. That uh, makes sense. Geez. Well, I'm even going to go older. Atari. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, that's stretching there. Yeah, yep, we, we've yep. got a problem now. <laughs> if we're sitting home playing Atari, we do have a problem. So, Coach, uh, it's been a great year. It's been fun, especially these last uh, three weeks, and appreciate all the help that you've uh, given us all year long. It's, uh, well, I kind of miss you, buddy. It's, you ain't going to get sentimental on me now, are you? I'll, I'll still see you around, but uh, what the heck. Well, I appreciate your guys' support and coming to every road game and every home game and, and, and the positive and, and, and all those good things. It's, I tell you what, you know, I was talking to Coach K the other day, and we were just talking about Hastings College in general and uh, how we want to we wanna be proud of everybody, you know, and, and uh, the women's soccer, the men's soccer, the volleyball, the, both basketballs, baseball, track and field, road. We just – we got to be all together. We all got to keep going in the same direction. I appreciate everything that you guys do for us, and we're going to get this thing turned around, and we're going to keep it going. Yeah, we'd like to uh, take off and go to California sometime or something in a playoff game like we did a few years ago. Yeah, hey, here, here's the deal, though. I don't fly. <laughs> that's Number right. one, so I'm going to leave on about Tuesday. And I'm yeah, head out right. there. But, that, you know, that's our goal. And I told the guys right over there, I go, fellas, this time next year, we're getting prepared. We're, we're going to continue our season. We're not just going to be done with the 11 games. We're going to go on. That's the mindset that we got to have. And I tell you what, they they either did a great job of fooling me, or they that you could see the fire and the focus in their eyes. And that's a credit to these seniors and credit to these coaches. Have a good offseason, my man. Appreciate it. Yep, that's uh, Tony Harper, the head coach for Hastings College. Again, the Broncos finishing the season forty nine to thirteen today over at Nebraska Wesleyan. We'll take our final break. We'll come back right after this. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings 207 South Burlington is the place for all your rehabilitation needs. PTSR offers orthopedic, neurologic, and sports injury rehabilitation. A certified hand specialist is available for the more delicate upper extremity injuries. Aquatic therapy and balance training is also available. A certified athletic trainer is on staff as well. PTSR has a strong industrial services division providing physical and functional capacity testing as well as drug and alcohol screening. Visit them at ptsrhastings.com. All right, Hastings Challenge wins it here this afternoon, 49-13 over Nebraska Wesleyan, 519 yards of total offense for Hastings today, 257 for Nebraska Wesleyan. It's Taj Willingham, the leading rusher for Hastings, 138 yards, a couple of touchdowns. Cruz Samaniego, 12 out of 19, 170 yards. And uh, the leading receiver today was uh, Rashad Schamberger with three receptions and the 49 yards as uh, Hastings wins it today, 49-13. Goodbye, Nebraska Westland. We'll, uh, won't play these guys for the foreseeable future as they will move up to uh, NCAA Division Three next year. We wish them the uh, best of luck. Thanks to Brian Keller and the coaching staff here for Westland over the years, uh, helping us out. It's kind of starting to see these guys go, although I like beating them. Well, it is good. To, yeah, it is uh, with a, a big rivalry as uh, Nebraska Westland. But again, uh, as far as my side of things with the uh, numbers, you know, we go to all these schools and and uh, I, I keep my own numbers and always like to compare to see how close. And I tell you what, Nebraska Wesleyan's pretty top notch. They're pretty quick on the spot to get you the official numbers. And and uh, we're we're usually right on within a few yards of each other. But, uh, yeah, they've been a been a great help. So this will do it for football here today as uh, we wrapped up the high school season last night with a loss to uh 
Uh, Hastings St. Cecilia, and their uh, drive to the state championship ends a little early. Hastings College uh, wrapping up their season here. We've got Bronco basketball coming your way beginning Wednesday as we get right back to things. Bronco basketball on uh, Wednesday. It'll be Concordia. We start the conference season already as the uh, Concordia Bulldogs will be in town to take on Hastings. Concordia very good again uh, in women's program. It'll be a, a great women's ball game that gets underway at 6 o'clock. The guys will follow at 8 We'll have uh, the rest of the Bronco basketball games for you all season long here on 1230 KHIS. It'll start at 545 on the Wednesday afternoon from Lynn Farrell Arena. My man, have a good time in the uh, duck blind and the deer blind this weekend in uh, the off season. What the heck? We'll get back together again the next year. Yeah, we'll have uh, we'll have contracts uh, negotiations starting, <laughs> I'm sure, right after the first of the year. But, uh, no, I'm going to get into, uh, yeah, some uh, goose pits and duck blinds, deer blinds. I'll... I'm going to try. That's my goal. I'm going to try to get you some deer sausage uh, delivered to you. I'll be waiting. I know you will. You've been waiting for three to four years. But, uh, no, <laughs> thanks again. Uh, it's always uh, always an honor and a pleasure to do games with you. We have a lot of fun. A lot of people know the stories on road trips and things that we have. But uh, hope I can uh, do it again. You have safe travels through the basketball season. We'll be listening uh, to all your uh, round ball games. But, uh, again, just uh, thanks for having me along and uh, everybody working with it. It's been a lot of fun. A lot, a lot of people don't know some of our uh, road well, stories and, either. And, so. and that's exactly right. And then what they don't know, they don't. it's a need-to-know basis, and they don't need to. <laughs> but uh, we, we do have a uh, we have a lot of fun. We're, we're, uh, we're a pretty energetic group. But, again, thanks a lot for having me along, and I uh, hope I can do it again next year. All right, the fifth quarter is coming up next with Bailey Crow. He's got all the scores from across the Great Plains Athletic Conference and across the nation today for Bailey, for Jimmy I'm Mike Will, wishing you a very pleasant good evening from Lincoln. You've been listening to the Coach's Post Game Show. Our Bronco football coverage continues with the fifth quarter. Coming up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, 1230 KHAS. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. It's time for the fifth quarter, a recap of all the scores from today's games. And good afternoon, everyone. This is Bailey Crow here again in the KHAS studio with your final edition of the fifth quarter for the 2015 season. We've got all the scores here from the GPAC and the NCAA Division One, And let's get started with that. As you just heard from Lincoln, Hastings College ends their season on a high note, beating Nebraska Wesleyan. The final score of that, 49-13. Hastings College ends their season at 5-5. Five and five. And in conference, uh, it's 4-5. and five. And this will be the last time we play Nebraska Wesleyan for a while as they move up to Division Three football. Everyone else who played today, all the scores are final from those as, these games as well. You've got Concordia. Pitching a shutout against Briar Cliff. Final score of that, 48 to nothing. Morningside continued their domination over Doan. The final score, 55 to 7. Another dominating win here by Northwestern over Midland. The final score, 55 to 6. 
And the last final score we have from GPAC today is Dakota Wesleyan comes out on top of Dort. Final score, 48-21. to Before we move on to uh, NCAA Division I, Big Ten, and all that, going to do something a little different, tell you about the St. Cecilia High School Girls Volleyball. They won their... They won the state tournament today in three straight sets. So, congratulations to the St. Cecilia girls volleyball team. Now then, moving on to the NCAA Division I Big Ten football. We've got, as I look up here at our television screen that's so conveniently placed here in the studio, we've got Nebraska is up on Rutgers right now, 21-7, to with about a minute left until halftime. If you want to watch that game, it's on the Big Ten Network, or you can listen to it. On the breeze, 94.5, soon as we get things wrapped up here. Other Big Ten games going on today, you've got, in the second quarter, Michigan is on top of Indiana, 21-9. Some final scores from the Big Ten today, you've got Ohio State taking down Illinois, final score 28-3. Also, Michigan State beats Maryland, final score 24-7. Also, Northwestern defeats Purdue, final score 21-14. The last Big Ten game that's going to be going on today at 7 o'clock, you've got number 5 Iowa taking on Minnesota. Going to take a short break here, and when we come back, we'll talk about the top 25 in Division I NCAA football. Speed matters. With the kids back in school and the whole family online, keep everyone happy with wireless LTE internet from Glenwood. Research a school project on your iPad, on the home office computer, or using Wi-Fi to save minutes on your phone's data plan. It can all happen at once. Reliable speeds are available from 3 to 12 megabits. Glenwood offers local service and support with exceptional customer service. Update your internet today. Call 866-756-4746 or visit shopglenwood.net. All right, here are your scores from the top 25 of the NCAA Division I. You've got, at about halftime here, about 40 seconds, number 23, North Carolina, is on top of Miami, 31 to nothing. At halftime, you've got number 4, Notre Dame, on top of Wake Forest, 21 to nothing. About three minutes left until half, you've got Clemson on top of Syracuse, 28 to 17. About six minutes left in the second quarter, you've got... Number two, Alabama, on top of number 17, Mississippi. The score of that right now is 14 to nothing. Also, with about a minute left until half, number 20, Navy, is beating SMU. Score of that, 28 to 6. About a minute left in the second quarter, you've got number eight, Oklahoma State, uh, trailing Iowa State. The score of that, Iowa State 24, Oklahoma State 14. Some final scores. Today, from the top 25, number 11, Florida, defeats South Carolina, 24-14. Also, number 15, TCU, defeats Kansas, 23-17. Number 16, Florida State, beat NC State, and the final score, 34-17. And let's see, some other games going on tonight. You've got number 22, Temple, taking on South Florida at 6 o'clock. Also at 6, you've got number 21, Memphis, taking on number 24, Houston. 615, you've got number 9 LSU versus Arkansas. 630, you've got number 7 Stanford taking on Oregon. 7 o'clock, you've got number 12 Oklahoma versus number 6 Baylor. Also at 7 o'clock, you've got, oh, excuse me, no, that's at 9 o'clock, you've got number 10 Utah taking on Arizona. And at 945, you've got number 19 UCLA taking on Washington State. Well, that'll wrap things up here for the final edition of the 
fifth quarter scoreboard show. Wrap things up here. As we said before, Hastings College defeats Nebraska Wesleyan in the final game of the season. The score, 49-13. And right now, currently, look up at the Husker score. It's 21-7, and we're about to halftime here. So, the final edition of the fifth quarter scoreboard, I say, have a good afternoon, and go Big Red!